Pick that up, Joe. He's. I, I th- do, do you see who's calling me? Who? Uh, Hamill. Oh, so I, he knows we're on the app. And there you go. It's the Ham Radio Show. Uh, what a different seven days makes, boys. What a different seven days makes. Seven, seven, seven. I think Hamby's on the phone. One way to find correct. out. Uh, Hammy, you there? Yes, I am here. Ah. So you're still doing this show? Why wouldn't I be? Uh, you're the one that was saying that you weren't doing the show and you were okay with that on your program. Oh, you listened yesterday then? Yeah. I said if my time on the show comes to an end, then I'm, I'm okay with it if it's that awkward between all of us. It's... Uh, I'll ask around the room. I, I'll go last. Anyone, anybody want to actually speak up or the, like we're on a talk show, guys? It's fun. Yes, I. I don't know. I don't really. I didn't listen really that much, just from what I heard. So it's it's kind of like undecided. Uh, Danny, grow some balls. Uh, Billy, you I haven't heard the actual statement, so I don't. I can't make a decision based yet. I listened to it twice. So good, Joe. And, and the, the only thing I really disagree with is, is the fact that I, I think we got thrown off the air for the wrong reasons. I think there was uh, the, there were a bunch of slights that we did. Some of them are our fault, you know, that we did. Uh, uh, Some of them were also made up uh, yes, and a, lies. A, a lot of them. I'll, I'll speak up for myself, Hammy, and no. say that a lot of the shit that was spewed, by the way, lies. But go ahead. Yeah, uh, and... Uh, I'm I, not saying that Hammy made fucking lies. No, but... I like to bring that up. I'm not saying that Hammy made lies. I believe Other we, people around Hammy made lies. Okay. I believe we insulted a lot of people, uh, but they took it in the wrong way. I mean, uh, if, I, if I got insulted by everything you guys do to me... God, Shut I, up, I, Joe. I pay you to laugh. I, I do. <laughs> I do laugh. But anyway, uh, uh, one, one other thing. I don't think you were deliberately thrown under the bus here. Not at all either. I, not at all. That was just a, just a way of saying, hey, this, if you had a problem, you should have come to us. Uh, not, not us, Eddie. No, it was me saying point blank that one of my guys, I don't want one of my guys feeling frustrated. Yeah. That's what it is. And Hammy took it as I threw him under the bus. Well, th- th- that was not only Hammy's opinion. That was everybody's yeah, opinion. Yeah, that, but that's my point. They no, took no, 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 no. Hold on. When I, when you said yes, what what I took as throwing me under the bus is not saying you should have come to me sooner. It's uh, you you didn't come to me sooner. You yeah, you why you, didn't you, I, I asked why didn't you come to me sooner? Oh, I'm sorry. 
The same way I've asked Danny, why Danny? Why didn't you come to me about this? And how many times do I have to say to you, if I, when did, what did I say off the air last week? If it, if it didn't, if I didn't get an answer by the end by the end of last week's show, I would have come to you. Yes, and what I said to you off air and on air last week, Hammy, was I don't want my guys feeling that level of frustration. I don't want to getting to that point. Which is all I was doing was being nice, but that, that I learned my lesson that way. Uh, I personally just think like this whole situation was was blown out, out of, of proportion. proportion on oh, all absolutely, parts. to the to the umph degree. Not, not much on like uh, uh, on like Hammy's. I think everybody on on the rest of it doesn't the matter. Law. It doesn't matter if this show sucks now. But uh, I, I think I think it was all misconstrued by everyone as like everybody attacking Hammy. Yeah, but this was planned before. This was plotted before. Even out of Hammy's own words, he knew that the guys were going to be in the chat room. He knew they were freaking going to do this, that, and the other thing to us. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was a plot and a plan, and it was calculated and and it was uh, carried out. And there's nothing. And bravo, bravo to everyone there. I mean, I don't know what else to say to everybody. Uh, we did nothing wrong. I'm still bleeding. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I'm hurt. Uh, we did nothing wrong. I have all the emails. I was going to read them, and then I was told not to read them from my team over here. You know, my team, the guys that actually stand by me. Um, I was told not to read them on the air, but I, to me, I have all, all the information. I say, screw it. Read them. I, literally, I have everything here. from. I have, I have the one from Marie, who is uh, uh, Royce's wife, telling me uh, that we will be treated as non-exclusive until we sign the document. So, that means we were what non-exclusive, right? So, yeah. if we're non-exclusive, where are we breaking the where are we breaking the contract? The contract was seemed to be already broken, right? That was the the understanding from everyone else here that the contract was already broken. Right. So, if we broke the if we broke said contract already, then where exactly were we the assholes in that? That's number one. Uh, number two. Uh, yet again, uh, Marianne's a fucking liar. I never went after, uh, advertisers for myself or for my program only. That would be foolish. That would be foolish and a fucking lie. But she wants to believe whatever. I'm not going to, I'm not going to convince old hatchet face that I, uh, did that. Hey, hey, hey. Stop that. No, fuck that shit. No. She attacked me personally. And they all attacked me personally. Yeah, but she didn't call you fat. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, she did, Joe. I don't remember. I don't, you didn't hear the secret, show? Oh. Yeah. Okay. She, she called you fat? Yeah. They, uh, Fucking Hatch's face. That Hatch's face. Uh, attacked me personally. That's fun. My whole thing is when people start calling me a liar, you attack my character, and that's something I'm not going to put up with. That's bullshit. And, I mean, I, I don't know where else to go from to the point of, uh, you know, five minutes ago, they were like, ah, don't address this. Well, now hand me cold in, so now I'm going to address it. Well, now you have to. Yeah. You have That's to. what I'm saying. Now I'm going to address it. Now what it is is uh, everything that they spewed was lies. Where exactly was Royce not told the truth? Hammy, you can, if you want to answer for him, feel free. I'd like to know when he when I was told... When he was told the, the, the non-truth, when he was told lies. Well, yeah, um, you guys all said that you heard a lot of what I said yeah. uh, Sunday, so I'll repeat it. I said... But Billy and Danny didn't, I so for their it. benefit, can you please repeat I, it? Well, okay, then. I said that you came to me for 
for, for business related to, to the network. And the Royce came to me for business related to the show. And I said to both of you guys to talk to each other because, mm -hmm. God forbid, I misinterpret what someone was saying and that could cause a problem. And I didn't want to do that. Absolutely. So as far as I as far as I know, from the from from the time where you guys signed an exclusive contract, um, I know the rules of the exclusive contract. We okay. all did. Yeah, um, so do I. So we'll go into that in a second. Okay. And from. The uh, from what I understood of the initial agreement when the show was initially brought on the air, Talk Superstation is a longtime affiliate, and so it was kind of grandfathered in that you know for, from from here on any you know no new outlets nor no new affiliates. So, but then we started promoting the Planet Platypus Network, and it's nothing personal against the Planet Platypus Network. I didn't. I did not promote them on this thing. I we would bring them up in conversation. I didn't say, hey, by the way, listen to us on there. I never did. You did promote Gonzo Radio quite a few times. Yes, uh, because he's a friend of mine. I, because, right. And I was on his... The only time I promoted is when I appeared on his program to promote More Like Radio. And, and also, uh, the, we I was sending them the show so they can put it on their own separate feed on their on their own network. Yeah. Which, from, from, the, uh, from my perspective, I wasn't told specifically from you or Royce that it was okay. So I just assumed it was because I thought that you guys talked it over and it was okay. All right, so this was going on for a year plus. So that was my understanding and my perspective. And quite honestly, if, if it was that big of a deal, I don't know why it wasn't brought up earlier. Oh, oh, shocking. That was my point. Why was it not brought up before? Why were we... Why are we... I understand why we're labeled as the assholes of the situation. I get it. Because it's not my company and everything else. I get it. So automatically, we're the assholes of the situation. However, however, it was going on... Supposedly, I got away with murder. That was, you know, Royce's words. I got away with murder for a year. Maybe if you were running your company, maybe you would have addressed that situation a lot earlier. Right? Am I wrong by that? Would anyone, anyone have let me got, got away with something? Obviously, we were both under the understanding that this was okay. I'm under the same assumption that Hammy was under. So, obviously... Well, I mean, you got to uh, assume that, like Hammy said, because after like a, so, such a long period of time, nobody really ever No one said shit. Before. That's what I'm saying. No one said shit that magically... I'm a liar. I'm pissing on this company. I do everything. And the fact, one thing before Billy jumps in and before you jump in, the only thing when I ever said that there, and there are shows on More Like Radio that suck donkey dick, Hammy, and you know it, but you don't have the balls to say it. I do. That's the difference. I said that there were shows, and then I would give shows major props for the one, and I never said their names either. The shows that suck donkey dick, and I never gave their names because they have you know they think they're doing the best and whatever. Well, technically, Fine. you're not part of the network anymore. So no, no, I'm, no, I'm, 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 no, I'm not going to play these childish bullshit games <laughs> where I start listing off people. I will say, however, I will say, however, that there are shows out there, and there are shows that have our back as well that are tenfold better than us. Everyone was like, oh, anyone on the radio, anyone, anyone saying that he's the greatest radio guy in the world. Oh, yeah, he's the great. He would tell everybody he's the greatest. Never did. Never did. Everybody, I freaking have gone, I've shouted from the rooftop, 
And I'm going to say their names. The Gentleman Show is a ten times better show than we are. Uh, yeah, I'm an asshole. Oh, I, I listened uh, to I, last I, week and I was left my ass. Yeah, off the uh, we're assholes. That's, I will go on to say that the Gentleman Show is one of easily my, my top three favorite shows. Okay, but see, yeah, but here's my point: all those things are based on people's opinions, and it seems that more like radio. That's what we. That what we. What the fuck am I even there? Uh, what you guys tabulate votes on? It's people's opinions. There's no facts. Even if they, even if they, if they have no, even if they have shit numbers. Oh, but that show is great, and that's and then it becomes oh, that show is a great show. When meanwhile, if you were running a company, you wouldn't have these people on, and that's the fucking truth. If you were running a legitimate radio outfit, you would not have so many shows on, but they do. But they do, and that's the problem. And for someone to say that, and for someone to say that they wanted to go, I don't know, better themselves and bust their ass to achieve something at Sirius XM, shouldn't have been... If, if someone had a problem with me mentioning it, then they should have addressed it with me. But they didn't do that. They didn't do that. They waited, and they waited, and they waited, and then they, when, they, when they didn't like it anymore, they took their ball and they went home. And that was the... Uh, the, the- <clears throat> You saw firsthand how pissed off I was last week at the whole situation. Oh yeah, but I like the- I was yeah. I was pissed because uh, uh, of of the of the entire situation. And if this was And by the way, how is that not a Mike Singh uh, move? The difference he is pulled Mike it, Singh He did- pulled it. He changed the fucking password and he pulled my show off 47 minutes into the show. That is bullshit. And you know it, but you won't you won't say it like what you were saying last week because you made up with Royce. Because he sent you a private Facebook message or whatever, you won't say it. But you, you, okay, you said you heard my show on Sunday. Yeah. You made up, but you yelled, you yelled, pissed. you were pissed at it. But now you're all hunky dory and BFFs with Royce. But well, I wouldn't he say pull- BFFs. Uh, but- well, that's what he was saying, and you didn't. You didn't say no, sir. I'm not your BFF. You didn't say that because I don't. I don't say BFF. Like, like, like because you want to be Switzerland, Hammy, and I get that. You want to play both sides, which is fine. That's what you want to do. My point is that these fuckers put you... They put me and you in an awkward situation. I and my program ha- are fine. We're totally okay. And a lot more people will find out how okay later. But we're fine. Me and you... He put us in a weird, awkward situation because he wanted to do his own for his own needs, for and his own purpose. I'm not gonna lie, because like the business related with, with the show, that's th- not that, business though, Hammy. That's acting. That's a, being a baby. The the, the the but but the the entire thing about the show is is that's almost to me personally that's nothing compared to how pissed off I was that because I consider all of you guys friends and I consider them friends as well. I was put in a very tough. A situation. Yeah, but you remember who put you in that position? Not us. That was that was freaking Mr. Lopez. Mr. Lopez put you in that position. And I'm I not sure as fuck it, didn't. It was it was very awkward for the for the next couple of days afterwards. I'll tell you something, Hammy. We all felt a little sandbag that the fact that you knew this you was knew gonna it was going to happen. You even said it on your show. Yeah, before before That's, you uh, even hold came on. Down. I said I knew that they were going to break your balls. No, no, no. You said, and I quote, I knew Eddie was either getting fired or I knew Eddie was going to quit. 
Yeah, judging by what people were saying, yeah, I knew. Okay, so why the fuck were you not going to tell your friend? Uh, because I thought it would just go from you dealing with people breaking your balls and and going back with them and be great radio. Oh, okay, that's what was you you, you the two options that you just said was either quit or fired, and it would have made great radio. That's what you're telling me. And on top of everything else, by the way, what you're telling me is when you were saying uh, all these things that were just not like that whole segment was just filled with uh, not truths, untruths, then lies. I'm here right now. Correct me then. I would like, Danny, would you like to go well, first? My, my, my whole thing was I want to go back to that like email because like all of a sudden, like I said, mm -hmm. we said it, it's been a while since all this was going on and nothing Absolutely. was ever said. And then when it was like brought up, we decided to go non-exclusive, whatever. And then the email sent, it was like about maybe the what? A month, a month, Wait, uh, the email from Marie though, from his wife. Which addressed the which issue. Which addressed the issue that supposedly I didn't address with him because supposedly he cut the show, by the way. Royce cut the show at 47 minutes because I didn't pick up the phone when he called here, which never happened. And Hammy kind of alludes to that in the 45-minute uh, brain stew rant that he went on, that he alludes to it by saying, uh, you know, oh, well, maybe we were all deep in conversation and, and having an argument, so maybe we missed the conversation. We didn't miss when Footer called, did we? The, the, nothing Because he never up. called. But, That's but, my point. Royce never called. Also. Lie number one. What I was, Royce never what called. What I was saying, but then the, it was addressed, and, it, and, and the email clearly states, until you signed, until you signed the paper, yeah. we would consider you non-exclusive. That was so, from Marie. So at that point. Gentlemen's agreement. So it's a handshake agreement that we literally are non-exclusive. So where do we break? So where do we breach break the, the contract, contract? Hammy? Wait a minute. Let Hammy address one by one. When? Where do we breach the contract? If his wife tells me we're going to be non-exclusive, you're going to be treated as non-exclusive until you sign the document, which I signed the very next Tuesday. If if they said. I'll read, I'll read you the email. I'll read you the email. I have the email. That was one of the emails I brought with me today. That I brought because I knew that I would be questioned about this. And this is from her to me talking about how... Uh, how uh, okay, we'll just go into it. Fuck it. Hi, Eddie. After, now, this is, by the way, after I have already written... I had already written Royce. I wrote Royce directly. His wife answered the email. Okay? Hi, Eddie. We agreed to grandfather your syndication to Talk Super, uh, Talk Radio Superstation as you were previously affiliated with them prior to coming to MLR. Since then, we have heard of other affiliations with the Ham Radio Show, which breaks the original contract. Okay. So far, we're agreeing, right? Yes. Okay. Right. If you would like to continue to be affiliated with these other stations... We will need you to switch your contract to non-exclusive. Oh, which I agreed to. Okay. I have attached a copy for you to sign, which is the one I printed, which is the one I signed. Okay. Um, in the in the second... Okay, she's telling me where the fucking thing is. Okay. Until returned, we will tentatively treat your show as non-exclusive. So we were non-exclusive from the moment she sent this email to me. Unless we hear otherwise, that you'll be dropping the other syndication. Uh, the other syndicate. She wrote. Supposed to probably wanted to write syndicators. She wrote syndications. Thank you. And I'm not giving the last name, but Marie. 
Okay? Now, to me, that means that we were non-exclusive. That that that. Now where now where exactly where where exactly? Wait, hold on. Let me ask my question, and then you can just you can answer. Where exactly does that make me in breach of like said second contract? Um, I, mm-hmm. when was this uh, sent to you? Uh, be- the week before the Super Bowl, because I signed it the week after the Super Bowl. Okay, so I'm now. Well, now you're hearing the truth. So go ahead. I know Roy spoon fed you bullshit, so now you want to hear the truth. So here's the truth: we th- therefore we were non-exclusive. Now, now from your non-exclusive contract that you guys clearly sent us and tried to shove down our throats, and I'm not saying you, Hammy. I'm saying the company that you keep. They directly said to us, "Oh, by the way, you know, now you're non-exclusive. You fall under Articles A, B, and C." One of the articles in your contract says that. If we are then uh, non-exclusive, we there is a possibility that we have to give up our time slot for an exclusive program. Right. Is that correct? Okay. Now, we're in agreement with that. We have no problem with that. That's fine. Okay. However, the contract also clearly states that you have to give us two weeks' notice before doing that. Never received that. Just got thrown off the air. But I guess the contract only works for Royce when he wants it to work. Because I didn't get 14 days to figure out what the fuck we were going to do. What I got done was 47 minutes into my program, pull the plug. That's what I got. But yet, we're wrong, too. This is my point, Hammy. Lies. Just lies. Just lies. And lies that you were spoon-fed and then you regurgitated onto your program. Lies. Because he told you what he wanted to tell you. And you went along with it. And my, my whole thing, too, is, like, it, it, it was just the whole thing. Like, they, they, they should have gave us the 14 days according to their contract. That was one. And two, be professional about it. If you wanted to cut us off, you should have cut us off before or after the show. And and if you want to run a company, you be you be professional. You be professional and, and, don't, and don't do a secret show and just have a, 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 a four-hour bash fest or, and a personal or, attack or, without the facts. Or how about, how about, how about when, I, when he calls here... Literally just yells at me and calls me fat and unfunny and a piece of shit. So if you truly... That was professional. If You're you, more like radio, guys. If you truly want to run a right. professional business, right, then, right, right, then you, right. you, you should be professional. You should act professional like real people do. If you want to be taken seriously yeah, as yeah, a professional well, company. Well, there's that. Let's see what else. That, 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 was, that was my like. Am I, are, are we wrong here, Hammy? Did I say anything wrong yet? Uh no, not not to uh you know I'm trying to th- I'm, I'm trying to I'm, see I'm just trying to see where I'm in breach of contract. I'm trying to look at this from an unbiased opinion. But see, you're not looking at it from an unbiased opinion because you still work there. You're still loyal to them, and God bless you. Have fun with that. But if this is the way this guy acts because he didn't get his way or I didn't pick up the when you when you honestly were on your program, and he gave you the excuse that. We didn't pick up his phone call, and that's why he pulled the show. How is that fucking right in any way, shape, or form? Whether he called or not. Whether he called or not, and magically, I know he didn't, but whether he called or not, how is that professional? Um, it really 
kind of isn't. It is. And how is it not like Mike Singh, where it's what the whole foundation of More Like Radio was built around? The whole foundation, which was some guy was mean to us and you know pulled our show. And I love how Punchy was trying to explain to say it, that if it wasn't for Marion, you guys would have never have known. And this, that, and the other thing. That's fine. You guys got some warning. I was on the air. On the air. And then, to fill the void that this show leaves, because remember, this show, by the way, has gone on the downward spiral, according to you, and all the all the experts of radio, we started to suck and become Elvis Duran that can curse. Your words, not mine. We went down that toilet, and everybody and their mothers, you know... You know, everyone, everyone telling me we suck. I, I'm just, I, I, I don't, I don't even know where to begin with the bullshit, Hammy. Did you hear me say the show sucks? Did you say? Did you not say the show, Joe? Would you like to chime in? Yeah, didn't you? Did he? Did you? Did you, yeah, you were on cheering word, section. Yeah, didn't use the word suck, but you said the the show has been on a direct downward spiral. When you first started on the show, you liked what you were doing. You were here and you enjoyed. Yeah, you the hated show. coming to. You hated coming on Tuesdays, Hammy. Yeah, and 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 then at some point on the show, you said the show has been on a do- downward spiral. And um, everybody else chimed in also. Uh, you, and the show has gotten progressively worse. Uh, your words, not mine. Uh, that's your opinion. I mean... And everyone is entitled to their opinion. Yeah. I uh, have no problem with Hammy thinking that my show went downhill. Well... I have zero problem with that. But I love, I, I love that... No one says shit until after the fact. Well, that's a, we're not there anymore. So now it's oh, let's kick them. Well, that's let's fucking was, get them now. I was going to try to make it as far as uh, I, I hate to pick on you, Hammy, because you're the only one here. But <laughs> but, uh, but but you know we have meetings after the show. If there's something wrong that you don't like on the show, I mean when we we kicked Lauren off the show, that was. And, and believe me, I agree with you guys. And 100%. I agree too. But the we thing all was, did. But what I, wait, when, Joe, when that happened, can yeah, I bring this up? Sure, I did ask, and Hammy told me. Yeah. I, and then it got done, did it not? D- immediately. Immediately. But, and which, he, which Hammy did give me kudos for. Did me a big favor. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing was, she wasn't a fucking, she wasn't a host. Yeah. And either was her, they were hanging out yeah. in the studio. They weren't fucking co-hosts. They never were. They got told that they weren't. They might have acted as if, but I'm joking joke a test. Lauren and uh, Rich do whatever the fuck they want. And then what happened is because everybody, because Marianne was uh, still harping on the fact, whatever they said on air seems to be like stuck in everyone's grill. Like if Lauren does whatever Lauren wants to do, like that seems to be the thing that pissed them off. Because according to Marianne, that's when we went downhill. Uh, yeah. And, and From there on, the whole the show sucked donkey dick. Well, that's a, all the way down. That's opinion. She was on for what two, three weeks. I, I don't really know, but a few weeks. She was on for a couple of. Yeah, weeks they were hanging there. around. I mean, yeah, I'm yeah. not saying they were great on the program. I'll be the first one to fucking say it. But, I'm not saying that. Oh, wow. Thank God Joe's daughter was on the show. Yeah, well, and yeah. thank God DVD Rich was on the show. <laughs> we they weren't on the... They were hanging the fuck out on the program yeah. automatically. You know, people thought, you know... Yes, I mean... They that, thought whatever they thought. They, I don't know. They were hanging out, and it's hard to, like, <laughs> throw people from hanging out in the studio when their father owns the, the studio, studio yeah. in the house. Yeah, bitch, get so. out, because, you know, you know fuck you. How about I mean, well, that, guys? Yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, I'll be impolite, you no, know what I'm saying? Like, no, but more, more facts that were skewed 
from the the the, the Royce summit but I, but on I the go, secret but jail. But I go back to this, and I go back to this, my personal feeling. I think the contractual dispute about exclu- exclusivity was just the excuse to get rid of ham radio. And I say that because I think what we did, and this is our fault, we slighted people on the station. Absolutely. They felt slighted by the things that we were saying. They didn't take it with a grain of salt like we take it with a grain of salt. When people and instead of, in, instead of dr- addressing it like a man... Yeah. Or a corporate stooge. So, so we became hated in a sense. Yeah, we uh, became resented, and, and it fested and fested and fested. Absolutely. And and, and then the but you know like, hey, and they man, took their ball and they went. Yeah, we're taking. We're going uh, home. Address the true problem. But you know, address the true problem. But to send your bullshit click after me, and I'm not saying this to Hammy. I'm saying it to Royce oh. because he got backup. Because yes, he the Red Show and him are, are fucking very close. Hammy, am I correct with that? Yeah, we're all. Am I correct in saying that Royce and the Red Show were friends? The Gravel Boys guy, yeah. Oh, you yeah, can see, put me in my place. Yeah. Uh, so they just send your mercenaries after me was funny enough, but then because they weren't getting the job done because it really didn't affect me to pull the plug of the show, like that's what happened. You know, Roy- I, do, I do not believe that Royce <laughs> told them to come uh, out. I think they just voluntarily. So wait, you, you're, te- you're telling me. They were never in the chat room before. This is their first time in yeah, the chat room. But- it was totally the attack fest from day, the second we went on the air. I don't, I don't also like how you got. I don't like, by the way, how people attack Joe. How people? No, no, no. I like to be attacked. Don't, no, no, don't, no. That's okay. I don't like how people attack Joe when they say, when point blank, they're saying, yeah, oh, in, in one breath, because yet again, Switzerland. In one breath, they're saying, oh, we love Joe. And then with the other breath, they're attacking you, saying that you have to put up with our shit. We pay you to laugh. Um, what other bullshit was spewed? <laughs> well, that's how I built this studio, with my laughter. Yeah, with laughter. <laughs> with laughter. The walls are held up by laughter. It's just, Hammy, it's just, I want you to know, though, that you were spoon-fed that's lies. That's the funny thing you said all show. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that you were spoon-fed lies. I want you to know that. Boy, Hammy, I really hate to be you right now because you really are in the middle. Poor guy. I mean, I, I, I really feel that. I, I recognize the fact that he's in a, he's in an awkward Very situation. Awkward. But we did not put you in that position. That's it's the thing, thing that pisses me thing. off. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. Uh, I'll just I'll say this one little thing, then you guys can get the rest out of your systems. Yeah. The as far as you guys. Uh, th- understanding that I was kind of put in an awkward situation and sort of caring that I was put in an awkward situation. I really appreciate that. Um, well, we're seconds, friends, asshole. Se- exactly. We're and, friends. I went to your wedding. And 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 all the more reason why I'm, I'm just very pissed about the, the... Why I was very pissed about the whole situation. And as far as me on, on, on my show... Uh, publicly saying that I that I personally believe that the show's overall quality has has gone down. Um, I, I third time ever in my life that I'm apologizing on the air. I am sorry for not coming to you and saying that. That's it. He's, he's sorry. Well, I was sort of left handed. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I really, I really am. It's only after I'm saying something, Hammy, that you're fucking apologizing. Though you understand that, right? But, like we, you, you do but get, we still suck, right? Yeah, we still suck. It's not It's not that... Like, that's the thing that pisses me off. If you don't like my program, if you don't like the show, if you don't like whatever... Fuck off, then. That's the problem. Like, like Footer and everyone else from the Red Show. I don't... Oh, 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 I know what I wanted to yell at Hammy about. <laughs> oh, God, I fucking want... I love it. Hammy, by the way, when... 
the best the best thing that you fucking said, which cracks me up even more, is people were attacking my Facebook. And you went and you said, and this is the best part, because you have all the inside track. When I, when you said, uh, where the fuck, what, what did Royce say exactly? I want to get it right. When Royce said, oh, when he put up that, we, that they lost their spot to Ron and Fez... Oh, well, at least they, you know, at least we got beat by a better show. Were 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 you in those meetings that I was in? I can't hear you. Were you I, in were you, were you in the meetings? Were you in the meetings with John McDermott from Sirius XM? Were you in the meetings with Tim Sabian from Sirius XM that I handled we had phone conversations and emails? Were no. you in those meetings? No. Was Royce in those meetings? No one was in those meetings. Oh, well. So I guess everyone knows that when we had conversations and talks about the show and how John McDermott, because John McDermott used to be the guy that was in charge of me when I interned there and I'm still friends with. You can Google him if you don't know who John McDermott is. Um, And uh, Tim Sabian uh, had email correspondence back and forth about maybe going to Raw Dog. And we were told, point blank, that they were not doing long-form programming right now. We were going back and forth, except for one. So I knew that Ron and Fez were jumping shit before anybody. But, but of course, because I guess guess Royce didn't hear it while he was sucking on E-Rock's dick. Then I guess he knows more than me. Because E-Rock didn't whisper in his ear. I guess because he didn't hear it, it has to be true. That was that was the when I'm listening to the shit and the lies that were spewed. It was amazing. That was me complimenting Ron and Fez. That was me saying point blank. At least I got beat by a better show. That's what I said in that fucking email post, that uh, Facebook post. But nobody ever, oh, Eddie, oh, Eddie don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Lie. Lie. Phenomenal lies, too. And, uh, when, you, when you're at Sirius today, or whenever you go intern, go there and knock on John McDermott's door. Second floor, it's on the fucking, uh, the, the 37th. He has a corporate office. You'll find him. You can ask if you want. I don't give a shit. I think I may have met him already. Yeah. But that's my point. Everyone seems to know all the facts. And they want to come out and say shit. And I'm not saying they offered us a fucking job. I'm not saying that they fucking said, hey, by the way, we, we you know, hey guys, you're the Ham Radio Show. Heard you on that more like radio. And, uh, you know, we want to give you... Uh, no. It wasn't that. We were talking. And talking about how that they were not going to put any <clears throat> long-form programming on, as in multiple hours, uh, show format uh, things, on that channel. Except for Ron and Fez. So I knew about that. Didn't say anything. And then when Ron and Fez, when the shit became public, then I said something. Oh, but that was wrong, because... I forgot those meetings that Royce is in. I forgot Royce. Royce drove me to the meetings, Danny. I forgot. Royce drove me to the meetings. I totally forgot. 
That's what pisses me off. Because it's lies. It's lies, Hammy. Tons of lies. Marion saying that I was getting fucking advertisers behind her back. That I was trying to poach the advertisers. Bullshit. What I was trying to do because I didn't think you guys were moving forward on it, which I said to fucking Marion, but she neglects to mention that, was I was going to write them myself and get them for the whole fucking station and get live reads from Adam and Eve. I wanted live reads. Right? That would be... You would talk to the advertiser since we didn't have any fucking knowledge of anything because nobody talks to anybody on this place. On that place. Because we don't work there anymore. Uh, you know, live reads from them. Live re- I asked for live reads from... Uh, uh, well, I didn't ask Marianne. Maybe that was my problem. I didn't ask Marianne for the live reads. I was asking them directly what they wanted us to hype. Because I noticed on other fucking formats, be it SiriusXM or be it regular radio stations, when Adam and Eve commercials were playing, that they were addressing certain topics, certain things, certain sales, certain marketing campaigns that they were doing. Whereas More Like Radio was not handling that. Eh. You're talking about the uh, the Deal 48 thing. Yeah, besides the Deal 48 thing, when they were talking about, when uh, when they were actually, uh, uh, you know, selling their shit... On other programs, you'd be like, hey, by the way, it's time for, like, uh, Adam and Eve pajama fucking day or whatever. And people would have live reads that would correspond with what sales... That, were going on that, at that, that time. That, I'm just using Adam and Eve as the example. What sales were going on at that time? That's what I was fucking doing, Marianne. <laughs> Phone sex voice. That's what I was doing. Fucking, that's what pisses me off. It's all lies. Everything that was spewed on the secret show, personal shit. I don't care. I'm fat. I'm unfunny. I'm, um, what the fuck else? Uh, I, I, I scared uh, the, the, the porn stars away, Danny. Did you know that? Because you were fat and ugly. Yeah, I'm fat and ugly, and I scared the porn stars away. But these are the porn stars. By the way, another thing that Royce was privy to... All those emails thanking them, thanking us for b- them being on the show, where they had more fun when on this program than they did ever being on other programs. But I guess everyone was privy to all that information because we, they were so busy watching the ham radio show that a year plus went by and no one said shit. But I got away with murder. Ooh, lies. Well, folks, Lies, dude. it's really all water under the bridge right now. But I got to say something. Hammy, you, at least you have a pair of balls for calling in and getting yeah. as straight as you can. And I really admire you for that. Because Joe it, thought you weren't calling in. I, I, yeah. I'll tell you right to your face. Joe said, I don't think Hammy's, after, after hearing your show, yeah. Joe thought you weren't calling in. But but I, 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 I have a lot of respect for you for doing that because it isn't easy to sit here with four guys talking uh, against you and you fighting your way back. Oh, so it's, it's kind of like listening to the secret well, show, it, it Joe. Was the opposite, it's the opposite situation. But at least he has the balls to face it. Because you, you don't see Royce calling it. No, no, that. and not to mention also you don't see fucking like when Royce. By the way, oh by the way, Danny, hold on, it's selfie time. <laughs> I'm taking another selfie. I'm Royce. Yeah, I oh, I lost get. weight. Look at me. Oh, I'm still a blubbering fat tub of goo. But I lost weight. Selfie time. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love, I love. Oh, know, took another picture all myself. About that is, I love is like when you used to be fat, now you lose weight, so now you got to make fun of all the fat people. But he's still fat. I, I know. That's the thing that was incredibly funny to me when Danny's writing shit on the Facebook, uh, Hammy, on the Twitter or the Facebook, whatever the fuck it was. Well, when I put fat on fat yeah, crime, and he then writes back, fat, pull, pull fatter. in fatter boy. I'm like, hey, you f- a fucking juvenile piece of shit. You're running a company, sir. You want to actually be a legitimate heavyweight, which you are because you're fat, but a legitimate heavyweight in the business world. That was a fat joke. Oh, hold on. I can tell. I know. I'm fat and I'm funny, Joe, so you got to steer me through this. I don't know what's funny Uh, because my show's going downhill. Remember that. (coughs) Excuse me. Um, But you want to be a legitimate heavyweight in this business, yet you build your fucking giant empire and literally what it is is a giant sandbox. That's what it is. If you don't play Royce's little fucking kid games or you don't kiss his ass, this is what happens. And that's what happened, Hammy. That is what happened. Royce thought I was fucking lying to him. But he was keeping up with it because a year and whatever. But I got away with murder. Remember his quote. I walked past the police station with a bloody shirt on. Every day. You stood Lies. Your yeah, I stood my ground. I was Zimmerman. Lies. I'm. I, I'm not gonna lie. That the um. If if uh if the whole thing was about that and the uh, the show was quote getting away with murder. Um, that was his exact words. It, That's Roy saying me, it. Not 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 trying to to be like a good guy here, but I'm, I'm just taking common sense here. If if I notice a problem. And it's been going on for a while. I'll I eventually address it and not, you know. But wait a minute, Hammy. If if you're addressing a problem, right? You're the boss now. Let's make it. It's Hammy's fucking more like radio. You're the boss. If you let something go by for a year plus, isn't there just a little bit of the boss to blame? Just a little bit. Common sense. Yeah, common sense dictates what? Yes? You said? Sense would say yes. Okay. But yet it's all my fault. I lied. And this is is one of the reasons why I was frustrated at the entire situation from all angles. Yeah, well. Because I did not... I I specifically said to both you and Royce, I do not want to be... The messenger, you guys email each other, and you guys talk talk amongst your, yourselves. Oh, well, see, I tried to do that, but... Oh, selfie! Okay, I tried to do that, but see, selfie was uh, too busy doing his wedding stuff and couldn't be bothered with me. I have that text message, too. Too busy doing selfie... Uh, I'm sorry, too busy doing wedding stuff. Can't talk right now. Can you shoot me an email? Very corporate. Can you shoot me an email, Danny? hey um, so I shot him the email, a beautiful crafted email, by the way. It was a very nice email. Uh, and that's the one that Marie wrote me back to which to tell me that I was okay. non-exclusive, being treated as non-exclusive, Danny. Yes. So therefore, I don't see what we did wrong. And I signed a document. Now, this might be me throwing you under the bus, Hammy, because Lord knows supposedly I like to do that um, because I pick on you. That's what everyone coming to your defense. That was the best part. Everyone came to your defense for me telling you I don't want I didn't want you to be frustrated. I'm a dick. Oh, what a dick. Because I worried about you and said I didn't want you to be at this level of frustration. 
I'm a dick. How dare you? I know. I'm a dick. That's the first thing you've said I agree with. Yeah. But I threw you under the bus, uh, which is remarkable to me. It is fucking remarkable to me that I threw you under the bus. But, and those are your words, Hammy, not mine. You said point blank, You, I threw you under the bus. And everybody rallied around Punchy going, oh, uh, well, you know, there's only a couple of people at, at More Like Radio that we stand behind. And, you know, one of them, if you pick on them, we pick on you. And that, that that's that's Hammy. Hammy and Marion. Fucking hatchet face. To, to, to which I responded, I, I love the camaraderie attitude yeah. that everyone has, but I, I can handle myself. I love your pack of dogs that came after us, Hammy. I love it. I don't have a problem with that. That's fucking loyalty, and I have zero problem with them coming at me. My problem is if I did it on purpose or I did it literally if I did what they said I did, then I would be fine with it. Then I, You know what? I really would tuck my tail between my legs and waddle my fat ass off into the sunset. That's what I do. That's that's the fucking issue. And I know that we're 46 minutes into it, and fuck it, Joe, we're going an hour. I don't give a fuck. Okay. Well, that was my plan. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. We're going an hour, and then we'll go to break. Because we have actual advertisers. Oh, I must have poached them. Right, Hatchet Face? I must have poached them. Um, my whole thing, because the only reason why I'm calling her Hatchet Face is because she personally attacked me. That's, by the way, what that is all about. That's fine. Because this fucking, this dog that was fucking, should be, you know, guarding Gozer, it's fucking attacking me. That's for Egon. Should have been attacking me. Big ups. She's attacking me just because she waits till everyone else makes their fucking viewpoint, and then she jumps in. Yeah, he's fat! Yeah! Oh, yeah, he don't fucking, everyone else in radio is better than him. (laughs) Shut up. Well, Shut up, like, fucking flappy I mean, mouth. My, Shut up. My point of view is like everybody in MLS spewed the gospel, and that was the, the word. The gospel according like, to Royce. It was, in the, it was in the Bible, so it must be true. And then everybody and as just, we all learned, Danny. Everybody just jumped on the bandwagon. Oh, my and, God. And, it was amazing. But, but Danny, we all know the earth is 6,000 years old. It, it is. is. But. <laughs> and according <laughs> to Sherry Shepard, it's flat. But my whole thing is this. I, I, Hammy, you have to make a decision. Legitimately, I was going to do this off the air, but I'll do it to your face if you want to. You got to make a decision. You are always welcome here because the only reason, and, and, and I'll, I won't lie, Danny knows when I what I heard, and you didn't, at that point, when I just heard on your program, I was like, you know what? Fuck Hammy. He's done. And then I thought about it. Yeah, I, I While talking, And then I thought, thought about it while talking to you. You have to make a decision. I have been nothing but fucking honest with you since day one that you've come on this show. Since day fucking one. Royce has not been honest with you. And I think I just proved that. So it's up to you what you want to do. And I know that you're going to stay. I can feel in my in my bones that you're going to stay with MLR because you helped build that, that company. And that's your loyalty. And damn it, I don't disrespect that. At all. I really fucking don't. But you have a choice to make. I'm not going to ever fire you. I'm not fucking Royce. I'm not going to fire you from a show you don't get paid from. And whoa, by the way, Punchy, never brought up money, asshole. Never brought up money. Just want to bring that up. Where Punchy was throwing out that, too. 
that it was about money that 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 we were saying that if we if you don't work in this and you work for free, then you don't understand the value you know of the entertain. You don't understand how the entertainment business works, and you don't. I never talked about money. My whole thing was that in the contract, when you're a exclusive, the uh, the advertising revenue is supposed to be uh, you know shared. Is that part of the contract, Hammy? Um. Oh wait, but you knew the contract before, Hammy. Come on. I, I okay. I'm getting an email. Um, what what exactly did you just say again? Okay. Well, no, I, he was referring to the fact that, that that we all do this for money, and the truth of the matter never is, did. None of, none of us do this for money. I always consider this kind of a kind of a thing, and talk about being knowing about the entertainment business. I've been doing this for fucking forty years, guys. No, you don't know, Give me Joe. Joe, 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 you know. shut the fuck up! And you get paid to laugh. Well, shut I know, the fuck I, up! I, I but but but, the, but what would you know about the entertainment business? I can I consider things like this college education. Which you usually pay for, and we're getting it for free. Damn right. So uh, the fact that we're not getting paid is a pl- is a plus because it's not costing us any money to learn this craft, uh, and uh, that's why you know you have some shows on MLR that yeah may not be up to standards, but they're learning their craft. Which is exactly what the fuck I said, Joe. Exactly. But yet I was shitting all on them. Well, that's the point we were trying to make, but they didn't understand it. No. Uh, and and this is college. You're in college. It'll make Take you two year, a two year or a four year to get the degree and to, and to become better at it. But according to MLR, we're getting worse. Yeah. So you know what, Royce? By the way, when you with your little quote, he'll never get on Sirius XM. I beg to differ, sir. But that's another fight for another time. But I will tell you this: Thanks for fucking lying the fire under my ass, sir. Thanks. Yeah, I, talk, no, I was waiting for you to finish. Yeah. I didn't want to talk over you. Government, we're no, not professional, I, 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 Danny. I, I just want to say, too, as far as like the whole money aspect, I understand, yeah, that whole point, like we're not getting yeah. paid and we're doing it for free, but if I if I didn't, if I cared about making money, I wouldn't have I wouldn't spe- be here. I, but I wouldn't be here and I wouldn't have spent... <laughs> Work overtime. <laughs> I wouldn't have spent like a shitload of money over the years about it. buying <laughs> equipment and trying to... Like recently, I just dropped another grant. Yeah. On this show, I had to buy a whole new Pro Tool system, which I had to pay for. I just but we don't a, understand. I just bought a new thousand dollar computer to, to but, for my studio. But Danny, you don't, you like don't, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have spent like at least twenty to thirty grand in the last five understand. years. Punch, doing punchy, free radio. Punchy, doing free radio. Punchy understands because he's a stand up. He's the only one that gets it. And Hammy understands. We don't. So no, 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 no. Hammy don't get it because you know we don't get it. We don't get it. That's the thing. Another lie that was spewed. We don't get it. And my I mean, matter of fact, it's okay. coming. It's come to the point where like I send, I buy shit, and I send it in Bill's name because I keep getting bitched at that I'm spending <laughs> money on something I don't get yeah. money for. And exactly. I, like I said, I, 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 God knows how many. Like since day one on WNJC, from that point on, I, I slowly constructed a studio. Oh. I've been throwing money, paid for airtime for two years yeah, yeah. to be on the radio. Oh, oh, according to AM radio, and then, and then uh, Royce ho- uh, scoffed at that. Yeah, I have a question for Hammy though. I really do. I have a question, Danny. I don't. Are you done? Because I didn't mean to interrupt. No, I was just going to say, but like I did, wouldn't have spent all that money and 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 knowing I'm not going to get anything in return as far as money back. No, yeah. Uh, no, my question is to Hammy when when they were talking about how um, 
No, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> you fucking well, you got off the train. I lost the train. Yeah. Uh, no, when they were talking about how... Um, Oh man, damn it! I forgot exactly what the. Was, if was I, so if I didn't care about doing this or mixing music or doing voiceovers, there you go. I, I would not have the studio that I have. But then, Absolutely. But, see, but that's what I'm saying. Then no you more do fucking it for love. But no more fucking attacks, then assholes. That's the thing. No more attacks. Where, where, where all you're doing is spewing lies. And I understand that we're the Chris Benoit of fucking more like radio now. That no one's gonna mention us. No one's gonna mention us now. Good. Keep our name out of your mouth. That's fine. That's wonderful. I don't care. I really don't. And the whole thing where you go, oh, uh, when people say they don't care, you know they really do care, guys. No, I really don't. Because we're moving on. We're moving the fuck on to a place that actually gives a shit about us. That's the thing, Hammy. That's why you have to make the decision. If you want to stay there, just tell me now. That's fine. We're moving on. And I'll move right along with you. But then you, how how I, is that how is that gonna work, Hammy? I, me personally, I I don't. See, I don't want to put you in that position. No, I don't see Hammy. I don't see a problem <laughs> with Hammy continuing to work there and then still doing this show as long as he keeps the two separate. Like if he's gonna be a part of this show while he's on the show, like sometimes. But can we tr can we trust that to happen? Not saying that we can't trust Hammy. Can we trust that to happen? Is my point because you're gonna have Hammy who who carried the fucking ball. For more like radio. He's their go-to guy because, after all, everyone fucking, you know, went after me like I attacked him. I don't think it'll be a problem. I, I don't. I personally don't have a problem with Hemi if you can, like Danny saying, separate the fucking. Well, two. also, I act like if he, you know, when he continues to come here, sometimes he like handles MLR crap while he's doing the four hours in the show. He can't. All I would ask is you not do that until after or beforehand. That's, that's uh, a... <clears throat> um, I, I think said that's at fair. the end of the entire fiasco on my show that after that, it, it's done. I'm not mentioning this show on, on my other show. It's just a separate entity, that's the all. MLR Airwaves. I'm not gonna, and I'm not going to mention, uh, obviously after today, uh, I'm not going to mention vice versa. So if, if you, the only yeah. you know uh, condition is that I don't do any other business besides dealing with the show while on the air with you guys, then... That's perfectly reasonable. I have a second condition. Are you there? Can you hear me? Well, yeah, he, I'm here. Eddie, you still have to kiss his ass. Oh, yeah, that's the other thing. I have to kiss your ass. <laughs> My second condition is... That After this whole thing, yeah, forget the forget the bit. I'll let you slide kissing my ass. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> the, second, the second condition is that if you got something to say, motherfucker, say it to my face. And that's Eddie talking to Chris. Not Hamill, the character, the fucking whatever the fuck you are. And that, and not Uncle Eddie. This is Eddie Finocchiaro talking to Christopher Hamill. You got something to say to my about this show or about everything? Say it to my fucking fat, ugly face. Fat, 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 fat. Thank fat, you. Fat. Okay, this ugly, fat face will say what what's on his mind to your fat ugly face well, that, and that's the way it should fucking be and that's the, the fact is because i don't want shit talked about behind my back i don't want this mamby pamby bullshit going on where everyone seems to know me footer no oh he knows me royce knows me nobody fucking knows me all right, with the exception of maybe Danny to the extent because Danny's known me the longest. See, He's just a little boy. That's in about the it. Say, Eddie, is his first name Frank? 
Who? For, for no. the, uh, uh-huh. Couldn't it be a fucking joke, uh, JoJo. I mean, like I, like I'm I said, being serious for once. No, I, I'm being uh, no, I'm being serious. Like I said, yeah. I, I don't have a problem with Hammy. Of course, you know, I respect the fact that he I wants lo- to stay I on MLR. I love as a person, but I, I right now I don't know what I can trust and what I can't trust. I, I, and that's I the don't have honest. a problem with, with him continuing to work with us. I think we, you know, for the most part, we had a good relationship on doing this yeah. show. I think he's an asset. And I think yes, he's an asset. I still, so I mean, I don't know what. No, I mean, let's hear from Billy's point of view. But I, like I said, I don't have a problem as long as he. Billy's just it, gonna go along. As long as he can keep it, like I said, separate. And yeah. you have treating thing. it like he works for two different networks, like like um, like you know, like your mentor Jim Kerr works for Sirius and works for um, Q one hundred and four, mm-hmm. and the, the two are completely separate from each other. Like Absolutely. Hammy's working for two different networks. Right. I don't see it being a problem if you can fucking you don't because you know what it and is. And for the record, I still consider Hammy a friend. I <laughs> I still consider Hammy a friend. I just want to throw that out there. <clears throat> I I don't even know what how else to put that that I still consider Hammy a fucking friend. I always will consider Hammy a friend. I don't know if Hammy agrees with that. I mean, he can answer whatever the fuck he wants. I think the fact that he called in today shows that he's a friend. I think it shows that he actually has you know uh, uh, balls and a heart. But I don't like this Switzerland shit. <laughs> And I'll say it right to your face, Hammy. I don't like this Switzerland shit where you're on your show talking shit, and then you come here and you're fucking like, "Hi guys." That's the that's the thing where I where I then I get apprehensive. I have no problem with you being on the show, except that that's my one problem, and that's it. My whole thing is, can I trust you? Well, first I have, off, I don't like repeating myself, so that's why I'm not saying what exactly repeat all. Repeat yourself. I don't give a shit. I mean, people can download the show and listen to, to themselves exactly what I said. I don't even remember exactly the the, the word for word what I said. We so. do because we listened to it right before we went on there. Okay, then. So, so I mean, you said you. We all talked about everything's what I said. fresh in my brain. And um, um, do, do I mean everything I said? Well, yeah, for the most part. But the um, again, the, this whole entire situation. Um, is 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 blown out of proportion, and it's still fresh, and, and it's still fresh, and it's still a gunshot wound. Yes, and the fact is that it's. And I am hoping that in a month's time, it will go from being very awkward right now because it, I, I'm not going to lie. I I'm standing in my studio it, it, in my shoes with my sweater on and everything. I haven't even sat down since I skyped into you guys. So Good. it's it's uh it's very awkward right now. And I am hoping that from from today onward, it, I will. When I'm on the show with you guys, I will be Hammy on Ham Radio. And when I'm not, then I will do what I do on the side uh, otherwheres. And I'm not going to uh, bring up the other place and this show on vice versa right. situations. All right, just, here here's my thing, and I'm telling you this: Do not make me regret this. You know what I mean? Like, do not make me regret bringing you back. Because I'm trusting you, Hammy. I'm actually opening the door and I'm fucking trusting you. Because I like you. And you know I fucking like you. I see. And that's it. And that's serious. That's not fucking. I'm, I'm waiting for Joe to throw in a stupid Joe, but that guy's leaving the fucking studio. Not, not going to lie. One of my most favorite days ever is when you and I went to see the Marvel Marathon yeah. in New York. Yeah, because we're friends. And that's the thing that what you have to understand is not only did he put you in a fucking awkward position, he put me in an awkward fucking position. 
Because then when that day happened, I had to play who the fuck do I trust? And I have trust issues to fucking begin with. All right? And I know, I know that. I don't have to be fucking told I have trust issues. I'm literally from the school of Stone Cold. I DTA fucking everybody. I don't fucking trust anybody. Because at the drop of a hat, shit like this happens and people turn on each other. So do not let me fucking regret this, Hammy. Because if I regret it, you're going to regret it. And that's not a threat. It's a fucking promise. I'm not fucking saying... I'm not saying I'm going to beat the shit out of you. We're not going to fight it after school at 3 o'clock. I'm saying point blank. Do not make me fucking regret this. I'll meet you at the flagpole. Yeah. I double dog dare you. Double dare I triple dog dare you. That's my... Do not make me fucking regret it. That's all I'm going to say about it. That's it. Don't make me regret it. Because you have people that have legitimately got behind us that are busting their ass to move us forward. Didn't I, we're taping this as a podcast. I know. Who cares right now? We'll go to break in a second. Editing. editing yeah, editing, editing, editing. If we have to, we'll edit. If anything, I don't care. We'll just leave it the way it is because that was the thing that pissed off Royce too. We are the uncrowned kings of reality radio. We actually let shit fly. We don't make up fucking things and get, get more insane to fucking, you know, boost shock value on our fucking program. We're talking about this. I bet you there's somebody sitting there that's going to be listening right now. Let me envision the future. Somebody's sitting there like this. Ooh. This is not bad. This is actually guys having a conversation. And it must have been a fight. I want to know more. You know, and they're going to sit there and they're going to listen to this. And they're going to listen to us because I might as well make the announcement. I, I know the press release never went out yet. Uh, but... It's getting close. It's getting real close. Um, this show is moving, Hammy. Yes. Okay. This show is moving to Planet Platypus. Or Marsupial Radio. <laughs> I read a book. <laughs> I read a book. Marsupial. It took me two weeks to figure that out. Oh, wait, Joe, you're not on the air. What, Joe? I said it took me two weeks to figure that out. Exactly. <laughs> See, Joe knows the entertainment business. He has no clue how to work a microphone. Not at all, though. No. Especially um, when you have the button. All right, now shut up because I'm making an announcement. Um, we are. Shut up, old man. Okay. Are we okay. finally going to get a piece of the pie? God willing, it's apple. Delicious. No, we are moving to Planet Platypus Radio. We will be live next week on the program. Uh, Dennis Hoff will be celebrating with us. Yes, 3-4. Oh, Billy, why are you making faces? Four. Just double checking. Uh, well, then make why sure make the fa- facts are good. See, here's my problem with you. You make faces. Talk to me. Talk to me through the microphone so I can... Just don't make, make a face sure. like you're taking a shit. Just to make sure. <laughs> Billy makes We're a face. Right. He makes a face like he's taking a shit in the corner. Like he goes, huh? Like, like, he just, like he's a dog and just watched his master masturbate in front of him. I, I, told, you I, I told you I had cramps. Yeah, I know. <laughs> No, we're uh, next. I'm, I'm starting to get crazy. Three, four will be our first. Tentatively. Okay. Let me be like Marie. Tentatively, so it makes you feel better. Yes. Um, will be our first right. program on Planet Platypus. Hammy, you were invited to sit in your chair at your microphone and be on the program. We will be live. Dennis Hoff will be joining us to uh, christen the new show. Um, legitimately, we are moving forward uh, because if you haven't noticed... Um, and this is the last we'll, 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 we'll mention. Hey, fuck it. They're not Benoit on my show. I'll mention them as much as I want. Um, more like radio did nothing for us. According to Marion, I was, I, you know, it was all about you guys and not more like radio. Every time, by the way, that we syndicated our programs, no one cut shit out. We'd like that to be on the record. No one cut shit out. 
as in every mention that I did on the program for More Like Radio, went over many, many moons, went on many, many fucking syndicated radio stations, okay? So... You lost that. <laughs> Not to mention, they, yeah, like all, all the all the more like radio commercials I play, like the, their Adam yeah. B response, all, all stayed. That, all stayed. My live reads stayed. Everything stayed. So now you lost all that fucking publicity and just advertising that they were giving you free. They never were dicks. They never went. Nobody went, oh, I gave you, fuck you. Get this fucking, another. no one ever did that. Everyone fucking, you know, stayed and did everything the way they were supposed to. Now that's gone. Now, the one place that everyone, Marsupial Radio, that literally stood by us, has publicized us more within, and I have to compliment them, went out there and busted their ass and publicized us and made banners and made fucking, uh, you know, there's going to be press releases coming out. There's going to be all this stuff. I'm not going to fucking just blow smoke up their ass. They've done more work to make this happen. They're changing their fucking formats to fit everything for us. And what is it? Because we didn't we didn't talk in the staff page, Hammy? Really? I wasn't allowed in. Really? Really? I didn't talk in the staff page. I didn't do enough there. Meanwhile, I was giving you free publicity everywhere else that I went, but that wasn't good enough. I did not have that problem. I personally did not care. No, you did. You did. It's on on your show, Hammy. You did say that. There are the people that that don't, you know, uh, quote unquote, participate. But, you know, that's like a minor, minuscule little thing that really is like, oh, that, that should be talked about for maybe five minutes and move on that's not anywhere near a a, a oh can the show frustration like come on never yeah, that's my point I, I i must have not have sold the show or the network enough that's my thing whereas planetplatypus.com by the way just click on the ham radio button because we have a whole page on there as well uh we'll begin our broadcasting new life Next week, 3-4, even though Billy still wants to take a poop no, on that. No, no, make sure. I'm just saying it is. Double checking. If it ain't, if it ain't, we'll podcast again and we'll go the week after. Whoopity-doo. Maybe the date will change. I say it's 3-4 because according to every fucking email and text, you know, Royce was on these emails and he said that I'm a scumbag fuck. 10-4. There you go. And so it will be 3-4. 3-4. No, yeah, not 10-4. 3-4. Oh, okay. And uh, the, the show will move on to its new home with new surroundings, new people that are going to work behind the scenes, new people that are going to venture, that are going to help us uh, r- live our dream. Because unlike where we came from, from more like radio, because... They were always like, oh, you know, it's not about going somewhere else. It's about staying here. Okay. Over there, they know that we're going to ascend at one point. They already know. Can't keep a good show down, even though supposedly we suck. Right, Hammy? We. Right. Right. Harry's our fucking cheerleader now. But this, this show is always been about trying to... Uh, uh, trying ex- to get... We, expand... I, since day and, fucking one, and, I said and, we were... I, we I were mean, I'm goom. still an awkward say anything to not get more shit mode. No, 
cares? Yeah. Get more shit. I don't give a f- Hemi, you have free will. You're part of this show. I'm not going to give you shit. I'll fight with you, yeah. But I ain't giving you shit. If you have something to say, say it, like I just said before. Uh, all my cards are on the table. All right, good. My whole thing, Danny, is since day fucking one. When I was at Goom Radio, we talked about ex- <laughs> going to serious. Because that's the holy grail. Because regular radio is dead. Okay? Regular radio is dead. Well, plus, you can't do the style of show on regular radio no. anyway, so why? No, you can't because it has to be, well, according to Hammy, we're the Elvis Duran that could curse. That's what our show has become. So we, we would fit in. They just have to believe about the curses. Dan, you could be Greg T. Billy, you get to be Danielle. Who's Joe should install a dump button. And Joe, yeah, Joe, get a dump button in the studio. To make Hammy happy. What is a dump button? It's like when you, you know how like when we shut you off? Yeah. And so if I say fuck on the air, I can, I can dump out of the curse. Oh. Gives me a nice seven second delay. We have one. Yeah. <laughs> it's called editing. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's, a, there's a mute. There's a mute, yeah. yeah. Ready? I'll do the dump button. Ready? I've been playing that part real well for and, an hour and, and, hour. and there is a delay. Uh, uh, it's not seven <laughs> it's not we seven seconds, bitch. but if you, but if you say fuck and catch it right away and hit the dump button, it, no, you it, have a seven second window. All it does is tape over. It, it stops the live feed and then goes in again. And it just does the same thing. It, it backtracks. Exactly. It delays the shit going out. Yeah, that's all, right. all it does. I, I I think we hashed everything out. I'm, I think done, just I'm from, done talking from like, about it. I'm like, just, at this point on, let's just continue on. Next week we'll start. F- Fresh and you know on today's and show business as usual. We're gonna make we're gonna make up for lost time on this show today. Perry Shen's gonna be on the program. Yay! It's a taped interview. Not gonna fucking lie to you, people. Okay, it's taped. Yes, it is. I know that you're fucking listening on podcasts, but quite frankly, don't care. It's gonna it's sound taped. live though. It's gonna sound live as fuck. Cause guess what? And it's probably gonna. Did you cut out more like radio? Mm-hmm. Uh, or is it probably, more like radio? It probably still does. Well, I guess what? It says more like radio on it. So guess what? <laughs> you get one last blast there from us. Go. Enjoy free publicity from us yet again. Uh, Hammy, are you going to stay on the program today? Yeah. Did you finally sit the fuck down, you fat bastard? No, actually eating my croissant sandwich standing. Oh, you got croissant sandwiches? Yeah. I. By the oh, way, just to show you, oh, I really want this known, yeah. Billy, mm-hmm. to show you how angry and fuck is. Joe played the fucking hammy rant and the bullshit that was on, on More Like Radio. I have not eaten breakfast yet. Oh, my God. Full. Well, Full sandwich. Oh, my God. I'll give you yeah. half. You want half? No, I want the whole thing. Fuck you. I want at least half. Now I'm getting my... my Come on, my, man. It'd my anger like, is fueling my hunger. It'll be like... I'm you, very hangry. <laughs> it'll be like you paying me. Oh, yeah. Because uh, It's all about money, guys. Right, Punchy? It's all about money. <laughs> that was, by the way, money. by the way, Hammy, the dumbest thing fucking Punchy's ever said. What, what did he say? When Hammy, when when he brought that up. No, no, I'm sorry. No, I'm not just saying. It's like we had a whole 20 minute conversation. This one. What no, what, no, because he doesn't. Joe doesn't know any of the players. Well, it's like we're knows, try, Joe. We're trying to like move along and, and end this topic, and he always manages he to knows, bring us right back. He doesn't know the, any of the players. Well, I have Alzheimer's. I don't have. Yeah. I have my short term. You have old timers. Old timers. It's like we're trying to break it and go back to the. Show. I'm sorry. Was that was that too Elvis Durante? Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, um, my 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 thing was when he said that I literally lost respect for fucking Punchy on that. How dare you, sir? Literally attack us in a way we never. It's never been about money here, not once. I have gone out of my way and got great fucking guests and never went. Okay, where's a bonus or something? 
You name me, I mean, you name me fucking other ones. And now this becomes the rant of, oh, Eddie's saying he's better than other radio shows again. Oh, my God. So we'll skip that and move on to the next level. Fucking garden gnome. Fucking yelling at me. Are we done with this now? I'm pretty much done. It's just, I had I had anger in me, Danny. I know, but it, it, Fuck it's you. Over How about that? Now. Fuck it's you. It's over now. It's over. We're, we on, we're on to something new. Let's go All right, the Ham Radio Show is on to something new. We'll come back. We've kind of made up with Hammy. I still don't trust him. We've made up with Hammy. He's okay. So I'm gonna. Far. I'm not gonna trust him until, like he said, when the awkwardness is gone. It would be gone. When, we just no, gotta no, get when, when the guys, awkwardness is gone. When we can no. take the band aids off. When the band aids can come off the boo boos. Okay. And the baby can have his bottle. Oh, I'm gonna put the plug on the show again. I'm gonna pull it. Damn. By the way, we made it. It's thir- It's an hour and thirteen I minutes. Know. Can I bring it up? That we didn't get thrown off the air? Just one second. <laughs> <sighs> Let's play some spots because we are airing this oh, on yeah, Platter Platypus and they right. do want us to And we got new thing. spots. It's a new day. Next week, even though Billy doesn't think so, it's a new day. Oh, that's next week is a new day. Today's yeah. still the well, same today's day. Well, today's the, the, yeah. the old day into the new day. It's the transition period. It's a transitional period. We're paper champions right now. I do miss the chat room. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't worry. There, there, there will be news. On that as well. Okay. I'm not. I'm not throwing all the cards, even though Hemi wants to put his on the table. I'm not revealing all our shit yet until everything comes out. You'll see a press release. It's a stuff surprise. is coming. Stuff is coming. You'll read the press release and you'll understand. It is the Ham Radio Show proudly on PlanetPlanetPlus.com. By the way, that's a lot of alliteration, Danny. Proudly on PlanetPlanetPlus.com. That's a lot of P's, motherfucker. PPPD. Damn right. It is. We have no phone number. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, if we have one, it'd be 908-854-4228. You can uh, still use a Skype. Uh, well, now we can because we made up with you. But there's nobody listening. Yeah. There's no one. <laughs> You're the only one calling. Yeah. You have used the line. Yeah. Thank you. Well, uh, yeah, starting next week. Starting next week, we will uh, we will address all uh, phone calls and chat rooms and everything else on this show. Uh, we'll be right back, though, after these words. Danny, hit it. Come on, baby. Come on. Oh, no, don't hit it. Pause it. Don't hit it yet. It you was my fault. Up. You fucked I it fucked up. I fucked it up. I don't know what I'm doing with radio, Danny. I'm sorry. Danny. You we'll fucked be- up. You, you fucked, fucked up. up. You, you fucked, fucked up. up. I fucked up. Danny, hit the button. This is Ham Radio. Gentlemen, Uncle Eddie. You may talk like an idiot and look like an idiot, but don't let that fool you. He really is an idiot. We'll be right back. Hey, Paul, I saw those pics you posted on your trip to the Big Apple. Looks like you had fun. Yeah, but what I didn't post is what I saw at Cafe Royale in Long Island. Really? Dude, I had the best night ever. There were over 200 entertainers. My boys and I finished off three bottles that were on special. And we got to see the A-Team featuring dancers Christina Agucci, Lacey Rain, Simone Dana Lustrous, and Phoenix Fires. Wow. Where did you say it was located? Long Island, New York. I'm definitely going next time I'm in New York City. Look it up at Cafe Royale LI.com. Tell them Paulie sent you. Sure, fuck. Sure, fuck. Get your game on with Sure Fuck Cologne. Sure Fuck University's team of scientists, known as the Unfuckables, developed a clean, manly scent of warm spice, uh, fresh fern, lavender, and refreshing citrus, uh, and gave it a badass name. Sure Fuck. Sure Fuck Cologne is a novelty gift, but with the high quality of a brand name men's fragrance. The quality makes Sure Fuck the perfect gift choice for bachelor parties, divorce celebrations, and for serious holiday and birthday gift giving year round. Sure Fuck. Uh, 
Get your game on with the Surefuck University Dating Tips blog. Shop the new Surefuck clothing line and don't forget to pick up a bottle of your own at surefuckcologne.com. Buy three or more bottles and get 15% off your order. Nothing's for certain, but one thing's for sure. Surefuck. Surefuck Cologne for men is available on amazon.com and through surefuckcologne.com. The ultimate experience in adult nightlife has just moved up to the next level at Monroe's of Palm Beach. And don't miss this month, Monroe's of Palm Beach presents Leather and Lace, featuring the beautiful Russian triple X porn star Nikita Von James. February 20th through the 22nd, she's blonde, busty, and guaranteed to warm even the coldest Siberian night. Monroe's of Palm Beach, 1000 North Congress Avenue in West Palm Beach, Florida. Check out their website at monroespalmbeach.com. Monroe's of Palm Beach, the only name an elite adult entertainment and steakhouse dining in West Palm Beach, Florida. Hey guys, if you're in Wisconsin or ever plan on visiting the Milwaukee area, then you've got to check out our friends at On the Border Gentlemen's Club. They're the Midwest Premier Gentlemen's Club, and they've been voted the Midwest Club of the Year by Exotic Dancer Magazine twice. They're open seven days a week. They've got nightly specials, bachelor parties, and VIP rooms. You can find them at 10741 South 27th Street in Franklin, Wisconsin, right near Milwaukee. Visit clubotb.com for more, or call them at 414-761-6400. 40 on the Border Gentlemen's Club. Does your club or product come up instantly if someone does an online search? Is it on the fifth or sixth page? Does it show up at all? If not, Planet Platypus Network can help your online visibility and presence improve. To reach higher internet ranking, your business must be an active entity on the World Wide Web. And that's where our network, with its weekly shows, specials, articles, and updates, maintains your brand name working 24 hours, 7 days a week, all year long. Visit www.planetplatypus.com or give us a call at 95 954- Let us launch your business name throughout the internet and cyberspace. This is this is gonna make this is gonna make you 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 want to vomit. What do we want to talk about? Let me see. Do we? uh, Let me move on here. Okay. No, that's pitiful. It's driving me crazy. It's on. It's gonna be war. Oh my god. What happened to our show? It got hijacked by craziness. Simply Explosive Talk Radio. I know this is some crazy stuff. TalkSuperstation.com Brother, this is the Hulkster, Hulk Hogan, and you're listening to my main man, Uncle Eddie, on Ham Radio. So what you gonna do? Yeah, we didn't start the fire. No. Yeah, we did. Wasn't intentional, by the way. <laughs> that was so appropriate. <laughs> it's the Ham Radio Show, proudly on PlanetPlanetPost.com. This is our uh, podcast yeah. test version show. We haven't done a podcast in a long time. Not in a while. Wow. So we take breaks whenever the hell we want to, uh, but we will make it work. Also on the show today, Perry Shen will be here. We have a uh, taped interview with him from uh, General Hospital and, of course, a new movie that's out as we speak called Unidentified. You can check that out right there on Amazon.com as well as iTunes. Just don't worry about it. It's everywhere. Just Google Unidentified 
and uh, Perry Shen. He'll is a great. It's gonna be a great. It's a great interview. I'm not gonna say it's gonna be a great interview. It is a fucking great interview because I did it. Because it it's happened great. already. <laughs> and it mentions, and it does mention our old stomping grounds. But just overlook that. Just get to the substance of the interview. Uh, also on the show today from uh, Extreme Magazine. Paulie K will be here uh, talking about everything going on in the porn world. He's going to fill us in on all the bullshit that is fit to print. Everything. The inside junk. Paulie K from Extreme Magazine will be here. Hammy, our uh, former more like radio uh, liaison. Our Skypist. Our Skypist. It's like a rapist, but on Skype, uh, is on the phone. Hammy. I don't like being not corporate ham anymore. You, you can always, you're always yeah. gonna be in my eyes. You'll always be always be corporate ham. I'm uh, in, until the awkwardness and the uh, trust issues uh, come back, Hammy. You will always be corporate Hammy. So if you, if you want me, you want me to call you corporate Hammy now? Oh, I don't care. Ladies and gentlemen, corporate Hammy on the phone. Corporate <laughs> Hammy on the phone. Round of applause, corporate Hammy. Can I wear suit slacks and a guinea tee and, and have a match with you in the ring? Yes, Corporate Kane. You can do that. Yeah, okay. By the way, that was... It's getting atrocious. The only well, good part last night was Taker. The only good part of that show. I marked out heavily for Taker. Of course you didn't. Because yeah. you're a mark. Yes. Yes. I was saddened by Hulk Hogan coming out. He, he did an infomercial. I was saddened because it's like... He came just, out? Yes, he came out of the closet. He said, oh, God, Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Oh, he's just oh, stuck it in. didn't know that. Mm. No, but with his appearance... It's the barbershop. Hello. A, you knew it was coming anyway, so oh, it was yo. no big surprise. Everyone knew he was coming. <laughs> but it was just like, he's just holding on to something that's gone. Just let it go because it has to. You have to move on. Otherwise, you're going to end up like Flair and Vern Gagne. It's just, you've been there too long. Just Will you start looking like luggage? Is what you're saying? Yeah. He's the Scott Shannon of the wrestling world. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> he retired. Yes. Uh, I like Scott, so. I, I, wait, I just, by the way, like I do have a Scott Shannon. I need someone to look it up. But go ahead. Go back to what you're saying. I just feel like, you know, he's just trying to get as much money as possible now. But, you know, it, you've... It's done. Like, just let it lay, because now you're tarnishing all the good stuff you've done. Yeah. You know? Well, last night, by the way, uh, was the 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 launch day. Uh, well, the, the whole day because it started at nine a.m. The launch day for the WWE Network. No, oh, I don't call it the network. I call it Netflix for WWE. It is. It's the WWE Netflix version. Uh, it has launched. It is their network. Uh, so now, what you could do is go on your computer and ogle. Sweaty men all day and not feel bad about it. Yay! Yay! That's yeah. what you can do. It's uh, the WWE Network has launched. It was a huge night, like Billy was talking about, uh, where we knew that the uh, the immortal one, Hulk Hogan, was going to be there. Ooh. And Hulk Hogan, like Billy saying, is a l- decrepit shell of a man. Uh, he is without question uh, broken. He's had 19 back surgeries. Since since the day I met him, yeah. and the day I met Hogan was the the three days before TNA went on um, Monday nights. He's the evil Knievel of back surgery with the wrestling. Yeah, he literally is just all fucked up. He's just all he's broken. There is no two ways about it. He's broken. And the and, wife took the rest. And well, and 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 and, and during that time, he almost killed himself. If you remember when he. Uh, put the nine millimeter in his mouth in the empty house because oh. everything that he built, Linda Hogan took. 
She yeah. took everything. She literally was like, I don't give a shit about what you've bled, you know, sweat. And don't get me wrong. As much as I, I hate Hogan. You do? I hate Hogan. I tell you he's a nice guy. I, I like Hogan as a person. It's the same like with Hammy. Yeah. I, like I like Hogan as a person. Yeah. But when when the when corporate Hammy or, or Hulk Hogan comes out, I don't enjoy it. Oh, you because Hulk, the, the the character. The pol- no, no, no. But even the the behind the scenes uh, political bullshit, mm. where he has changed the the uh, the 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 angles to suit him. He has made sure that he had full creative control on a lot of things and fucked up a lot of stuff. The stuff that was in. Um, if you ever hear Vince Russo tell the story, and yet again, it's 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 like with the whole Royce thing, you got to hear both sides of the story. But if you ever hear the story, Hogan was in on the uh, remember the Bash at the Beach incident in WCW where Hogan yeah. where Hogan came out and Jarrett laid down and he put the one finger on him and he right. pinned him and the whole thing, and then uh, Vince comes out later and does the cutting promo where he talks about that Hogan's a piece of shit. And uh, he'll never work in this company. And this is all live on pay-per-view when this happened, which is funny, which I hope they got that's available on the WWE Network because I know a lot of the other shit still to this day is not on the WWE Network yet. Can I just say that I am yeah. very happy that they're including Chris Benoit matches? And yes, uh, as they should. I am well aware that Benoit went psychopath and he murdered his whole family. I am well aware of that. Are you? Yes. Okay. Um, because I want to do it small to my little things, nieces and nephews full yeah. time anyway. So, um, but it, it, in the meantime, like it, it's like Hitler. You know, he was a very bad <laughs> person, but you just can't erase history with him. You know, he was there. You know, he did things. Absolutely. It deleted. So, he, like, he did Benoit, the may, yeah, that's true. Benoit may have murdered his family and and killed himself, but he still. Was a He's part still of an okay separate. guy. Yeah, I'm sure he was a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, this no, can't be I get, about you know. I get what you're saying. You, you, over who killed who? Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. You're saying that you, you can't rewrite history. He was a major part of the WWE and WCW and He's ECW and wrestling in general. No, yeah, you can't. Well, you, you can't. Well, first off, fuck that. Randy Orton's first title reign was because at the hands of Chris Benoit. So you can't take away even that because then you're altering Randy Orton's fucking history. That's the problem, and they, at least they knew that. They they also have the Owen Hart thing. Uh, when you if you look up Over the Edge, the pay per view in which Owen dies, um, you can you know they they do have a thing right before it airs where it says um, this uh, this pay per view was in tribute to Owen Hart, uh, who died sadly during the course of this pay per view. Right. I mean, it's all there. You can I mean, at least they covered up their tracks in that vein. But back on the Hogan. I don't like I don't like Hogan for the for the reason that he wants to get over him he he still wants like Billy's saying he wants to hold on to something that obviously is not there anymore. Hulk you know Hulkamania is on fucking life support. Stop ushering him out. You know this is also the same company which I we've gone into this many times and I talked to Billy this Sunday uh we were watching the pay-per-view together. Uh, naked, and um, I was. I said to him, I said, you first off, I said, why, why aren't you naked, Billy? Um, but the during the pay per view, I said, I hate the fact that they they blow these guys 
when they're there. But the moment they leave the company, when he was in TNA, he sucked. Horrible. Fuck Hogan. He's too old. Oh, all this shit. Brother this and brother that. In 2005, he was too old. Yeah, no, no, but I'm saying every time he's not there, he's an asshole. Every time he's it's kind of like me. Uh, when I, you know, when I'm not around, no, I'm an you asshole. Think when you're here, you're an asshole. Yeah, but you don't say it to my face. This is the first time, and Billy, I'm hurt quite frankly. Um, they go through this whole thing where they're not there, like Ultimate Warrior. You release the DVD that shit all over this man. Shit, and literally. How was your promotion for it? Yeah, and literally that was. Oh, this guy sucks dick. He's fucking horrible. Fuck all this stuff. Now because you're putting him into the Hall of Fame, you have another DVD that is scheduled to drop that literally is now saying that he's the second coming of Christ. Like you love him. That's my problem with the WWE because they're hypocritical pieces of shit. That's what they are. So when you bring out Hogan, like Billy's saying, and you push him out onto the fucking deck, and you say, get in the ring and, and literally shill the, uh, the the network, because that's all he did. He didn't do anything. You didn't put him in a storyline. You didn't wrap him in any... Like, he didn't have any interaction with somebody. He didn't do anything. He You literally said, Hogan's here. He's going to be the host of WrestleMania 30. By the way, shill, shill, shill. Buy the fucking network. Bye, bye, bye. And that's it. And he comes out and he says, oh, this is the turning point of my career. Yeah, it is. And that's sad. That's yeah, fucking sad. Payday-wise, maybe. Oh, of course it is. But the thing, yet again, it's it's the punchy thing. It's not about money. Does Hogan, yes, needs money. Don't get me wrong. He's not rich like he used to be anymore because of the X. And I get that. But the fact still is, Hogan's such an iconic name he can show up anywhere, anywhere, and get paid. Because he's fucking Hulk Hogan. If you close your eyes, if you were to ask people on the street, and you said, name me a fucking professional wrestler, the first one they're going to say is Hulk Hogan. Yeah. He's the name. That's the whole reason why TNA had him. TNA had him there, and, and that was ba- You know what? Everyone shits on Dixie Carter. That's what's best for business. You had him there. He served his purpose. He served his purpose. You weren't playing all these fucking other arenas in all these other countries until Hogan showed the fuck up. And you did that. You used them. And goodbye. And now you've gone too far and can't come back from it. Yeah. But that, but but at least but you got the notoriety from Hogan. He served his purpose, which is what he should be doing. Now you put him in the WWE. Tell me what the fuck he's really gonna do. Oh, he's gonna be in. He's gonna be in uh, Stupid's Corner for WrestleMania now. That's if he's not legitimately hurt. John Cena, by the way, almost uh, definitely hurting uh, his knee not. last it, night. It's it. It came out that it's a work. Oh, it's a total work. Yes. All right. Well, either way, then Hogan's gonna be in his corner. I'm writing it right now. Hulk Hogan will be in John Cena's corner at WrestleMania when he takes on Bray Wyatt. And that's what that whole match is going to be. The only good side last night was the Undertaker choke slamming uh, Brock Lesnar, stabbing him in the hand, which was funny with the uh, with the pen, even though it's a PG, uh, you know, broadcast, which is kind of funny. Stabbing- and did you listen to the pop that he got yeah. after he did that? Yeah, the fans are do not want PG crap anymore. the The entire show they're chanting CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, and boring. Well, wait till wait till next week. Next week, uh, they're in 
fucking Chicago. Chicago. No, there's no doubt in my mind that CM Punk returns next week. I'm gonna. I'll. I'll, I'll bet you a dollar. I, I will you, gladly bet you a dollar. There's no doubt in my mind. I think this whole CM Punk walking out thing was at first legit, but just like the Daniel Bryan screw job thing, I think they legit buried Bryan because they didn't think he was ready, but then the fans got behind him, and now they're turning this whole thing into a storyline. Oh, there's no doubt that they're turning it into a storyline, but I don't think the Punk thing is... I think the Punk thing is a shoot. Straight I, up shoot. I don't think he wants to be there. I don't think so either, but I think that... Um, he 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 wants to headline WrestleMania more than anything. Yeah, and then and you're not, but you're not gonna do that anytime soon. He's not he's not headline this year. Do you think he's gonna headline next year? I think that if he's around for next year, I think he'll either be the very last match or the second to last match of the night, and be like one of the heavily promoted main events. That is if, uh, the only the only way you could do it is he would have to take on like Austin. That would be awesome. But that would be the only thing I could see them doing, which they were trying to do before, and Austin had to have knee surgery, so you couldn't do it. That would be the only thing I could see. And if you are, if this is their way of postponing that, well, then fine. But I don't think I honestly think it's a shoot. I think that CM Punk said, "Go fuck yourselves. I'm done." And he oh, walked I think, out. I think that too. Don't get me wrong. But I don't think I think the behind the scenes. Yeah, they're they're trying. Don't get me wrong. I I think the same thing, Hammy. They're trying to get him to come in. They're trying. They're busting their ass to make it happen. But I seriously fucking doubt that. I doubt that it's not. I doubt that it's not real. I doubt that the 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 emotion and the bullshit behind everything is. Is is not fucking real, quite frankly. I honestly like that the first pay per view featured on the network won't be WrestleMania. It will be the NXT developmental pay per view. Yes, where they're. I love that they're going to be promoting the NXT people, which is like the, which is literally the future of the whole company. Which is what I, I should have really, done. really like about it. And I believe that's already been taped. No, it's live. Yeah, mm -hmm. was, uh, I've heard somewhere that it's been taped. No, I heard live. that it was live. Okay. It's live at 7.30 on the WWE Network. Good. I don't know why I just promoted that for him on Thursday. It's live. That's the whole point. They're touting that it's live. Good. Because they're trying to give, they're trying to have a, they're trying to show that they could do a pay-per-view quality shit. But meanwhile, you're doing it from a small-ass little arena. So you, they're going to do a TNA pay-per-view. Is what they're doing with WWE guys. And it's going to be the first ECW pay-per-view. Yeah. Like that was in the arena. They The big special deal was flying in a couple of guys from Japan. But other than that, it was your regular ECW show. I love the fact that, by the way, their main event is a guy that is not a WWE guy, really. Uh, the guy that they... The, um, Adrian Neville there, who is actually Pac... Who is a Ring of Honor guy, a CZW guy, a pro wrestling gorilla guy, and you made him, you brought him in to legitimately like. There's been nine million people that have been in that company that should be the main event, but you put him in. He got the main event spot because you know he's going to steal the show, which is fine. That's business. But when you have like a, um, a Sammy. Uh, no, 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 no. Um, the fuck? Generico's freaking name over there. Sami Zayn or whatever the frig it is. I believe that is the name, yeah. Yeah, and he's taking on... He, I believe he's taking on Cesaro. 
if they, that was what I heard they were doing that two out of three full shit that they were going to have them fight again because they know they know that the Ring of Honor style is what brings them to the dance. That's the thing that pisses me off the most. They actually even did an article on WWE.com about how the Ring of Honor, that Ring of Honor builds champions. That was their whole thing. They went out of their way to tell people, by the way, that's where these fuckers come from. Because I talked to Carrie, too. I, I was telling you about it. I talked to Carrie Silken, who is the freaking owner of Ring of Honor. Right. And he point blank said the same thing to me. They were talking about how uh, he, you know, he was doing their um, uh, Ring of Honor had their twelfth, uh, the twelfth anniversary show uh, in Philly over the weekend, and he was talking about how he how he feels immense, uh, like heart, you know, heartwarming and and, and um, kind of excitement when a fan walks up and actually says thank you to him. Because those fans are telling you they're tired of the bullshit in the WWE and they want more Ring of Honor. Vince understands that. He's taking the Ring of Honor guys, though. And what he's doing, though, is he's not letting them be Ring of Honor guys. He's taking them and going, you know, you have to learn our style. Correct. Which is fucking stupid. Because you're ruined, with the exception of Punk and Brian. Because Cesaro... He's not acting like Cesaro. Cesaro. You know what I mean? Like, he's not. He's doing... He, yes, he's doing those spots that everyone knows that he can do. Antonio Cesaro, which, by the way, Antonio supposedly is a gay name. That's why he's uh, down to Cesaro. And it's my it's my godson's name, so Vince can say fuck off, by the way, to that. Um, Antonio. Antonio is, is, gay, is, is gay and weak. That was, that was what was said at the... Um, what do you call that? At the uh, one of those uh, uh, meetings, emporiums. No, no, no. Well, the, the, the stockholder meetings. Because somebody actually, because when you're a stockholder in the WWE, if you, even if you're a fan, you're yeah. on that call. You can ask Vince a question because you're allowed to. That's what the fucking. You can walk up and say, "Why is your daughter's tits fucking hot?" And if they don't fucking yell it, they 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 might not answer. But you can ask any fucking question you want. Terrible. Uh, and one of the questions I was asked is why is Cesaro being called Cesaro and not Antonio Cesaro anymore? And they said that it, he didn't say gay, but he did every other word but gay. And then he's like, and he's saying that you know he thinks Antonio is a weak, uh, wussy sounding first name, so he's going to be just known as Cesaro from now on, which is kind of funny to me because your fucking team is the one that came up with Antonio. His name is not Antonio. It's correct. You know what I mean? Like, so, why don't you just call him Claudio? What the fuck is the difference? Which is what the name he was in the Ring of Honor. I, I mean, like, there's stupid little shits that don't make any sense when you deal with it. When you listen to the thought process of the WWE, things don't make sense. That's why I don't think that the network is actually going to work. I think it's going to be an utter... I don't think it's going to be... Not an utter failure. I don't think it's going to be what they think it's going to be. Because like I was saying to Billy, I already have the WWE Network. It's called YouTube. All right? I can look up any match I fucking want and find it. All right? Because somebody has it up. Whether it's on YouTube or Daily Motion or Pirate Bay or wherever the hell it is, people have it up. I can watch it whenever the hell I feel like it. And on top of that, even this freaking, uh, you know, the stuff that's, uh, to use a more like radio word, exclusive to uh, WWE Network... 
Uh, you know, people are going to take those programs, and somebody's going to put them up. Down the road, yes. Yeah, and you're going to be able so. to watch all that shit. And you know that someone's just going to get take requests, sign up for, for the WWE Network, record the screen of the high-def stream from WWE yeah. Network, and right. put that on YouTube. And it'll be on Justin TV. It'll be all over the place. That's the thing that, that boggles my mind, why you would just go digital with this shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I understand, like, with with uh, with Roku and all this other shit, you can do it through that way. If you have Apple TV, I believe, was one of the other ones. Yes. Or it might not be. I remember the Xbox, I know, was having problems. They didn't want to do Xbox, and then they do want to do Xbox. Or and supposedly- people already complaining about lag about this. Look, you guys are all accessing their server at all the at once. Time. Yeah. Give it a couple of days before you try to use it heavily. But they're not gonna. They're not gonna do that, Hammy. You know as much as I know. There are a lot of hotheads out there. Uh, I do. I do love that. Bad news, Barrett was uh, pretty much describing all the wrestling fans and the IWC especially to a T at the pay per view. Oh, on absolutely. Sunday. I. But I hate. How about we the the the, the uh, bad news Barrett angle is fucking retarded though. I love it. Of course you do because you're a freaking evil dick. But I'm saying I the, think it is hysterical. No, the act. No, the actual act. Oh, they overdid it, though, Hamming. The oh, actual yeah, overdid it. Yes. The actual but. bit is fine. I don't mind the fucking. I don't mind. Can he fucking wrestle? He's not hurt. Why yeah, can't he fucking Give him wrestle? a match here and there. Yeah, Come you're on. only having him be a fucking talking head, and that's all you're having him be. And le- legitimately, that's all he is right now. And can this I guy can't. Can- decorum, please. What happened? Can I have some decorum, please? I thought you were asking for corn. <laughs> I'm here. Can't have any decorum. Please, corn's healthy. Why would I ask for that? Not the way you eat it. Slathered in butter and cheese. Um, yes. The, uh, but that's... Uh, I'm done talking about the WWE, but that was just... Legitimately, I'm watching this shit last night, and the show sucked. I don't, I don't know why everyone was marking out. The only thing to mark out for was Taker. That's it. The rest of the show was fucking horrible. With the exception of the match, I will say this. I will fucking backtrack for a second. The match with Cesaro and Big E. Cesaro is amazing. Cesaro is a beast. Claudio Castagnoli is an amazing man. He fucking took Danny. You know Big E, right? You've seen Big E? Yes. Big E looks like me and Hammy together, and then you add muscle to it and make us black. Okay. So all that came running full bore at Cesaro. Cesaro in mid-fucking-air spun him in the air, tilt the world into a backbreaker. Nice. Okay? Mm-hmm. He deadlifted fucking uh, Big E at one point and fucking gave him, like, gut wrench after gut wrench suplex. He, which, by the way, don't get me wrong, I'm a big dude. When we actually wrestle... Like, I can actually gut-wrench anybody in this room and get them over and hit the move. It ain't that fucking easy, though, to do. A gut-wrench is literally all your leg strength. You're working your glutes in your ass. From everything down underneath your belly button is working. Your calf muscles, your quads, everything. Because you're legitimately deadlifting a human being over your body sideways and dumping them on the back of their head. Usually, yes. That's what you're doing. He fucking does it like it's nothing. He picks him up and throws him as if he's picking up Danny. I put Danny in the sharpshooter once. I thought I broke him. 
I spun Danny around on a... I will never forget, we were at Vanessa's house. Spun you on the floor and hit you in the sharpshooter and you were screaming because I flipped you. You, you don't weigh anything. I'm not, I'm not making fun of you. I'm being, I'm being seriously... I'm using you as an example. I'm not making fun of you. I'm saying to the point where I flipped you the fuck over and you were nothing. Right? Compared to me, I can fucking... I can literally gorilla press slam you. Am I wrong here? Yes. Isn't it? Okay. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. As okay, I'm getting, well, you're... Well, anyway, we're getting sorry, blinded I by get Joe. I'm blinded by Joe, so... Joe is doing the lighting in the studio today. Um, so what happened was, like, I'm watching Cesaro do that, and he did it throughout the... The match just kept going. They wouldn't stop it. Like, everyone's hitting finishers, and they're like, ah! One, two, kick out. One, two, kick out. One, two, oh, no, we almost got him. Oh, yeah. my. It was, it, beyond words, Cesaro is a beast, exactly what Hammy said. He is, without question... A future World Heavyweight Champion, and he's as you can see, wrestler. they're breaking. And as you can see, they're breaking up that team anyway. So he eventually is going to be so breaking up the Shield, which is disappointing. But Actually, Roman, I... Reigns, it, Roman Reigns is is going to be a breakout star. And honestly, that's that, another that, beast. That six man tag match between the Shield and the Wyatt family on Sunday that should have been a WrestleMania match. Well, did you see by the way that le legitimately last night the the main event was Roman Reigns Bray Wyatt. That was yeah. the main event. The thing with Taker and Brock closed the show was not a main event. That was just a fucking bit. That was a segment. That was a, a moment right. to have. The, the match of the night, the main event of the evening was Roman Reigns, Bray Wyatt, and yet again, that stole the fucking show. That stole the show last night. I'm very excited for people like Roman Reigns, Bray Wyatt. I love Bray Wyatt, first off. Roman Reigns, Bray Wyatt. I loved him when he was Husky Harris. Husky Harris. And well, honestly, uh, the... Uh, but I like when I'm talking now. He cuts good promos. When, 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 when Taker comes out and, he, and pro, he he's doing a program with Brock Lesnar, I don't want him to do a program with Lesnar. I want, oh, I don't want to him, see man. the Redneck Ministry of Darkness attack The Undertaker. Yeah. I want to see Taker have a program with uh, with the Wyatt family just because the promos alone will sell anything. Almost definitely. But Billy brought up... That's old school. You won't get that anymore. You won't get that. Me, me and Billy were talking all about this on Sunday. We were talking... Billy was talking about how uh, it's all connected, and he brought up his theory of what was going on with Kane and everything else. No, I just said that. How You're right. It, I'm not it, just disputing It just you. totally destroyed their mystique when... You know, their first victim was Kane. They were taking him away. They were going to do all these things to him. And then he comes back as a corporate guy. You know? Which just, makes you think that the Wyatt family is working with the authority. Yeah, it took away that whole, you know, like, oh, these guys are out there. They're crazy. This, that. You know, the believable part. Because when they beat the shit out of uh, Daniel Bryan, and they were going after uh, Bryan all the time before they started that whole gimmick that ended up failing because... They knew that Daniel was too big of a face. Uh, every time they kept doing it, Bray Wyatt's famous line from that is, the devil made me do it. Right. And who is the devil of the WWE, Hammy? Taker. No, who's the devil? devil. Vince McMahon. No, think Redder and uh, the Undertaker's brother. Right to censor. Mm, close. It was Nation the Domination and you've lost. Um, the fact that the group of black guys, it was totally them. The blackjacks um, are at it again. Uh, that th The whole thing is all connected. I would like to see Dean Ambrose, who I think is the most underrated wrestler that you even have right now, 
I because the guy is amazing on the mic. You have not yet seen him do shit. Formerly of CZW, and uh, and a little stint in Ring of Honor. He did uh, show up in there, uh, and, but he was also in the uh, the, the the developmental for a while, the uh, FCW that used to exist, and then you also now had NXT. Uh, De- Dean Ambrose is your new Piper. Could he, very well be. He yeah. is your new Rowdy Rowdy Piper. He is, without question, one of the best mic workers in the business. They have not let him do anything because he kind of falls victim to um, the too much too soon aspect. When you have Bray Wyatt, who is a mic aficionado, He's amazing. Bray Wyatt could go, he could cut a promo about cheese, and you'd sit there and go, that cheese fucking rules. I'm going to listen to that. Pass the breeze. Yeah. Uh, You got that. You have, uh, uh, of course, Roman Reigns, who now doesn't have to cut promos, but legitimately is the, of course, the spotlight member of the Shield. So now he takes precedence over him. Daniel Bryan thus takes precedence over Dean Ambrose. Even Seth Rollins, to a certain extent, takes precedence. So what happens is he gets lost in the shuffle, and that's why they do need to break up the shield because you can't have you can't have too many fucking heavyweights on one team. Eventually, it's going to implode or explode. Right. Kind of like us, uh, with more like radio. Everything exploded, and everybody went their own separate ways. Yeah. That is what's going to happen to the shield. Now, I'm not, you know what? We're the Dean Ambrose of this situation. Everybody else is the Roman Reigns. See, I can be generous. Everyone else is the Roman, Roman Reigns. Um, and what happened was, last night they started, They planted those seeds. Yes, Dean Ambrose did come out, and yes, everything. But he eventually is going to be Prasada non grata, and he's going to end up leaving. I would love to see Dean Ambrose join the Wyatt family, mm-hmm. quite frankly. That's what I thought they were going to do last night. I honestly thought, I'm like, I'm like, Dean Ambrose is coming out as a member of the Wyatt family because that would be the shit. Do you imagine but they won't those do, two they, talking motherfuckers on the same team? They won't do something that, that makes sense in what you wanted. No, why happen. would they do that? That's why would they the focus on that? I don't know. Fucking Dean horrible. Ambrose, Corey Feldman, don't they kind of look alike? 11, we got to do the... Well, we'll, we'll do um, Mr. Uh, Perry over yeah. there. And yeah, then, Perry first. Yeah, then the other guy. Yep. Uh, thank you. I knew that we, we were we were going live with the other one first. God damn it, my scheduling's all off. Ah, Billy's yeah. all off. Ah, damn, rip up that paper. Rip up no, the paper. He, he... I can't rip it up. I need it. Oh, I'm sorry. It's like back in the day. You never got the memo. Damn right. Um, I, I write my own. We legitimately just did a whole thing about wrestling, and I didn't even want to, but we fucking went on. See? Yeah, you it's did. It's one of those I shows to make, today. I wanted to make... Yeah, it is one of those. We're just going to sit around and talk. Well, but I, I want to talk about how bad Seth Meyers was. And fifty years ago, Cassius <sighs> Clay became somebody. Muhammad Ali. No, yeah, this is when he won his first title. Muhammad Ali. Yeah, and that, you say that it that really, way, it sounds bad. Muhammad Ali. And from that point on, he would never oh, get terrorist. A, he would terrorist. never terrorist. get a good endorsement except for Raid. All right, just to close it out, Raid. Uh, just to close it out, uh, we do have to bring up that how Ramus. Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis. Uh, Egon Spengler. Yeah. Uh, 69. Also, he died at 69. Uh, he was. Uh, he directed Caddyshack, which is one of my favorite movies in the world. One of the best, yeah. Uh, Groundhog Day is... I don't love Groundhog Day. It's, it's funny. I like it. It, it, it grows it, it's, on you. It's something that if it, when it pops on, I have to watch yeah. it. Yeah. 
Uh, but of course, you know, I mean, he was in Stripes. Stripes is an amazing movie. That's a good movie. That's the one that most people was their first impression of him. Yeah, because well, that, nobody knew him from no. Second City and all the other things. No, you have so literally Stripes, and of course, Ghostbusters one and two. Yeah. Uh, he was going to be in three. three. They, they, they literally three is going to happen, but they, they're just dragging their feet of who's playing what. They're not bringing in Bill Murray. Uh, supposedly said, "Go fuck yourselves." Yeah, he didn't like. He didn't. Last I heard, he didn't like the script, and then he said he'll do it, but make a cameo if they kill off his character in like the beginning or something. Yeah, there was a whole bunch of crap with that. Now let's see what happens. I mean, the death of Hal Ramis might change things. Sure. Uh, Who even knows? I mean, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, who knows what's going to happen in that? There was. Literally, they they were trying to make Ghostbusters three when Farley was still alive. Yeah, because Farley was supposed to be one of the Ghostbusters. Yeah, they were trying to do everything that they could to make it work, and it, it just went to shit. Went to shit. Unless they bring back Rick Moranis and he can play e- Egon Spangler instead of his character. Yeah. No, that's not the no, same. I can't do that. You're a horrible man. Well, Belushi was supposed to be in the original. Belushi was supposed to be with the original, and that didn't. That failed. Well, he killed himself. As long as they don't put Jim Belushi in there. Yeah, it doesn't oh, work. Yeah. Ugh. You know, he, he, I feel I sorry. I hate him. Yeah, I feel sorry for him. He's not a bad actor. He's hard. Are you fucking shitting me? Uh, look, look at the, Get out of your own house. Are you, you shitting me? If you base him on his own character, he's fine. But yeah. When you, can, when you compare him you, to his brother, yeah. dude, he's, he's nowhere near he, it. He's trying. I know the hammy can't jump in because he's never seen anything good. He's like the imitation Belushi. He right. literally, but that's what he is. That's why I hate him. He well, lives in the shadow he, of his brother. He literally is living. No, fuck even living out of the shadow. He's all he does is live off of his brother. Well, Everything he's ever gotten, Joe, has been connected to blue to, to his brother. I think he's a talent in his own way. He's just uh, like 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 uh, Billy says. He's just, he's not as his brother was the biggest life. His his brother had that just that face yeah. where he would lift an eyebrow and he, he would change a whole. Because movie. John Belushi was a comedy guy. He was. He was. He knew what the fuck. And he you know, had to it, do. it's hard to live up to the reputation of a god. And, and we always we can't help but associate but, him with his brother. Okay, so but it's impossible. No, 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 no. But see, it's different. Poor guy. He, he, no, see, I don't feel. I don't fucking play that he's a victim at all, dude. Mm. Because the fact is, he legitimately knows that he's playing off his last name. He knows it. He tries to be as cool as his brother was, I don't and know. he's not. Did you you can see how he's the, acting. Did you ever watch the movie Thief with James Caan and Jim Belushi? Yeah, now, that's a, that's an early film. That film was made before either Belushi was big. They were both started off about the same time. Matter of fact, uh, John was before started before uh, Jim started before John. Yes, uh, and and he's good in that movie. Wait, I'm not saying that Jim is not a good actor. Oh, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that. Yeah. Jim can do other fucking, and not on the corner of the gym, which is a horrible fucking show. Well, yeah, but I'm saying he's too busy trying to be his brother. He wants to be, he wants to be iconic. I think he's and he's public, not. I think he's giving the public what they want or what he thinks they want. I think yeah. the second one, yeah. not the first one. Right. He's yeah. giving them what he thinks they want. Screw Jim. It's about Egon Spangler right now. <laughs> it is. Okay. Yeah. See how see how the conversation came to fucking uh, Jim Belushi now. I I don't know. But uh, anyway, uh, you know, I, I they all came out of Second City. From yeah. Chicago, yeah. They, so. they did, and they're all good. The, the, the talent is amazing. The Chicago talent. Awesome. Alright, well Howard Ramis, uh, known for uh, Ghostbusters and known for great lines like this. According to this morning's sample, it would be a Twinkie 35 feet long, weighing approximately 600 pounds. <coughs> That's a big Twinkie. 
There you go. Yeah. Uh, Even though that was uh, that's a big Winston at the end. That's a big Twinkie. <laughs> that's a big Twinkie. That's a big Twinkie. Tell him about the Twinkie. That's a big Tell him about the Twinkie. This motherfucker got to hear about the Twinkie. Tell him about the Twinkie. Everybody thinks that's about a phallic symbol, but it's uh, that's a big Twinkie. Yeah. But, um, you just like the creamy scent. Yes, I do. Delicious. <laughs> Delicious. Delicious. I want to put it in my mouth. Delicious. Well, my, my favorite line in, in Ghostbusters is uh, when what? he says, uh, uh, this Dickless over here. And, uh, and then Marty goes, That's right. This man has no, no dick. dick. <laughs> yes, is I, what he's saying true? That's right. <laughs> this man has no, no dick. dick. I threw up Southern Comfort all over the poor bastard in front of me with that line. Yeah. <laughs> But that, it, it, it is a total, like, if you watch Ghostbusters now. This man has no. Yeah. If you watch, if you watch Ghostbusters now. Yeah. As an adult, it's so much better. Oh, yeah. You watch it as a kid because you were like, ooh, special effects. Ooh, lasers. We made a, to- we made a toaster dance with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, been, uh, that's the second one. He's been one. slimed. He's been slimed. Yeah, but I was like, everything, every little th- thing when you were a kid is way different in that movie when yeah, you're an adult. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Way different. Even the Stay Puft Marshmallow gag is different. Everything's different. It's all different. <laughs> uh, but Harold Ramis will be missed. I do know that and a Sigourney lot of- Sigourney Weaver is hot in that movie. She, that was when she was hot. Yeah, she was hot in that movie. I liked her in I, Alien. I would feel bad for Harold Ramis' death if I saw any of his movies. You're a fucking evil oh. dick. <laughs> yeah, you haven't seen any of them. Have you seen I, Caddyshack? I, I what? Have Cat- you seen Caddyshack? It's in the hole. Years ago, but I don't remember it. How oh. about Meatballs? I what? Yeah. Al Ramis is not in Meatballs. Yeah, no, did he, he do Meatballs? Joe, stop trying to help. No, I thought he wrote. I've he, seen Caddyshack. I haven't. I still haven't. Oh no, seen, he wasn't me, bull. Yeah, was. I've only saw bits and pieces of Ghostbusters. I haven't seen the whole thing. Have you seen Stripes? No. You, you, you know why I was thinking Meeples, Joe? Because uh, Bill yeah. Murray did more. Bill Murray was yeah. Meeples to me, he so was, I don't. Yeah. Well, he acted in it. Yeah. Well, in a statement, by the way, from Bill Murray, Hal Ramis and I together did National Lampoon. Yeah. Uh, uh, he did the show. He did the National Lampoon show on Broadway. Uh, meatballs, like Joe was saying, Stripes, Caddyshack, Ghostbusters, and Groundhog Day. Yeah. He earned his keep on this planet. God bless him. He did. He did. And that's, I mean, that's legitimately what everybody, every fucking celebrity seems to um, be uttering. Everybody's saying on Twitter and Facebook, like Dan Aykroyd, deeply saddened to hear the passing of my brilliant, oh. gifted, funny friend, co-writer, performer, and teacher, Harold Ramis. May he not get the answer. May he now get the answers that he was always seeking. I didn't realize that it sounds I, like something you say to somebody who just OD'd. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was sick a long time. He had uh, he, he had a rare disease that killed him. Yeah. I I you know and you didn't even hear about it until right. he died. I thought maybe he died suddenly because he wasn't that old, sixty nine. He know. had autoimmune inflammatory va- vasculitis. It sounds like AIDS. A rare disease. <laughs> sounds like AIDS, kids. Well, autoimmune. Uh, you know when you. Say right. Moon, yeah. Moon, AIDS into the right. Can you stop being the AIDS of the show for no. a second? Okay. Uh, a rare disease that involves swelling of the blood vessels. Does that mean I'll kill you? There you go. Uh, he, yeah, 69 years old, died on Monday. Yeah. So. Well, uh, it is. That's sad. Way to cheer up the show, Eddie. Yes. Good job. No, I, I wish, I wish like, some of these guys could live forever. I mean, like, I wish everybody could live forever. And but, you, yeah. we want the complete opposite. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right. Can you I, shut I, up? Can you shut up? Because we have to go to break. Okay. Is it possible for you just not I, to talk? I was just going to say, who's next? Uh, who's next? Uh, Perry Shen. Is no, next. I think Mel Brooks is going to be our next to go. 
Oh, you mean on the show or in life? In life, you know. This will be another 42 minutes. Yeah, I know. Can We're you shut up, literally? Okay. Can I go to break? I'll be good. You AIDS fucking patient? I'm sorry. God, I wish. I really wish I had a dodgeball just full of taxes. <laughs> just throw it at your head. Um, it is the Ham Radio Show. Joe is going to officially shut the fuck up. Uh, when we come back, we're going to play the Perry Shen interview. Hammy, if you want, you can hang up and then call back. Uh, the uh, the quote-unquote live interview is next, right? Not quote-unquote. I told him it's taped. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I know. I I'm fucking lie. Yeah, that's coming up next. So that's if you want to hang up. up and call back. It's up to you because we're not going to oh, talk it, during the whole thing. Keep it connected. Oh, keep it connected. Keep okay. it connected. Okay. Well, tell your friends on the party line that we will mention the old radio station in the commer- in the in the uh, in the interview because Danny, why would Danny end that? Uh, it is the <laughs> Ham Radio Show, proudly on the Planet Platypus Radio Network, uh, part of the Unfiltered Radio Network, the Uncrowned Kings of Reality Radio. We'll be right back after this bunch of words. Danny, so kind. This is Ham Radio. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Oh my God, who the hell cares? We'll be right back. Sure fuck. Sure fuck. Get your game on with SureFuck Cologne. SureFuck University's team of scientists known as the Unfuckables developed a clean, manly scent of warm spice, uh, fresh fern, lavender, and refreshing citrus, uh, and gave it a badass name, SureFuck. SureFuck Cologne is a novelty gift, but with the high quality of a brand name men's fragrance. The quality makes SureFuck the perfect gift choice for bachelor parties, divorce celebrations, and for serious holiday and birthday gift giving year-round. SureFuck. Get your game on with the SureFuck University Dating Tips blog. Shop the new SureFuck clothing line and don't forget to pick up a bottle of your own at SureFuckCologne.com. Buy three or more bottles and get 15% off your order. Nothing's for certain, but one thing's for sure. SureFuck. SureFuck Cologne for men is available on Amazon.com and through SureFuckCologne.com. Hey, Paul, I saw those pics you posted on your trip to the Big Apple. Looks like you had fun. Yeah, but what I didn't post is what I saw at Cafe Royale in Long Island. Really? Dude, I had the best night ever. There were over 200 entertainers. My boys and I finished off three bottles that were on special, and we got to see the A-Team featuring dancers Christina Agucci, Lacey Rain, Simone De Lustrous, and Phoenix Fires. Wow. Where did you say it was located? Long Island, New York. I'm definitely going next time I'm in New York City. Look it up at CafeRoyaleLI.com. Tell them Polly sent you. The ultimate experience in adult nightlife has just moved up to the next level at Monroe's of Palm Beach. And don't miss this month, Monroe's of Palm Beach presents Leather and Lace, featuring the beautiful Russian triple X porn star Nikita Von James. February 20th through the 22nd, she's blonde, busty, and guaranteed to warm even the coldest Siberian night. Monroe's of Palm Beach, 1000 North Congress Avenue in West Palm Beach, Florida. Check out their website at monroespalmbeach.com. Monroe's of Palm Beach, the only name and elite adult entertainment and steakhouse dining in West Palm Beach, Florida. PlanetPlatypus.com Network, a website of internet radio shows by the industry, for the industry, bringing a voice to adult entertainment in the world of mainstream media. What are you waiting for? It's time to experience pure bliss and the only truly healthy libido enhancer on the market, Raw Nation's Hot Rocks. Hot 
So what does it do? It intensifies sexual performance, makes men feel more confident, women feel more sexy, it intensifies your sex life. Hot Rocks were designed to be a vitamin for your sex drive. It's a superfood injected aphrodisiac. Aphrodisiac. It's an overall vitality pill. Just makes you feel amazing. This is the only product on the market that's for men and women both. There's nothing bad in it. Hot Rocks. It's all organic and it's made right here in the USA. If you already have a strong sex drive, that's great. But what Hot Rocks does is it's going to help you maintain that sex drive and keep it from slipping away, which is a problem that's far too common nowadays. Call 1-855-RAW-LIFE. That's 1-855-RAW-LIFE to order Hot Rocks or get it online at hotrocks.com. H-O-T-R-A-W-K-S.com. Life is better on Hot Rocks. Hey, this is Paul Senior from Orange County Choppers here. You're listening to Uncle Eddie and Ham Radio. show right here on morelikeradio.com more like radio no rules just radio part of the unfiltered radio network uh joining us right now on the phone uh you might know him from general hospital but he's in a new movie called unidentified it is perry chen ladies and gentlemen round of applause perry chen on the phone thank you for having me 
Oh, man. It's awesome to have you. I mean, it's weird. I mean, as, as gay as that sounds on my part, that is, it's weird to say uh, to another dude, it's great to have you. Because I've seen you not dressed. I have uh, watched... <laughs> Um, many hours of General Hospital. I, it's it's a long story, but um, it's been on in my family for like years upon years upon years. Where wow. like growing up, my people have watched it in my house. I mean, it's just part of the, right. the, the institution. Yeah, yeah. And, and and that's it is a giant institution, and to have somebody on from that show that I've seen nine gazillion times because now you're a regular on that show, right? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm recurring. I, I've been there for about nine months, but, um, yeah, I'm pretty, I'm there pretty often. All right. And you play Brad Cooper, which is, I guess, a play on words of Bradley Cooper. Yes. I'm, I'm known as the, uh, uncute version of Brad Cooper. <laughs> You're a good looking dude, man. Stop with yourself. You're a good looking dude. Uh, and, all right. Now I do have to ask this question because yet again, I'm going to throw this out there. Your character is gay. Correct. Okay. Now, are you gay? I am not. Holy shit, round of applause. <laughs> Greatest actor of our time. Greatest actor of our time. I'm telling you right now, because this dude is a very believable gay guy. Really? Because, oh, and not and not like you're not a flaming gay guy. You're not like going, oh my God, Jesus, we're on General Hospital. Oh, get the scalpel. And something yeah. like that. He's just, you, you're, you're, you know, and you kind of break the mold of what is considered, uh, you know, like a gay, you know, air quotes, gay character. On a show, especially on a soap opera, because you're in a, and you're also in the middle of a love triangle. But we'll get to that in a second. I think it's the first gay love triangle I've ever seen with dudes. It in, is. Yeah, in a, in in a, a soap, soap opera. opera. In a soap opera. I, in my real life, Danny, I've seen it tons. Uh, but <laughs> but that's just me and and a tuba Crisco, and we'll get into that later. Um, but the, it's weird to watch like a not because we get into this this fight all the time. Because I, I was telling you uh, before we uh, went to air. Had uh, we had Perry on hold, and uh, we were telling that Joe is older than Dirt. Yes. He's our engineer. He is like one of the old school guys, like an old school Ginzaloon from. And you were uh, Perry's from Queens, so he knows what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Joe Joe doesn't even like to see two dudes kiss. Okay, uh -huh. we've we've talked about this, Not, and we've called Joe a homophobe before on the show. Doesn't right. want to see two dudes kiss. Now you are on this show, and you're kissing dudes. You, you did a scene the other day that I saw you. You were uh, half naked in a bed. You and this other dude rolling around and you're kissing. No tongues, but you're kissing. Right. And that's why I have to applaud you and say you're the greatest actor of all time because I think that you're actually one of those actors that still acts and knows that, <laughs> wow, if, holy shit, if I'm going to be an actor, I might have to go do something that, right. you know, I might have to play a homosexual from time to time. Right. Maybe. Yeah. I mean,. I told my my wife was is is, is like you know is, you know was always asking me about the kiss and I'm like honestly honey, it is one eighth of a page and and I'm worried about the other fourteen pages of content so honestly it's just pretty much considered blocking for me you know like, <laughs> here, you put the teacup here but in this case it's here you put your lips over here you know so it's 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 very rare that you're going to get to play yourself all the time so if you're an actor pretty much actors have. If you're if you if you're really committed to it, you got to be open to be playing other things than just yourself. You know? No, no, absolutely. That's yeah. why, like, when you got the role, when you were like, "Oh, dude, I'm gonna be on fucking General Hospital, dude." <laughs> you know how much pussy I'm gonna get on this show? You don't even understand. <laughs> General Hospital, see all the hot chicks on the show, big titties, all, this? and then they go and they go like, "Oh, by the way, your character's gay." Yeah. Well, actually, when I auditioned, I didn't know he was gay. I thought I was flirting. I was supposed to be flirting with a character named Dr. Marks, which I thought, I just assumed was a female. 
Ah. And, and didn't say he, she, or, or anything like that. So I was actually trying to be, because I usually play like boy next door type characters. So yeah. I was actually bringing my most masculine performance. And they're like, <laughs> you got the part as a gay guy. <laughs> so I don't know what that says about me. Okay. He's so masculine, we will make him gay. Yeah. Yes. So, but I mean, that's great, because I mean, as you said before, usually when you see something on screen, it's an archetype of a gay character. And not yeah. all gay gay men are act that way, you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of cool that they were open to having someone that was a bit more quote-unquote butch, you know? I mean, that they, they, they've said well, that. that but that's what I'm trying to say. I'm watching him on the General Hospital because I was saying, like, so I, I might be, like, 13% gay. I don't even know. I do watch the uh, General Hospital well, from time to time. And you're on the same boat like I was, like, same thing. Like, you came home from school. And it was on, And yeah. your mother was watching General Hospital. Tell like, my mother plus, kept time yeah. in the house. And you weren't, like, you could have changed the channel. You got, like, you know. Yeah, you, you were doing you homework, could, and then you're watching uh, Luke and Laura, you God, know, behind you. God forbid so. if you change the channel, you get hit with that wooden spoon and, like, yeah. you can't turn my soap opera. Italian long, mafia so. style. They you take their freaking... Like, Forced to watch it. Take their slipper off and beat you. <laughs> I'm watching my stories. Get out of here. <laughs> and that's what happens. You get a beating, and then you don't remember why you got the beating, because when you come to, you didn't know what you had to do. Oh, you still yeah. got to do math homework, stupid. Um, but that's why I had to ask you, because now I'm looking at this other this new movie that you're in, mm -hmm. Unidentified, which, uh, by the way, comes out on February 11th, uh, or came out on February 11th. I should get a calendar in front of me like a moron. Um, either way... I'm watching parts of this thing, and that's why I had to ask you if you were gay, because then again, I didn't know if you were a gay actor trying to play straight or a straight actor trying to play gay, right. because right. now you're in this, and there's naked chicks, and they're shaking their ass at the strip club, and you're in Vegas, and I'm like, this guy is amazing. He really because <laughs> I'm watching it go, seriously, and I'm not trying to blow smoke up your ass, because you're not gay, so I don't want to blow smoke up your ass, but... The, I'm watching it, and I'm like, this guy is freaking amazing because I don't know what he is. That's the, 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 the tell to me of a great actor. Like, when you don't know what the hell this guy... Yeah, I don't know if he's straight. I don't know if he's banging farm animals. I don't know what the hell this guy does at all. <laughs> and, like, so in the movie, you, you're hanging out with your boys. You're going out to Vegas for right. what is pretty much a bachelor party, right? Pretty much, yeah. It starts off pretty much in the first half of the movie, like like The Hangover. These guys going to Vegas, guys' night, and uh, kind of full of full night of debauchery, and they're being followed by this one guy who's just tagging along with his video camera because he's got uh, a YouTube channel. So he's trying to get you know document documentation, and he's kind of like a a dorky guy. So he he just doesn't get out much. So <laughs> this is all new to him. Yeah, he uh, he draws superheroes or some shit. Yeah, and he yeah. shows it on his YouTube channel. And uh, he has a bunch of he has a bunch of little fans. He does like the cinnamon trick. He does all these things, and it's all like normal. Like when you watch the trailer for the movie, the the and it's just like the movie. The first half of the movie is pretty much basic. Like there's some funny lewd comedy. There's some uh, naked chicks. You know they're at a bachelor party. They're in Vegas. It's a road trip, and it's shot Blair Witch style. So it's shot like on that you know kind of first person shooter camera style kind of thing. Right. And, it, and it goes through all that stuff, which is cool. And then, then out of nowhere, you get attacked by uh, freaking aliens. Right. Out of nowhere. And it's like believable shit. That's the thing that is remarkable about the movie. Because I was going to ask you, by the way, this. Let me, I, I know I ramble from time to time, but I do have to ask you this. It, it, this movie is not a high-budget movie, though, right? No, no. It's made on a very, very low budget. But and it comes, Then you should find a director and kiss him. I know you're not gay, but kiss him. 
because right. it's a high budget feel. It really does. The special effects are awesome in this movie. Yeah, he did them all. He's a special effects artist, also. Oh, okay. It shows. It shows because yeah. it's freaking amazing. At one point, there was like the red lightning shoots down. That looks realistic. Uh, the one guy gets infected and it's on his back. You can see the alien shit yeah, coming out of him. Yeah. Amazing, like amazing. It just it makes you. It has that surreal feel that. If you were hanging out with your dudes and you're hanging out and you're, who, who, who do you trust? Like I, I know on my team, and because Billy's not even Billy went to the bathroom, but I know for a fact that if I don't know who the hell I could trust on my team to get us through an alien invasion, and you guys have to trust each other <laughs> to get yourselves through an alien invasion. Right. So I can, like it, it really does take you through that when you're watching it, going because then you start going, okay, what the hell are they going to do? But then you start going, what the fuck would I do? Exactly. I mean, that's exactly where the genesis of this idea came of is like realistically what would you do would you back off or would you go closer to try to like maybe cash in on on the footage you know because this is probably a once in a lifetime situation so we wanted to the audience to like really care about these guys and then and be with them as they stumble upon this you know paranormal alien supernatural thing going on that they don't know what exactly it is do you like so? Do you like doing movies, or do you more of a TV guy? Because you have a laundry list of credits of stuff that you've done, right? Uh, yeah. And you've even done voices in video games yeah. that people know. Actually, like, my favorite, honestly, yeah, um, is the the video game format. The reason, especially when you do like motion capture work, you know, they got all the balls taped to you so that they they capture you running and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Because it because I can do multiple takes just like a film. It's like a theater because I'm working with the actors. You know, you know, it's like a little stage production. Um, it doesn't matter what I look like. It doesn't even matter my ethnicity as long as I have the voice. Like my last game I did was a, a game called Sleeping Dogs, where I played the main bad guy, and he's like six foot three, and all he just got to do is put on a heavy voice like this, and all of a sudden I'm Winston Chu, this monster guy, <laughs> who I would never be able to play on screen. You know, because I'm you know five seven in real life. <laughs> There's a height requirement when you're a villain, <laughs> goddammit. Exactly. So, I mean, it's kind of cool. It was kind of cool. I was like, man, I wish I could always do this. It's, I don't have to wear makeup. It doesn't matter what I look like, but I could kind of play everything, you know? So why don't you venture into doing maybe some animation or something? Why don't you uh, try to... Oh, I do, yeah. I, I'm, I'm in a couple of games right now that I, I can't... They haven't released yet, so I can't say anything, but they're pretty... Well, now you have pretty... to give me one. You gotta, you gotta just spill the beans and be like, "Smish, smish, well, part in, four. I was in, I was in Far, Far Cry Three. Oh, okay. Ooh. Far Cry Three, Sleeping Dogs, um, uh, well, the World of Warcraft. I was in that one. Damn. Um, yeah, but there's another one coming up. But I, I already signed a non-disclosure. Don't say nothing, Perry. <laughs> it's not like anybody listens to this show anyway. So you're fine. Uh, <laughs> only millions of people. That's fine. Don't worry about Um. All right, so you've done. Is there anything you haven't done? You've played a gay guy, you, you played a villain in, in uh, some uh, th- these uh, video games. You've done movies. You've done TV shows. What's on the horizon? What's the next thing? What's the thing you haven't done yet? You really want to do? Um, I guess play like a degenerate kind of character where I'm just like, and I think that's the next movie that the director of uh, of Unidentified and I were where he's writing the script right now where. It uh, it takes place in a, an abandoned prison. So um, and he has a character in for me that I have. I'm just kind of like this this guy. I'm all dirtied up. I have you know long hair. So it, it should be pretty interesting. So wait, like a rapist or something or? 
Maybe. I don't know what he has in mind. He's just real quiet right now. I don't really have any lines. I'm shooting for that rapist role. I was trying to get the rapist. I'm just saying, if he wants to be a degenerate, he'll be a perfect uh, cast member on this show. Oh, yeah. You can fit. Yeah, we're a bunch of degenerates. You'll fit, you'll fit right in. Oh, you'll totally be fine. Um, what, so, but what movies do we got down the pike besides this one coming up with that you're playing the rapist degenerate and you're in prison? <laughs> Uh, what do you got down the road? Anything else coming up? You got more stuff. You're you're definitely. Have you already filmed General Hospital stuff already, or? Yeah, I'm, I'm still ongoing with General Hospital, so that that's been actually keeping me pretty busy. I mean, we just to put it in context, uh, uh, a script, the movie script is about 120 pages. It takes about three months to shoot. In General Hospital, we shoot all those 120 pages in a day. Holy shit! Yeah. Well, Danny, I know that Danny's uh, uncle works on that. Uh, well, is, is, is it still on, there? No, As the World Turns. Yeah, he used to no. be like one of the directors on That's As the World Turns. Yeah. yeah. Everything is filmed like I think a couple of weeks ahead of time than what you're seeing on TV. That's how they used to do it. Well, we don't know how Perry does it. I yeah. mean, we know how As the World Turns. <laughs> They can film a lot in like one day because remember they have to produce something every day. Every it's not like a day not like a sick yeah, yeah. yeah not like a sitcom where it takes them like a whole week to do one episode, yeah. one weekly episode. They have to they have to film constantly to produce a new show every single day. Yeah, right. and and this stuff is just connected. Perry is in every whether or not I don't even know if Perry even knows his own character. He's in. He's interweaved and interwoven. And I don't know what the frick the exact term is, but he's just. He's like a, a tick on the ass of every storyline that's in General Hospital, and he's connected. Like, oh, this one is not really that guy's baby, and this one's not this one, and uh, he's gonna, You know, he's sleeping with the one dude, but that one dude is now part of this, and then that, then the uh, the gay love triangle starts, and that actually. Kind of, you know, that dude's sister's been kidnapped by this other psycho, and it's all connected, and he's, like, the major part of that. That's what I'm saying. Like, you have a giant job, Barry. Yeah, it's been pretty cool. I mean, for something that started very small, um, the writers have been pretty cool. They're trying to throw him into a lot of storylines and then... And see how other characters interact with my character, you know, just to see that that weird mix. So it's been is, interesting. Is that like a, is that a testament to you? Like, have the writers actually come to you and gone, "Holy crap! You know, we we love your work. We want you to do more crap. Like, we want you yeah, to have more." That's basically, what the kind of what the the, the boss kind of said, uh, the the executive producer, he kind of said, "You know, that's why we keep asking you back is because." You know, the writers always kind of love how things turn out. You know, when they write something and they say, "Let's." Make him do this now, and I've been in an elf costume. I've been, yeah. you know, half naked with a guy. I mean, it's, they put me in anything, and I'll pretty, much, I pretty much welcome it, you know. But as I was saying, like you've done everything on that show, you've done all these, these, these little facets. Is it going to be that? Is General Hospital going to kind of take over, and then you might do like movies on the side, or is this like, is this your main job? Uh, right now it is, but I'm not. The thing is, that I'm not on contract, so I still can do other things. So I am auditioning for other things, and then they they just work around my schedule as opposed to oh, that's having sweet. me in contract and oh, locking me down. That, that's you know? sweet, so, right there. That's a sweet thing. Do yeah. you think uh, the the reason that the writing is good, so good on General Hospital, that's why it's the one of the few soaps that are still on today? They just got renewed, I, right? Yeah. Well, you know what it is? They, they tapped into something very smart. The, the, the head writer, his name is Ron, um, and he basically grew up watching GH. So he kn- knows all the, the backstory. So now he's bringing back all the old school characters. Yeah. 
And this show, we just celebrated our 50th anniversary. So you actually have people who, who have been watching all 50 years and are, are so excited to be tapping back to all these old favorites. And then this guy's the grandson of that guy. And, it's like, and they just tied me into a storyline from the mid-'80s. So now my character kind of got to bump up into, like, the legacy of the canon. Well, that's what I'm saying. World. He's now sleeping. With, I'm, I don't want to ruin it for anybody that's... Uh... Screwing it up because, by the way, if anybody thinks I'm gay for watching soap operas, you could suck a bag of dicks. Because let me explain <laughs> something to you. Yeah, I, li- literally, first off, there's more broads on this show per square inch than anywhere else. Yeah, That's number yeah, one. Perry, tell the people you're not gay. My straight brother, Perry, please tell the people how effing hot these women are. I don't know how the hell you play gay on that show because I'd be walking around with a boner all freaking day on that on that set. There's no <laughs> doubt in my mind. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, aren't you supposed to be gay? And then you put wood every day. Whoop! Every day. I would definitely have wood every fucking day on that job. But that's, not, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. My point is that that's what I, I got hooked on was the writing. Because I love a good story. Mm-hmm. Even when I watch porn. Me and Joe have this whole thing where we talk about how we like porn that actually has a plot. And you sit there and you actually go, I want to know why the pizza delivery boy's going in there. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to just get. Oh, here's the sausage. I want to know why. The I guy agree. It gets it more exciting. You yeah, know, you get more into it. That turns you on, and I watch it. I go, holy shit, this is good stuff. And then yeah. that's what. And that's how they got me. That's how they got me. Because by the way, smart idea. They jacked up the time. In certain markets now, it's an hour earlier than it ever was. So right. now it's in the middle of your day. You're doing work and what the papa. Hey, oh, General Hospital's on. Hey, what the fuck? I leave it on. I can't find the remote. Whatever. Papa, and I'm working. Hooked me. Instant yeah. freaking taniously again. <laughs> and I'm watching it because my sister is a diehard. My midget sister that, that she hates my guts. But she's a diehard. She loves it. So when I tell her, I've, I didn't tell her. When I tell her, though, you know, she's not listening now. When she can listen to the replay, when I say that this guy was on, she's going to shit her pants. I'm going to tell you that right now because you're a big fan. And I'm going to go, by the way, you know that guy that's gay? <laughs> not gay! Not gay. <laughs> to and you. Here's, a, here's another thing. The guy that I was, you saw me kissing, he's not gay either. Holy <laughs> shit, you guys should get an Emmy. <laughs> he's not gay? The guy. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Which, wait. Well, that makes it okay. Wait, the black guy? Wait, the black guy or the other one? Or the white, the white guy? guy? The white guy. I All right, so is the black guy gay? Is at least one of these gay guys gay? Actually, I have no idea. I'll, I'll, Can I've you ask him? Should I ask him? Okay. Please just ask him. By the way, just want to know. During the sex scene, when he's bending you over the, the thing, can you go, by the way, just look, just turn your head back and say, hey, are you really gay? I just want to ask. Yeah, we'll I get back to you on that. Yeah, yeah, I just want to know. No, because at least one of them's got to be gay in this storyline. Because if they're not, they all deserve Emmys. Okay. Because I'm telling you, I, I'm watching. That's why I had to ask, Joe. It's acting. It's acting. No, I'm watching the I'm watching the scene, and I'm telling you, first off, they're two good-looking guys. Way Abercrombie and Fitch. Like, this Perry's in shape. Really? Perry Shin is in shape. He's got the pecs, the abs, the whole the line, the thing. I will never have that. But no, that line that's no. right, that points right to your dick. He's you know like, that right on your... He's like two of you. Yeah, he's like, no, he's he's in shape. He looks, yeah. you know, He's like Captain America, but Asian. So he's in shape. And then the other dude's in the bed, and he's in shape. And then they were kissing, and I'm going, if they're not... Like, because then I saw the thing for Unidentified, the trailer. And I'm like, but then he's putting dollars in a hooker's ass. I don't understand. How is he? Like, and, and then I'm like, this guy's either the greatest actor of my generation. Because I, cause we were talking about this before. We, we talk about gay, uh, the gay for pay. That's right. always that question that we bring up in porn, where they got dudes actually having gay sex. 
Oh, okay. And it's like gay for pay, and they do it, and they're straight dudes, but they're having gay sex. And oh, then you, wow. Yeah, and then you got to wonder, and you go, holy shit, is this guy really, you know, maybe he's got a tinge of a homosexual, yeah. maybe, a little bit. Well, the whole gay for yeah. pay thing is because gay porn pays, pays more, more money. Pays yeah. more money, yeah. That's oh, why they do okay. it. Well, that's right, ladies. You take a dick in the ass, you should get <laughs> more money. You should get paid more money, people. I just, I just, I, I, now he's telling me no one's gay. In this. <laughs> I just blew my mind. I don't even know. What, I don't even know what questions to ask. Bust your bubble, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, people are. I raise it because I because we're like one of the most open shows out there. We don't give a shit if they're gay. I don't care about gay people. Like I don't go. Like I don't go. Like and it makes it sound like that makes it sound like I hate gays. But I don't get. I don't care. It, what you do in your own bedroom. I don't care what you... As long as I'm not watching you guys have anal in front of me, I don't give a crap. That's your own private thing. And even after, I might watch it for a full five minutes and then go, wait a minute. This guy's having anal. And then I might leave. All right? But the thing is, like, like we were talking about with Joe when he watches guys kiss. He hates it. He has to go over. He has to run away and get pitchforks and torches and go, no gays! I don't care. Like, I don't give a shit. Right. And then, so I think it's a breath of fresh air watching this shit though on TV because, he, like, it's the same old shit all the time, and you're like, yeah. oh, this I one mean, loves this one, and did you think, yeah. yeah. And I mean, it's it's really kind of cool just seeing on Twitter, just and all the social media when people are watching the show. There's there's you know that community that has been waiting for this for decades pretty much and yeah. it's kind of a cool time for them you know that they're being represented just like you know for me just before when i was growing up i didn't see any asians on tv you know so now it's kind of like you know asians are pretty well populated generally yeah. uh, than it was you know 10 15 years ago so now it's it's, it's nice to see minorities in an underrepresented you know communities i think of. you had kato and that was about it yeah now that i'm really thinking back when you really think you had hop sing kato <laughs> And when I think about it, honestly, they always and they always made they always made growing up television was very racist. <laughs> yes, they didn't have it, let alone you know a gay. They didn't have let alone an Asian do anything or a black guy. It was always like the black guy was always the basketball coach because it was basketball and they had to fit that in somehow. And the Asian guy was either a fishmonger or the the, the karate teacher or, or delivering food. Yeah, yeah, yeah delivering food. <laughs> oh, yeah, food here and they, and they always gave you that they always gave the guys that that Charlie Chan freaking fake He's Asian, he doesn't talk like that. You know, like he's, there are people that don't effing talk yeah. like that. And they don't do that. And it's like now it's now I think it's a breath of fresh air where this shit's going on where you have people that now can sh- you uh, you can show that they're they're humans, and they right. have the same problem. They have sometimes even the worst problems. Because I know that lesbians, we fighting with a woman is the most annoying thing in the world to me. I don't know how lesbians do it at all. <laughs> all right, I don't. Because they're both of them. They it would just it rip a hole in the fabric of space and time. I don't know how that works. You know what I mean, like with dudes, I don't even know how gay guys fight because when a du- when two dudes fight, they'll punch to beat the shit out of each other, and then they'll go have a beer. So I don't even know right. what the hell the gay guys do. I don't know what they do. Yeah, yeah. So like they have a door open when you let into that world where this is and, and played by people that aren't gay and they're still letting you into that world and it's so convincing that you have people, you know, watching it going, Wow, this is, you know, definitely something new. I, I applaud you, sir. I really do. Give him applause. He needs applause. Perry needs applause. Okay. He deserves it. He needs it. And you need to go see this movie. Because I'm telling you, let's get let's get off the gay thing for a second. We need to talk about this movie. Unidentified is the movie, and I'm telling you, it's a movie that you're gonna think was high budget. 
even though it was shot low budget, mm-hmm. you're going to think it's high budget because it's got everything. Even the point when the guy was puking, Joe had to turn away. No. Joe had to turn away, and he watches we everything. Actually, I don't know if you know this, but we did a pretty high-budget uh, high thing for low budget. At, the, uh, at, at one point in the movie, uh, the camera goes up into the stratosphere and Earth, and we actually, that wasn't special effects. We actually got a weather balloon and stuck a couple GoPros on it and uh, oh, sent cool. it up into space and popped it and tracked it, and we got this beautiful footage that uh, is, is real, basically. That's terrific. So it's like the aliens were sucking the camera up into the sky. Oh, okay. Pretty much, yeah. That's for Nessie, that's, that's ingenious. Cool. Mm-hmm. That's smart. That's someone, And that's why I want to like, see the full movie. I've seen bits and pieces of it because people have sent me the cuts. They've sent me this, that scenes, scenes of Perry because he was going to be on the show and all that kind of stuff. I want to see the full movie because what I've, from what I've seen, I'm intrigued about this movie. Because it starts one way. And then it totally zigzags. Yeah. Totally effing zigzags when the aliens come with the red lightning and the fry the freaking car battery. I don't want to tell everybody about the movie okay. and ruin it. But then they, let's just say the aliens win the first fight. Uh-oh. Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah. And then it kind of goes downhill from there. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> okay? Let's, just, just, let's just put it That's that way. That's way of putting it. Yeah. They, they do kick your ass in the way beginning. I'm just saying. Yeah. And yeah. then, I don't, whether they win or lose, I'll let you guys judge. Well, you well, got it, it goes to show you don't need like that big Hollywood budget no, to make a, a good really story. good movie. God damn yeah. it. That, and that's what I'm telling you. You need good actors like Perry Shin and the rest of the cast. That are in this movie unidentified. You need actors like that that are gonna that are gonna remember. Oh shit, we're actors, and I don't know. Maybe they're gonna act, and maybe they're gonna bring something to the table, yeah. which is what they do in this movie. Because I'm telling you, everybody in the car, everybody that's in the movie, that's part of the that's part of the friends. You actually feel like they're actually friends for a while. Oh. Yeah, that's the chemistry. The everyone keeps saying is the, probably the strongest part, and and that makes you care about them once. Shit goes down. Yeah, and you and you know there's a little backstory. I'm, yet again, I don't want to ruin the movie, but there's like little underlying backstories of like who likes who, who screwed over this. I don't know why this guy's there. That kind of crap. So it's like your regular friends, and yet again, it brings you to that whole aspect of what the hell would my friends do in that situation? Exactly. So you gotta check it out. It's unidentified. It, it comes out or came out February 11th. I don't. Know, and how do they? How do they can? How can they check it out? You get it on DVD. You get the DVD, DVD uh, on uh, Amazon, and uh, it's uh, digital on uh, iTunes. All right. So you need to you need to get your hands on this. You need to just sit back, and if you want to watch a good movie like on a Friday, and you're sitting there and you're going, "Oh shit, nothing's on TV or whatever." You know, you got the Hop Sings and the Kados that are on, and it's all crap on TV. And you want to watch, uh, you know, some good guys hang around fighting aliens and stuff, and you're getting your ass kicked. But fighting aliens, right? So you watch them in the, you watch them during the day. You watch a little General Hospital, see him with his shirt off. You bring, you let your girlfriend watch that. She gets all hot, or your boyfriend, whatever you're into, and they all get all hot and bothered. And then you watch them uh, fight aliens at night. The guy's got the whole day covered for you. That's what he does. Perry Shin, <laughs> uh, you can go to PerryShin.com. Am I correct? Correct. And that's P-A-R-R-Y-S-H-E-N.com. And, uh, Perry, what's your, you know, plug-a-palooza, feel free. Uh, give out your Twitters and all your uh, your uh, Instagrams or whatever you got. Whatever yeah, the kids Twitter, have now. Twitter is just at, at Perry Shen, P-A-R-R-Y-S-H-E-N, and Facebook is Facebook slash Perry Shen. There you go. Round of applause okay. for Perry Shen. The movie's called Unidentified. Check it out now. Like you just said, Amazon, or you can get it on the iTunes. You can find it. 
Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, Google it, you find it, watch the trailer, you're going to want to watch the whole movie, Unidentified, Perry's Change. You can also see Perry, of course, on General Hospital every day. Check your uh, local listings on your ABC affiliate, because that's where it airs. I don't think it's on NBC mm-hmm. or anything else. On your ABC affiliate, and check it out. He's on 50 years plus of General Hospital. Now he's just the cherry on top of the ice, you know, on top of the icing. It's there. It's another great actor doing great stuff. It's Perry Shin. Thank you very much for being on the show, Thank Perry. You guys. Round of Appreciate applause. It. One more time. Dang. We'll be right back with more show after these words. Danny, hit the button. This is Ham Radio. Yo! Check us out! Follow us. Follow us, but not too close. On Twitter. Twitter.com forward slash Ham Radio Show. We'll be right back. This is going to make this is going to make you you, you want to vomit. Uh, what do we want to talk about? Let me see. Do we, uh, let me move on here. Okay. Can I turn this off? Is there a no. That's pitiful. It's driving me crazy. It's on. It's going to be war. Oh, my God. What happened to our show? It got hijacked by craziness. Simply Explosive Talk Radio. I know this is some crazy stuff. TalkSuperStation.com. Get your game on with SureFuck Cologne. SureFuck University's team of scientists known as the Unfuckables developed a clean, manly scent of warm spice, uh, fresh fern, lavender, and refreshing citrus, uh, and gave it a badass name, SureFuck. SureFuck Cologne is a novelty gift, but with the high quality of a brand name men's fragrance. The quality makes SureFuck the perfect gift choice for bachelor parties, divorce celebrations, and for serious holiday and birthday gift giving year-round. SureFuck. Get your game on with the SureFuck University Dating Tips blog. Shop the new SureFuck clothing line and don't forget to pick up a bottle of your own at SureFuckCologne.com. Buy three or more bottles and get 15% off your order. Nothing's for certain, but one thing's for sure. SureFuck. SureFuck Cologne for men is available on Amazon.com and through SureFuckCologne.com. The ultimate experience in adult nightlife has just moved up to the next level at Monroe's of Palm Beach. And don't miss this month, Monroe's of Palm Beach presents Leather and Lace, featuring the beautiful Russian triple X porn star Nikita Von James. February 20th through the 22nd, she's blonde, busty, and guaranteed to warm even the coldest Siberian night. Monroe's of Palm Beach, 1000 North Congress Avenue in West Palm Beach, Florida. Check out their website at monroespalmbeach.com. Monroe's of Palm Beach, the only name and elite adult entertainment and steakhouse dining in West Palm Beach, Florida. Hey, Paul, I saw those pics you posted on your trip to the Big Apple. Looks like you had fun. Yeah, but what I didn't post is what I saw at Cafe Royale in Long Island. Really? Dude, I had the best night ever. There were over 200 entertainers. My boys and I finished off three bottles that were on special, and we got to see the A-Team featuring dancers Christina Agucci, Lacey Rain, Simone De Lustrous, and Phoenix Fires. Wow. Where did you say it was located? Long Island, New York. I'm definitely going next time I'm in New York City. Look it up at Cafe Royale. L-I.com. Tell them Polly sent you. 
Does your club or product come up instantly if someone does an online search? Is it on the fifth or sixth page? Does it show up at all? If not, Planet Platypus Network can help your online visibility and presence improve. To reach higher internet ranking, your business must be an active entity on the World Wide Web. And that's where our network, with its weekly shows, specials, articles, and updates, maintains your brand name working 24 hours, 7 days a week, all year long. Visit www.planetplatypus.com or give us a call at 954-530-2810. Let us launch your business name throughout the internet and cyberspace. This is Bob Saget and my dog licked my balls. What's the story of your life? You're listening to Ham Radio. I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Oh, Lord. I've been waiting for this moment for all my life. Yeah. WFAG. Come on, pop it with me. Oh, yeah. No. In the air tonight. Come on, Joe, with your crippled ass. Come on, Joey. You're almost there. Come on, you're getting there. You're old. WFAG with Joe. Let's see if you got it. Dan, who sings this? I believe her name is Kelly Sweet. Kelly Sweet. Oh, I, I've never heard this rendition. It's like Miami Vice on on females. Yeah, that's what it is. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. It is the Ham Radio Show. Proudly on PlanetPlanetPus.com, the PlanetPlanetPus Radio Network, joining forces with the Unfiltered Radio Network, the Uncrowned Kings of Reality Radio. A mating of eagles. No. Is Hammy still on the phone? Yes. Hammy, how did you enjoy the uh, Perry Shen interview? I thought it was fantastic. I think he fell asleep. I think he wasn't even listening. Yeah, he had too. another croissant. Okay, there's a test being given on this. I one. had a croissant, which <laughs> I was eating. Yeah, yeah, and he finished his bagel. I was playing with my cat. <laughs> I waited. All right, I'll admit I jerked off. Oh, okay. See, I Perry Shen? I no, it's a Joe. I should have thought of that. There's no accounting for taste. Yeah, I haven't had sex in a while. Yeah, Joe really needs to fucking have sex. I do. We I really do. need to call Tony Clifton in here and just just to have take an intervention. Yeah. Holy shit! He was in here. He's looking at naked pictures during the. We're playing the Parachute interview. Boo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he's looking at. He's looking at uh, these girls that are all naked. Well, uh, I, and and literally, no, shut up! You don't fucking get to talk. Okay. He's sitting there because he's gonna spin it to be like somewhere where he's not insane. Well, no, it's, it's you know it's all Dennis's fault. He put these gorgeous girls with these boots. Yeah, blame blame Hoff. Dennis. Blame my own personal Jesus, right. uh, who, by the way, will be on the show next week. Uh, so he's looking at the chicks that are going to be... Stop tantalizing me, Dennis. Yeah, that are at the Bunny Ranch. And um, so he's talking. He's looking at all the pictures and everything, and then there's one with these giant fun bags. Giant. He's got giant dits. Ooh. Then big, big dits. <laughs> She's got these big old titties. And Joe is like, if I was... And he literally, while we're all working on other shit. Yeah. Everybody besides Hammy, who was jerking off. All of us are doing stuff. Danny's like, he wants to make sure his shit's playing. He goes outside to go smoke. Is oh. that Joe's phone? Yeah, shock him. Yeah, get tased. Turn off your phone. That's as close as he's Here's an idea. Move sex. away from the microphone, too. Oh, it's over there. Oh, you stupid <laughs> man. 
So yeah, but that's because that's where you were looking at the naked chicks. So they Joe, by the one. way, Joe, go away from the phone. Yeah, get out of here, you old fuck with your crippled ass. So Joe is literally. Yeah, thank you. He's underneath. He he's like, oh man, if I if, I, if they were here right now and I was on, because the one girl's bending over. And she's in like an upside down L position. Like she's about to take doggy style. She's like that. Joe is like, I just, I don't even want to fuck her. I just want to sit under her and play with her boobs and go. And bat him around like a cat toy. Yeah. Cat playing with yarn. And literally he's, but he's, not to mention that that is creepy just to hear a grown man say that. But then he's doing it in the studio. Like he's lying there going. With the fucking with his hands, like he's batting them around. Imaginary titties that he's batting around like a fucking. Cause cat he toy. ain't getting real titty. <sighs> his wife's got some nice cans. Can, why, why Obviously, can't he, they they're they're not coming out to play with. Why him. can't Tony Clifton come down and they'll go in the green room and they'll and smack you? Why can't you smack your own wife's tits around, Joe? What? Go back over to your spot. Okay. Go to your spot okay. and answer the question. When was the last time that you smacked your wife's titties around? When was the last time you you batted them around like a cat toy? Well, I don't, I don't really smack them around, you know. When, when was the last time you seen them and got to play with them? <laughs> oh, that's a long time ago. No, I, I see them every day. Uh, I, I have that privilege. Yeah, but that's just a picture. That's just yeah. What about in real life? <laughs> what about when, when was the last time you touched them uh, sexually? Sexually. Sexually. Oh, in a sexual. I want to do it sexually. Well, no. Sometimes I, I I don't touch them in a sexual way. I touch them in a like, kid around way. You know, you're married. I know there's no sex, but well, no. A lot of what do you walk past and give her a purple nurple? Well, what you, do you mean? Oh, no, you guys are, are single, so sometimes you know, like you, you just give an affectionate little pinch on a coolie, or you grab a titty, go toot toot. <laughs> when, when you grab oh, it, no, I'm not at that stage yet, Joe. As yeah. a as the only other married man on this show, yeah, except, except for Billy. Billy and, well, besides Billy and Spirit, um, don't you, did you, didn't you ever hug your wife? And while you're hugging your wife, you just give, grab a little coolie. That's I not her, sexual. I give her. I give Prude a little spank once in a while. There you go. Yeah, that's well, what I mean. Mostly now because she's now associating with with with. Uh, with some of my friends now. Uh oh. Now she's getting a little spunky attitude about about herself, and uh, she's got a little spunk, kid. <laughs> oh, dude, it, like spunk. Because I, I purposely go out of my way that. now to, to make references to movies that she hates, <laughs> just to annoy her. Now she's now she's getting to to the point now where she's firing back at me. Like I make Doctor Who references all the time to her because she hates Doctor Who, and. Now she calls me a faggot every time I make a, a Doctor Who oh. reference. You it, are, a, you are a faggot. Fun. My wife is turning to a piece of shit, and I love her. Uh, I've never seen Doctor Who, to be honest. And I'm a sci- sci-fi fan, so I, I really should start watching it just, just to enjoy it. Start, you know, with, the, start with the the newer version on Netflix. Not with the old one. The guy Don't go all the way back. Not with the no. phone booth Go back guy, to the yeah. sixth. They're all the phone booth guy. That's yeah. just TARDIS. Uh, okay. That's, the TARDIS. That's how he gets around. <laughs> Joe, as a Star Trek fan, yeah, I love Star Doctor, Trek. You know, okay, I, the Doctor is the perfect hybrid combination of this super intelligent Spock and uh, the adventurous, no, uh, risk-taking Kirk. Ah, there you go. Oh, there goes my erection. How are the special effects? Though? You know, when uh, I, I used to watch it in the early days. I mean, early days, and the, the, it like was really like it looked like an old Captain Video show. You know, Captain. Video. Yeah, it, it's, I'll admit. I'll admit the uh, the effects of the old classic Doctor Who are 
dated. He was yeah, fighting right. Muppets. What the fuck uh, are you talking yeah, about? The, the new effects on the new Doctor Who series are really good. That's good. They're spending some it's money for, on they're the good for, They're great for a TV. Okay. If it was like a movie, yeah, they wouldn't be that great. But for TV, they're good. Do they hold up like with Star Trek Next Generation? Uh, I think they're overall a little better than Next Generation Star oh, Trek. Oh, really? uh, Danny, so talking, that, talking shit good. about the Trekkies. Well, no, that's pretty oh, I love Star Trek. Well, but Star Trek Next Generation was uh, 92, right? 93? Late 80s, early 90s, yeah. Yeah, so that's, you know, considering that this is today, that's uh, 20 years later. It's not like, it, okay, put, picture it this way. What's in funny is that both years, of you are married. <laughs> Just bring that up. Picture it this way. In 20 years from now, Doctor Who might show that it's dated effects-wise, uh -huh. but it's it's 20 years since Terminator 2 came out, and that still holds up today. Yeah, so it's not like true. It's not Terminator 2 effects good. It's like maybe first alien effects. You know, so Ter Terminator 1 actually holds up to the I saw it the other day. And outside of the fact that it was a little grainy, you know, just, just the quality of the video, but the, the, the story and the effects still hold but up. But did you see the part that I always talk about that, that, that kind of takes me out of the movie in Terminator? What's that? The part when he goes into the motel room. Yeah, and, and, and that's where they, supposedly they do it, right? No, 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 no. Not them. The humans, I understand, getting the motel room. Oh, you mean When the, the fuck client. did the Terminator check into a motel? He, he had he goes. No, he climbs in through the fucking, uh, the, uh, what do you call it, the, 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 the fire escape. Right. Goes through the window. Yeah. And in the room, there happens to be everything that he fucking needs to fix himself. So obviously it's his fucking room. Well, yeah, he, he, he hides the guns under the bed. He even curses out the. Uh, well, he came through with nothing, so you have to understand that he probably went around to a couple of sporting goods stores and robbed a bunch of shit. You know. So Terminator went fucking shopping. Yeah, he did, but they they. they he had a little fucking cart. Did he, he go around uh, the? He assimilated yeah. well. He went around Dick's Sporting Goods. What did he do, Joe? He, exactly. You, you know, it you takes have to you assume. out of the movie. If you watch that one scene, you you when the fuck did he check into the Holiday Inn? I, I don't when like does when, that happen? I don't like when he took his eye out. That was kind of. But, but that, that happens in the hotel room. And he stuck. Will be assimilated. Resistance is futile. Yeah, that's yes. a, that's a Trekkie reference. No, that's the board. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying when he's in there and he fucking he literally goes up the the uh, fire escape and says, "Dead or alive, you're coming with me." <laughs> Dead or alive, you're coming with me. It's not the Toma. That's actually that's actually Rip uh, that Ripley Reese's. That's Kyle that's Reese's, Reese's line. line. Yeah, I get what they're making the. I would uh, be if you want to live. Come with me if you want to stay alive. Yeah. That's in the Lego movie. That's, that's they do that in the Lego movie. <laughs> I had I saw that because I have all my nieces, and they, they actually do that line. Uh -huh. Come with me if you want to get out of here alive. <laughs> they don't say live. Very good movie. And for, I literally, I was watching it. There's a, it's, it's just for kids. There is like some jokes that are for adults, and then the rest. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, it's Lego. Yeah. But the one thing I have to say about uh, Hammy's rant Yesterday, yeah. uh, that was on Brains too. Even about the show, he he snuck in how bad fucking RoboCop uh, the the reboot the reboot was. It I, sucks. I have to agree with him. It sucks. I, I oh, oh, it was horrible. Anytime you remake a cl uh, classic, oh, always, was, they always suck. It was horrible. You know some RoboCop horrible. RoboCop even like like talk about movies holding up. RoboCop doesn't even hold up. It's it's so stupid. No, it does. Ro the original RoboCop holds up fine. I don't think so. I'll buy that for a dollar. That's yeah. exactly that's why it holds up because yeah. it's what well, it's demented and that's why it holds up. RoboCop two but, sucks, donkey. Yeah. Uh, RoboCop 3 is fucking atrocious. But 
the fuck because then that they led into RoboCop. Third. They made a th- fuck that. They made a series, asshole. It was Shit. RoboCop the TV series. Yeah, it was pretty bad. The but all of that. But the the one the thing that worked. Th- this whole movie does not work. RoboCop the reboot was fucking horrible. Nothing works in the movie. The plot line is totally different. They make them. They make them pretty much very human. In the he beginning of the movie, it. he remembers everything. He uh, l- legitimately like goes to the house like nothing's wrong as RoboCop. When he's in- like, he shows up at the house, Joe. He has no body left. Oh, yeah. He got. He has a, in the movie. Fuck spoilers. Well, I don't even he's shit. like the six million dollar man. No, 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 Joe. Yeah. He looks like the Borg Queen. He, oh, yeah, okay. Legitimately, he has a head and a hand. Wow. That's all he has left. Everything else got <laughs> blowed up. <laughs> Everything got blown up. Oh, and lungs. He has lungs. <laughs> it's like in that Woody Allen movie. All they had was his nose. Yeah, he has, he has a head and a fucking hand and lungs, and that's it. So then what happens is they, they go and they, they, they explain to him, this is your body. It's not a suit. Which, by the way, ripped off Iron Man. Uh-huh. It ripped off Iron Man. Everything was, everything was literally all the same shit you saw in every fucking Iron Man movie. Really? Like, they take off the suit. All right, besides the fact that he's only a head of fucking pair of lungs and in and, and, and the hand, mm-hmm. legitimately, then they put the suit back on, and it's the same way Tony Stark puts on the fucking Iron Man suit. Like, it's the same way. The machines come out, and put all his fucking... Sounds like, uh, you know, he went there Pep Boys, and they were using the fucking hydraulics on him and shit, and they, 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 they put the, the rivets and everything into him, and they, build the, they, they put the suit on. So right there, it took me out of it, because he was so campy... That was more campy than anything. So that's there. The um, They tried to sneak in the lines, like, I'd buy that for a dollar. Mm-hmm. Um, Dead or Alive, You're Coming With Me. Uh, they tried to sneak those fucking lines in. That was atrocious. Where they put them in doesn't make any sense. But when he goes to the fucking house, Joe, yeah. as RoboCop, yeah. okay, when they're first going to go, like, oh, you get to see your kid. So oh. he goes to the fucking house, and he's, like, literally, like, like talking normal like he's not robocop he's fucking hey so you, you want to touch it <laughs> like is the kid the kid's afraid to touch you know hug his father oh, yeah. so he's like hey you want to touch you know touch touch the armor and see Ooh. what it feels like and everything and like it, it literally was like one step away from then seeing robocop later in the in the in the movie going to stop and shop with his wife okay. that's what it fucking seemed like like he was going like he's going back to a regular fucking life yeah that's how they played it off like, as if he was going back to to, to be with his wife did, normal. Did he have a dick? No, he had no dick. He didn't give him a robo-dick. He has nothing. <laughs> then he can't go back to his wife. He has absolutely nothing. So then from that... Um, that's, uh, a good, that's a good point on the movie, robo-dick. They, they, they dope him down, so then he starts talking like Peter Weller, where he's like, dead or alive, you're coming with me. He starts doing the RoboCop shit, but that's only after they drug him. Peter Willis not playing him, is he? No, no, he's oh. not even in. They should have had him at least as a cameo. They don't even yeah. have fucking anything in there. He's busy. The 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 plot line that's the murder mystery Directly. angle gets solved halfway through the movie. You already know that it was a plot. You already figure out who the bad people are within the first five minutes of the fucking movie. It's all um. Ah, smells like an episode of Conspiracy <laughs> Theory. Oh, it totally was, Governor. It certainly was. It was horrible. Oh. Like, I couldn't get over how bad it was. And then, the best is, like, at the end of the movie, first off, then they changed the costume. Mm-hmm. The, the suit is now black. Oh, that was horrible. And it, For no fucking reason. 
There's no reason to make it black and make it space age looking. Is he nasty? Is he nasty like you know? Robo- mean? RoboCop like is, is is he like a mean RoboCop? Or like, no, like, they have, like they have the Dark Knight. Or, no, no, they have him fucking le- legitimately. What he is is they make him into like at one point he's just a robot. Like at one point he's just they they to have. For a movie that, by the way, like they were trying to make this into a story that didn't rely on special effects, because there's an actual story, you know, the guy trying to triumph over adversity and come back and live his life, and but then the whole thing, then it was ninety nine percent special effects. Like they try to have this heartwarming story well, this into a- like flipping over shit and shooting his guns off and fucking well, karate chopping fucking cinder blocks. So this is not a sequel. It's, it's a remake. Oh, totally remake. Oh, it's a reboot. Yeah, it's total yeah. fucking okay. shit. I it was, was horrible. I thought it was like a sequel, like you know, RoboCop's further adventures. No, know? and I and I went there. I went there with an open mind because every fucking critic that I heard from legitimately said it wasn't bad. They really? were like, "Oh, this is good. You should go oh. go see it." And that's why it's still in the it's in the top five. It, really? it was like number four. Uh, so the difference between this reboot and J.J. Abrams' Star Trek reboots, it's the Star Trek reboots. Yes, it had a different origin story and it had a different beginning plot line, yeah. but the characteristics of the characters are still there. Yeah, this one's not. This, yeah. this one's not. The at all. Attitude and the personalities of the characters are still there. Yeah, that's what and, I liked about it. Like the guy playing Spock is playing Spock, and the guy playing McCoy is playing McCoy. He's, yeah, he's, not, he's not trying to reinvent the character. This, this was, did not look like a RoboCop movie. It looked like a poor imitation. Yeah, you know, and the best part about the original RoboCop, it was like you were you were watching footage from the future. That's how they presented that movie. You're watching TV. There's all the different TV shows come in and flip on and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And the thing that totally fucking ruined it for me was Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson's in the movie. He plays He's a this great guy. Actor. He plays Novak. Who has like a, a a Bill O'Reilly type show? Oh, okay. Okay, and it's set in the future, so it's Bill O'Reilly just hosted by a black guy. But they had to sneak in, and because it's only fucking PG mm-hmm. or thirteen, the movie mm-hmm. it's not R. They let him say motherfucker, but they bleep it oh. in the movie, and that's the thing. Like, legitimately, in the whole the whole point of RoboCop. Was that it was a, it was a kind of a narrative about big business taking over shit and you getting run by a corporation and all that. That's what OCP is. That's what Omni means. Omni is all encompassing. OmniCorp. Mm-hmm. That's what the whole OCP. The whole fucking nine yards. They don't do anything like that in this movie. OmniCorp's just a company. It's like Coke or Pepsi. It's just fucking there. In the other one, legitimately, it's it runs everything in Detroit. That was the whole point of it, and that's they ended up running the cops. Yeah, in in the movie, and that's why RoboCop was made. That was the whole point. They wanted to, you know, make the whole thing. In this one, it's a fucking uh, storyline around that they, they want to have robots in America to make more money, and we're the only country that doesn't allow robots and in honestly, the future. My 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 biggest complaint, bar by by far, we we've mentioned all the complaints I've had about the movie. My biggest complaint was it, you, it is it, impossible to make a PG-13 remake of a violent R-rated movie. Absolutely. It's impossible. You cannot do it. The RoboCop, we all know how violent the Robo, the original RoboCop Yeah, and it was great for that reason. The, the, the origins of, of, uh, of Murphy getting literally torn to bits with all the shotguns. 
this, in this movie, he gets burnt with a car bomb. Still pretty violent, but it's nowhere near as, as gruesome as the original. And it's it's a PG-13 movie with PG-13 violence. And it shows it every fuck every scene showed it. It it was it was garbage. It was garbage. It was a waste of time. And there will be a fucking RoboCop too. Oh, because they already set it up and it's fucking atrocious. What do you guys think is going to be the big movie of the summer? Which one is coming out? That's going to be right now. Movie. It's going to be Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, I'm telling you right now, that's going to be the big. I, that's not really in the summer, but it's going to be one of the biggest movies. Is that a Marvel? I think. Movie? I think Spider Man Two. Really? Spider-Man I think Spider Man Two is going to be big, but I don't think it's going to be as big as as Guardians. I, it's either going to be the the biggest surprise. Or the biggest bomb, and it sucks. That it's going to be either one of those. Is Godzilla? I really. I think Godzilla is going to be great. Yeah, that, that I'd like. Wait to for, I cannot wait for Godzilla. All right, what, Danny? What do you want to do? Do you want to go to break, or do you want to just call and do the bit? Because uh, I know now it's already noon. Yeah, let's just call. All right, we're, all right. So we'll keep kinda, talking about Godzilla while I set this for Hammy, I gotta hang up on you though. All right, that's fine. All right, so Hammy, you go away. We uh, call back in a little bit. All right. All right, bye, Hammy. Godzilla. Godzilla. Are they going to do like the original one, like Raymond Burr was in? Not it, no, it, it's, it's going to be it's going to be along the lines of. I didn't like um, the sequel, the second one they made. I didn't like that at all. What the one that was the newer one? The one with uh, Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick. Yeah, I, yeah. That's, I well, that's that's not what the fuck this is going to be. Oh, good. That's not what the, what they're doing now is they're making. Legitimately, like a movie that is pretty goddamn close to Godzilla. What's with all, what's with all the like the, the reboots? Like you know, reboot of RoboCop. Like now they're doing well, like the Spider Man's over again. It's like what about an original crap? There's nothing new. Oh. You know, they want to go with the short, short proven product. They're investing sixty, seventy million dollars in each one of these productions. They want to make sure. They yeah, but you're not investing sixty and seventy whatever million dollars yeah, in something original. Yeah. But here's the fucking problem: you're not guaranteed those movies are going to do any good. Yeah, You're not means, guaranteed yeah. shit. In Especially end, if people are now sick of fucking making uh, things, Joe. Yeah. Well, in That's the, the entertainment problem. business is never a guarantee. All right, so let's call someone in the entertainment business. Paulie okay. K is going to be on the phone in a minute. Okay, Paulie. From Extreme Magazine. Paulie K, people. Paulie K. Let's see if Paulie K picks up. That would be helpful. Hello? Yellow, I'm looking for Mr. Paulie K from Extreme Magazine, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Paulie K, Extreme Magazine, on the phone. You can go to Extreme Magazine with an X dot com um, for further details. Plus, Extreme Magazine has the new app, uh, the Extreme 411 app as well. Go to your, wherever you buy your apps, either the Apple, you know, the Apple Store, or of course, go to the Android uh what the frick is it called on the Android Google store? Play. Google the Google Play. Play. Thank you. Google Play. Google Play. That place. You go there and you and you pick up the app. It's good stuff. Uh, Paulie K, what's going on, man? It helps. The app helps you find the dirty joints. You know what I'm saying? Got to find some dirty joints over here. It helps you find the hoochie mamas. Hey, where those broads at with the big legs and the titties? Where are they going there? <laughs> Check the 411, motherfucker. I like Check that. the 411. Bring the singles, boys. Bring the singles. Bring them crumpled up 20s, too. The girls like it over there. <laughs> All right, so tell me, Paulie K. Give me the inside track. What's going on in the world of pornography, sir? 
Well, I'll tell you what, bud. We got uh, Charlie Sheen there. He's bagged himself another porn broad. Damn right. Paulie Sh- uh, Paul Sheen. That, that, not Paulie Sheen. Yeah, that too. That guy too. But Charlie Sheen. <laughs> <laughs> Paulie K telling me about Charlie Sheen. Uh, but the uh, Charlie Sheen thing is kind of funny because we know Brett. Brett Rossi is his. Uh, she's been on the show multiple times. She's a friend of this program. Is now going to be the future Charlie Sheen, Mrs. Charlie Sheen. Joe, you know? oh, that's what they say. They say uh, you know she really uh, he really warms up to her. So uh, they say that he popped the question on his private jet. Wow. How do you, how do you not how do you not say yes? You were Charlie Sheen on a private jet. I, I think do I'd I say get a yes, parachute so. first. Is that, <laughs> is that class or what? Is that class? He op- he opened the box and went winning. <laughs> that's, that's he gave her blood. some of the tiger blood. Yeah. I guess. Oh, gotta take some tiger blood. We gotta do a we gotta do a blood test, baby. We gotta do a blood test. <laughs> anyway, there's some people that say it's a hoax. There's some people that say it's real. I don't think Brett's talking about it, so we don't know what's going on. But that's the rumor. Well, if she, the thing is, if it was like a PR stunt or bullshit, she'd be talking. Why would Brett not be talking? Because she, it, it, that, all it does is give her hype. You know what I mean? That's and right. put her name in the press. So if she hasn't, she hasn't said shit. All she's, she put up a couple of Twitter posts, didn't she? Yeah, she kept her legs closed and her mouth closed. Hi-oh! So we don't know what she's doing, but the photographer said Charlie Sheen couldn't stop bragging about it when he left his plane. Well, dude, when you're Charlie Sheen, first off, and you got all that, all that money, you have a great show now on FX, Anger Management, which is doing phenomenal. And you're, by the way, your wife is a fucking porn star and former <laughs> penthouse pet of the uh, year. Why would you not be winning? Why would you not be having a good day? Come on. Oh, he's winning. He's winning. Dude, that motherfucker, by the way, Charlie Sheen, in his house, in his house, when all this uh, bullshit was going on, the original winning and the tiger blood and all that shit, they took yeah. a, they showed a tour of his house, Paulie. They legitimately, he has a walk-in humidor that's about the size of most cigar lounges. Oh. I know. I, I, I literally, I creamed from that. Let alone that the, son of a bitch. Oh, that son of a bitch and bastard. Uh, Joe, do it. That son of a bitch and bastard. Do it. No good son of a bitch best. There you go. That guy. <laughs> oh, that stupid son of a bitch. He has, le- legitimately, it's like a walk-in fucking humidor. It's huge. It's monstrous. Yeah, he's got money for sure. Yeah. Uh, he was working out while smoking a cigar. Ever, oh, the, ever the class like act. House. Ever the class act. All right, what else is going on? All right, Brett Rosie, Charlie Sheen, what else is going on? We got that chick, Farrah Abrams. I don't know if you guys know the teenage uh, mom. Oh, no, right. no, she was on this fucking show, too. <laughs> Lying about being in a porno that wasn't a porno. Oh, no. Oh, it was a God, whole movie. This... Somebody stole my whole movie. Hey, somehow this dick went in my pussy. I don't know how it happened. I, I don't know. I sat down and his dick was there. I don't know. <laughs> what I happened? Down on his I don't know. Someone hold my kid while I blow these four guys. my <laughs> kid. <laughs> Yeah, hold my kid. I got mommy's got to make some money. That's like China. I don't take it up the ass. Yeah, she she was in a movie with a porn star. James Dean is a legit porn star, who everybody yeah. knows. And now Farrah, she's back in the news, right? Isn't there a sequel now to this stolen porno? There's a sweet a sequel, and I believe there's more too. I think there's more footage that Stephen Hirsch has, the president of Vivid. And she's trying to save face by saying she was drugged and she was raped and they treated her horribly and she didn't want anything to do with it. 
I was oh, drugged okay. and raped and had to perform sexual acts for my own pleasure. How dare you, sir? How dare you? I, I, I don't believe Farrah Abram as far as I can fucking throw her. I, she, they, told me, they told me the camera was off, I swear. Uh, when I was blowing the camera guy, he said, no, don't worry, this won't ever get out. Fucking whore. I thought, I thought the model release form was the lunch menu. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, I don't know what the hell was going on there. I, I don't know what I'm doing over here. She, she, <laughs> when she came on this fucking show, Vera Abram had the balls. I had an email prior to her being on this show, right? So we set yep. up the whole thing. They send me an email, and the and her PR person goes, "You can't talk about this. Can't talk about that. If you bring this up, she's gonna automatically hang up the phone. Can't do this. Uh, she did not make a porno. Do not refer to her as a porn star. Um, she did not know that they were filming. Blah blah. There's a laundry list of shit I wasn't supposed to say. I waited till she was on, and we said it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> because there is no way you're gonna come on this program and lie. And say that you that first off, I've never seen a porno shot that well. <laughs> like like oh, I made a homemade porno and it's fucking awesome. First yeah, off, everything's well lit and properly well, positioned. She fucked him in the back of the limo and it was beautifully lit. How is that a fucking homemade <laughs> porno? I've been blown in cars. It looks like two manatees fucking fighting over a nugget. <laughs> this bitch has got beautiful lighting. She's taking off a panty slowly. Now don't get me wrong, I've never I've never fucked a broad that was as hot as Farrah Abraham. Like I'm talking body wise. I've never had one of those fucking hot chicks like that in my life. But I have to imagine even they don't pull off their panties that slowly and get into it like there was a fucking soundtrack to this thing. Well, she's not exactly the brightest bulb in the closet, right? So maybe she's trying to figure it out. Yeah, she's making it up as she goes along. More lies. More lies are being spread. Yeah. Oh, oh, what happened? I slipped and fell on his dick. I don't know. Yeah. So <laughs> she's know. trying to save face, and uh, Steve uh, propositioned her to take a polygraph test for $1 million. Oh, gee, and I wonder if she'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a surprise, right? I think I think Hirsch is uh, holding on to his million. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think that she's going to go, I'll do it, sir. I have nothing to hide. Here, hold my kid. <laughs> She probably doesn't know what that is. Uh, polygraph. She thinks it's for fucking people's dentures. <laughs> Piece of shit. She don't know what I... She, when she was on this show, she literally was like... I could have interviewed a fucking rock and got more oh. out of somebody. She was like, uh, I, I don't know what you're referring to. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Um, so let me tell you what happened, really. Uh, the, the tape was stolen. And um, um, <laughs> Fuck you! Yeah, what's your name, honey? Wait, yeah. come on. Just say your fucking name. That's all. You had more logs than fucking Abraham Lincoln, Farrah Abraham. <laughs> fucking douchebag. I like, though. Come on. You're talking to the ninth wonder of the world line she gave out. Yeah. <sighs> What'd you say? That's China. Oh, yeah. China, yeah. We're talking well, about no, Farrah Abraham. I know, but he was what? talking about China before. Uh, way, way to catch up. Another fucking lie. We had China on the show. And oh. chi and China pulled the same bullshit. China said the same thing. China didn't know that she made this porno. Yeah, I never took it up the ass. Yeah, <laughs> it never happened. I didn't know what happened. Meanwhile, meanwhile, fucking Sean Waltman, that you're fucking in that movie, is holding the camera 
over your pussy while he's slamming it with his dick. But you have no clue that it was filming involved. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, China's a fucking Frankenstein. You kidding oh, me? Man. A fire badger. Yeah. I think they took out her brain when they implanted all that shit in her. Putting on the Ritz. Putting on the Ritz. Joe, you know what she is? A faccia brutta di sclaziano buttana, eh? A faccia brutta, eh? Sclaziano. All right, so what else? We got Farrah Abraham. We had Charlie Sheen getting married. What else we got? We got uh, a little uh, thing here about uh, Valentine's Day being the busiest day of the year for webcam models. Ah. So when you were, when, you know, when Valentine's Day was on the 14th and you weren't getting any, you obviously right. you go you go you go jerk one out to the webcam models. A lot of the guys were jiggling their mouths, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> double clicking, I'm double clicking. Oh, <laughs> I love. See, that, to me, a girl that does a webcam, that's a stand-up girl right there. You don't you that's don't marry right. her. You just you just totally just you just hang out with her. You just hang out with her, man. See what happens because. She is willing to save a lot of money with flowers and a dinner anyway, right? Fuck yeah. You might as well eat your fucking, get some takeout, sit there, talk to her during the fucking little web show she's doing. And then <laughs> if, if you finish your rigatoni, you start playing with your baloney. Whatever the fuck you have done. <laughs> boom, I'm done. Now I go to bed. Yeah, boom. I don't get no herpes from you. I don't get no fucking oops. <laughs> I forgot to wear the condom bullshit. Don't got to abort no, no kids. Then <laughs> you're done. Have a good day. <laughs> These girls are talking about making thousands of dollars from one client. That's to show yeah. you right there. Can I bring? Can I bring up that that is? I told you this a long time ago, gentlemen. Women rule the world. Oh yeah. Pussy oh, is the yeah. strongest drug that's out there in the world. When that shit hit the streets a long time ago, pussy just took over everything. Yeah. Took over cocaine, <laughs> took over heroin, pussy is the hardest drug that you're never going to be able to kick in your life. Because think about it. You're not even on a webcam, Danny. You're not even doing the drug. You're watching you're someone watch. play with the drug. Yeah. And you're getting you don't off. Even have the drug. You don't even have the drug in your hand. And you're throwing money at this fucking girl to play with her drug. That's it. That's what you're, you're doing. You're watching, you're watching someone else enjoy the drug. That's how strong <laughs> this drug is. Just to get a glimpse at it. Yeah, you don't watch another cocaine, uh, you know, cocaine addict and go, "Wow, look at him snort that fucking blow." Mm, <laughs> mm, mm. Never happens. A pussy? Oh, oh, fuck you! Yeah. Remember, actually, I, 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 God forgive me, I don't remember her name. The porn star we had on who did the live webcam show while she was on the oh, phone doing yeah. a, doing an interview with us. Shit, that was I don't all great. I don't remember her name. She had one of those machines, uh, Polly. She had one of them jackhammer yeah. fucking dildos. Oh, oh. What? so fucking awesome. So fucking she was awesome. Serious, huh? She took out the heavy machinery. She just yeah. and literally she did we didn't even know she was gonna do it. She was calling us via her uh party line there and she just decided to have sex on the air and she's oh. jamming this thing in her cooch and it's legitimately well, you could hear it go like, and our listeners loved it because we posted the the live feed for it. Yeah, so they got to watch a free. They didn't have to spend a couple of grand. They got to watch it free. And I, if I can remember her name, it would be great. She was what phenomenal. Was What's going on over there? Oh, so we have too many fucking things going on over here. What is she fracking? <laughs> she was fracking. I'm looking for gas in the water. <laughs> uh, Turn this bitch up on high. I gotta find some oil. Damn right. I'm going gold mining, motherfucker. Get in here. Wow. She did that for free for you guys on the air? Oh, dude, it was, it was amazing. 
Amazing. One of the best days here on the program. Amazing. Oh my gosh. All right, so what else we got? I know you got more stories, man. Yeah, I got I got one I got one here about porn addiction. Oh, I have that. Good. And this is a shocker because this is uh, unreal. These people, these scientists say that uh it's not porn that hurts the kids. It's the parents. What a fucking shock is that, right? Uh, wow. How do we yeah. how do the parents hurt them? What kind of weird taboo shit's going on there? <laughs> Daddy comes in the middle of the night and jerks me off. Oh boy. He gives Look me out. a handy. Look out. Yeah, they say the family life is way more dangerous than porn for children and it really doesn't do much damage to their uh to their way of life or their brains. It's how, just the But yeah. how how would it? I mean absolutely porn is, porn is the most giving thing out there. How does that hurt you at all? Legit- I know, but all these old people keep saying you know, they're getting addicted to porn. You know, it's just bullshit. Uh, I just read somewhere that scientists just said there is absolutely no such thing as porn addiction. Like, there's no, right. you, you can't, you think they, they, it's not really an addiction. So you can you can actually turn it off at any time. Not me, because I tried sticking my dick in the VCR once. <laughs> but <laughs> it's real, God damn it, it's real. <laughs> Jenna James, I can uh, reach it. I can reach it. If I crawl through the box, I can get to her box. I can reach it. Um, but it, it legitimately is one of those things where you sit back and you watch. Like, it, it, think about it. You watch some porn. Joe watches porn down here in, in the studio and definitely jerks off when we're not around. I know you have, Joe. Don't lie. Every day. Don't lie like you do. Uh, you know, and that's what I'm saying. Like, so you go in, you watch a little porn, you jack one out, and then you're done. Like, like you're done. You're done. Like, where does that hurt a kid at, at all? Maybe, maybe like some of the, uh, uh, what do you call that? The, the topics in porn are something oh. that you shouldn't be watching. Like, there was yeah, somewhere. No animal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A little bestiality. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. not good. Um, if little Jimmy wants to see a tit. Go ahead. It's yeah. okay. All right. And really, at fourteen or like thirteen, fourteen, like you know, whatever, you, you're not really, you don't know all the other shit. Like you don't like type in uh, clowns raping nuns. Okay, and search. Oh look, forty billion fucking movies of clowns raping nuns. You don't watch it. What are you watching? Like you watch, you you probably in the search engine writing like penis in vagina. Okay, and search. Eight gazillion movies come up. I mean, that's what I'm saying. How can porn is the most helpful thing in the world? And I've said this before, and I'll say it again: porn is the most honest business in the world. Strip clubs, not that honest. You go to a strip club, the girls automatically make your dicks hard, and then they leave. Right? So all it is, they lie to you. They act as if they're gonna have sex with you, and then they don't. Okay. But when you watch a movie, if you watch, you know, donkey raping nun sluts four. Do you know what you get in that movie? The fourth installment of nuns getting donkey raped. That's what you get. It's the most honest business. It gives you exactly what it is. It never lies to you. It might lie to you about, like, dick sizes and everything. Cause yeah. that, that ain't fun. Because I am nowhere near one of those fucking dudes. No, you got the one-inch punch, huh, Uncle Eddie? You got the one-inch punch? No, I have at least two inches, you son of a bitch. There you go. Um, That's good. No, but, like, you watch the... Uh, the I, used to get, I used to get, like, uh, uh, tape trading with the porn, and, like, I would get them from... Uh, 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 you know him. You don't, you don't fucking know him, Danny. You know him, Billy. Uh, Dirty Old Andy. Yeah. From uh, Pathmark. And he used to bring... He used to drive his car 
to fucking Pedmark when he wasn't working there anymore, and he would open his trunk and go, okay, which one do you want to watch today? And he would have a trunk full of porn tapes, Danny. It's peddling porn. Just peddling porn. And literally, that was like my first foray into actual good pornography. Like, I watched 1776. On that, uh, <laughs> like classic pornos, the ones with the, the, the number, what was the chick name? Uh, she had a butt ugly face, but she was in like all the pornos back in the, uh, uh, fucking 80s. She always played like a detective. She, she always, oh she had like a butt ugly face, but a body, like amazing body. She had a big nose. I don't fucking remember her name. I can't think of her name. I don't name. fucking know. I don't know what point you were watching. I was watching some sick shit, dude. Uh, no, so she's in that, like, and that's where I learned, like, I learned, like, like the porno history. It was shit. Barbara Walters. It was Barbara Walters. Oh. Damn it. God uh, why did you bring Walters. that up? Barbara Wawa. Uh, Baba Wawa. Yeah, that's the same thing she sounds like with a dick in her mouth. Baba Wawa. <laughs> uh, she, no, but I was watching those movies, and that's where I got, like, kind of thrown into the porn world where I would see things and watch things. But that's... It was so helpful. That's what I'm saying. I don't see where porn could ever be hurtful. Like, when women, like... The best thing about women, like, they come out and they'll bitch and moan and say, like, porn is to women anyway. It's like, oh, uh, totally, uh, you know, it's totally against women. And, uh, you know, it totally pushes them down a peg or two. They're always... Women are in charge in porno. Like, just like in the real world, the guy doesn't force them to have sex in these movies. Like, more than half the time, they're fucking, they're the ones that are telling the guy, well, by the way, we're going to have sex. <laughs> like, when you watch the pornos, they, they're, they're, they're so empowered. It's, like, oh, yeah. ridiculous. And, and the thing is, in the porno industry, I think Paulie can fucking tell you, the, you know, Paulie, by the way, Paulie K from Extreme Magazine, go to ExtremeMagazine.com. Um, Paulie can probably attest to this. In the porno industry, women rule the roost. All they do is lube up their vag and go to town. <laughs> they go to like, oh, what are we going to do in the ass? A couple of squirts yeah. of lube. They're ready to go. The dude has right. to stay hard. <laughs> he first he has to get hard with a crowd of guys that look like us standing around him holding cameras. <laughs> Eating bagels. Yeah. Eating bagels. Oh, catering? They're late today. Yeah. Uh, that's where he, when he runs out of hand, you know, you know, when he's holding his plates in his hand, he puts a couple of bagels on his dick so he can bring them over to the table because he has to stay hard the whole time. And some of them, yeah, they cheat, they t- they pop the Viagra and all that shit, and they go out there. But these guys legitimately are the ones that are hard working. They have to go out there and do this shit. And like a Ron Jeremy who could pop on command, you don't find that in other other places. Like you know what I mean, like. No. Can you legitimately hit the post every time, Billy? No. Ron Jeremy counts down <laughs> 10, 9, 8, 7, uh, uh, boom, and on one, he's shooting his goo. Yeah. That, the that, girl shows up, she says, you got to fuck me here and here and not here and here, and I got to go pick up my dry cleaning, so hurry the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. And, that, and that's the thing. Like the dude, the, There is so much work when it comes to being a dude in porn. It's, it's shocking how women come out and go, it's degrading to women. They're the ones that run the industry. (laughs) Guys got to do two or three scenes a day to make a living at this thing. Exactly. Women don't have to do shit. They got to show up. Yeah, they show up, then they douche, and they're gone. That's it. (laughs) 
That sounds like every ex-girlfriend I've ever had. They come in, they douche, and they're gone. It's like prostitution. <laughs> it's been around for like ages and ages. Like the, uh, it's probably being the movie Pompeii, but yeah. it, like they're digging up Pompeii and like archaeologists and stuff. And all yeah. they're finding is brothel after brothel after brothel. Well, I mean, it was it, the uh, Romans for. Fu- I know, I mean, but like, like it's degrading to women. Like you said, it's been around for fucking forever. Yeah. They They're going to find little tablets with porn pictures on them that you can flip through. <laughs> they actually did. They did they, uh, <laughs> what was the thing they found the other day I saw? That they, there was old school with the Egyptian pharaohs. There was fucking... Um, they took bumblebees and put them inside of a gourd so they would vibrate. And that was the first vibrator. That was on the oh, History Channel the yeah. other day. But they put yeah. they put bumblebees. Yeah, they put bumblebees inside yeah. a gourd and they'd seal the gourd up and it would vibrate a little bit and then the fucking you know the uh, Cleopatra would take it and put it on a fucking pussy. That's better than the, cell uh, phone. The, <laughs> West Kansas. The History Channel believe, has the serious history of sex and yeah. they go back in time. But uh, when I was watching the same thing about Pompeii, and it was showing all the brothels. But to go back, they did paint images over the girls rooms and that's what kind of sex like they were into like that's how you knew which girl you wanted oh that's uh that's uh comicles and comicles she likes oh anal and oh oh there's a picture of her this is great this is here yeah oh she likes bondage and oh oh bestiality i was like yeah Ah, this is my girl the the early form of advertising for each girl like when they had their room it was like a paint and that's the kind of like crap she was into go down to room v i i i hang around Right at X. Make another yeah. left and go to XXX because that's the room and we then, want. And then we'll mummify your penis while we're at it. Oh, the mummifying penis. That was great. They have any chandeliers on those paintings? Uh, they, they, they weren't swinging from chandeliers, Joe. Yeah. It was Pompeii. They had rocks and dirt. Okay. Oh, God. Just imagine fucking. Literally the most uncomfortable shit you can think of. There were no beds. No, no, because it was like it was like a room. It was like carved in like stone. And then like the, the bed they showed was like a, a rock slab, like in the, like the size of a bed, and it's they fucking, put like straw on there for it's like fucking comfort. Flintstone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's exactly what it is. If you watch, because they showed a picture of them excavating everything, and and, and the good and place is changing the straw every now and they, then. Yeah. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, we have a turn down service. <laughs> yeah. They sweep the shit off your rock, off your slab, <laughs> and then they bring the donkey in, and he's like, oh, gotta put some. <laughs> and even then, even then. The staff, the staff, the cleaning crew, Mexican. Weird. Those Weird thing. Yeah. Weird thing. Paul, again, you got a final story for us? I got one more, I think, uh, story hidden here in the archives. Why not? Let's end it on a high note. Yeah. Ooh! Oh, we got homegrown video. You know, that that's uh, that video company, right? They I take heard amateur porns. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Danny likes the amateur I- porn. Yeah. I'm a fan of it. Yeah, I, I like the, the, the amateur porn. Of it. I've been trying to make a homegrown video, but I'm the only one who wants to participate. Yeah, homegrown so, masturbation, yeah, starring Joe. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing, honey? I'm making a movie. Yeah, Shut up. let me alone. This is a good profit. <laughs> Lonely at the top. Who's in it? Me. <laughs> I want to be just so, <laughs> what's, so what's going on with homegrown video? 
they released a survey that said that, uh, surprisingly, most of their submissions come from the Bible Belt area of America. Surprise, surprise, surprise. That figures, boy. A bunch of Looks like the pastors and the ministers, they're uh, dipping it in the holy water again, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yep. I like to stop banging my sister for a minute and make a nice porno. <laughs> I'm your sister. I'm your sister. Oh, that's right. Shoot everything that's from right. the neck down, huh? <laughs> yeah, don't you don't use any faces in here there, Barbara Ann. That looks like somebody's ass, I can tell. Hey, Cletus, get in here. Wrong, but I say it's right. <laughs> Cletus, get in here and eat my box, goddammit. But I'm your brother. And it ain't even Wednesday. <laughs> oh, so what's going on? So they're getting they're getting pornos from the Bible belt? The Bible Belt is the most popular area they get videos from. Yes, they're making the most amateur porn in the Bible Belt. Now, do they act these things out? Like, is there actually, like, a story plot in the amateur porn? Or is this straight sex? Like, the video starts and somebody's getting blown or something. I guess it imagine uh, how ambitious you are, right? I don't know. What am I saying? Do they actually act out scenes? Like, do, like are they outside no. their trailer no. filming, <laughs> like, an action movie? Amateur porn is mostly just, like, you know, a, a guy and a girl, and, they're, they're, and they just turn yeah. on the camera and they start banging. Danny, That's please it. tell yeah, me they, about they, amateur they porn. They no, they, they, they're standing on the welfare line. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But they don't, they don't come up with story plots, like the pizza guy's coming in, and she starts yeah, blowing nah. up. We can't they afford can't pizza. pizza. Yeah, never mind. They just got a camera, you Everything else. I'd like to see it like 50s TV, you know, like the honeymooners. Hey, Ross, I'm home. Lift up your dress, honey. <laughs> hey, Norton, get in here and fuck my wife. Come on, baby. <laughs> hey, Norton, give Alice a bang zoom to the moon. Bang zoom. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if some of them tried to do it with a Polaroid camera. Yeah, oh, wow. <laughs> they make a fucking flip book. A flip book out of it. <laughs> hey, look, mommy's getting blown. Look. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, That'd be great because then, then 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 they can just like hide it with the Bible. So every time they want to go, you know, oh, I'm, I'm Bible I'm Bible reading, and then it just turns out to be a flip book of porn. I drew on the corner of Genesis Article One. Oh God! Uh, flip through. It Check out fast. Luke three sixteen. I, I hear that shit's hot. Luke three sixteen. I I just gave you anal. Well, there's a lot of sex in the Bible. Yeah. Jesus said that men should not lay with another man yes. unless there's a woman in the bed yeah. with them. Do not do it to your donkey. Do unto donkey cock. <laughs> do unto donkeys as they shall thou do unto you. Yeah. <laughs> Give a whole new meaning to Bible humping. I know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bible humping. Bible humping. Yeah. A reading from Paul to the Corinthians before they had the orgy. <laughs> Honor thy scrotum and thy mother. Oh, God. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, bang you your mother. That could have been the 11th commandment, you know. I shall get laid once a day. It's, you know, something like that. Thou shalt plant your seed in the womb of a woman. Yeah. Maybe into her ass as well. Go forth and propagate. Oh, God. <laughs> Thou shall swallow steel, uh, seed at all times. Mm -hmm. oh, Go forth and ejaculate. <laughs> Go forth and ejaculate. <laughs> she does the sign of the cross with your penis. Up, down, left, right. Up, down, left, right. Uh, spectacle, testicles, wallet, watch. Spectacle, testicles, wallet, watch. We've just rewrote the Bible. Yep. <laughs> I think Jesus was getting some because he was a man. And, and if you if you watch like the History Channel, well, you see that Jesus had kids. 
The real guy yeah. that supposedly is Jesus. You think so? Had kids. Did he really? Yes. They they, they, they show they had the the, the 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 whole Jesus family. It was oh. a tomb. They believe yeah. that. Well, Mar- it was also in the Da Vinci Code too, yeah. right? Yeah. He had a daughter. They believe oh, yeah. uh, Mar- Mary Madeline was not a horn. That the, the, the when the was Christian- that a horn? Was not a whore. <laughs> that was actually Jesus's <laughs> lover. And then the, the the Christian Church didn't want to have a woman involved with him and kids because they won't show him as being you know this big figure. Omnipotent. So they so they, they they played her as the whore in the Bible. She was the cup of Christ. Yeah. Mm. Well, and then she yeah. drank the seed out of the cup of Christ. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. I'm going to hell. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was like the other day. I was I was, I was seeing that commercial for uh, Son of God is coming out. Oh. See, on Friday, Son of God is coming out. Is that a comedy? Uh, it, 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 yeah. It's, it's, like, it's, like, it's like slapstick. Yeah, like, hey, stop nailing me in, guys. <laughs> I got oh, stuff to do. Well, did you ever see that Monty Python <laughs> film or Jesus' Younger Brother or something like that? You mean you mean the holy Quest for the Holy Grail? No, 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 Life of Brian. Oh, Life of Brian. Oh, Life of Brian, right. Life of Brian, yeah. Our new Messiah. Cheesemakers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love how Joe has old timers and doesn't remember anything. Uh, He's I, like, remember that movie with that guy? Yeah. <laughs> you know, he, he was in that movie with that guy. Yeah. Who the played guy the, that the thing when they did the that thing? Stuff? That's right, yeah, Paulie. And, yeah. then he, and then he used to stand. You remember he used to stand? He used to walk. Oh, and he, you know, he, he breathed. He was a breather, that yeah. guy. He was a breather. Oh, he had the hair and the legs. I oh, remember. I remember. Yeah. Shit. And the chick. She I wore that red dress. Something oh. too. <laughs> uh, I don't remember his name. I think it's Steve Joe's. I don't fucking remember. Vinny? Was it Vinny? I don't know. <laughs> the Thirteenth Disciple Vinny. I don't know his name. My name is Loretta. <laughs> I don't know. The uh, we're talking to Paulie K. We gotta get out of here with Paulie. But Paulie K. By the way, uh, works over there at ExtremeMagazine.com. He also wants you to make sure you get the Extreme Four One One app. You can do that by going to Google Play or the Apple iPhone store and uh, purchasing your app that you can do. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have to give you app instructions <laughs> where you can go uh, learn how to download an app and put it on your phone. But you can do that because, like Paulie K said, it helps you find the whores, which is yes. nice. It's a good app. Yes. I, I have it on my phone. It's good. It actually works well. The Extreme 411. <laughs> This is the voice of God. Go forth and find the whores. (laughs) You know, I knew a girl named Mary. Quite a whore. Uh, I have Mary and her four sisters. Mary and her. Hi, Uh, So why not? We're going to see. Paulie's going to be back, by the way. This is a, uh, we're going to do a monthly thing. Great. With Extreme Magazine. So Paulie's going to be pretty much. Part of the program, especially when we move over to Planet Platypus Radio uh, starting next week. Yes. We'll start the new trend. We'll figure out a date and everything. You will not hear the last of Paul E.K. from Extreme Magazine. Go to ExtremeMagazine.com. Remember, that's Extreme with an X right there. X-T-R-E-M-E dot com. Okay. Thank you for spelling well, it out. Well, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you, sir, for being on the program today. Great yes. guest, great time. Good job, man. Very good. Thank you very much. I had a great time, guys. Thanks for having me. All right. Paulie All right. K, everyone. Round of applause for Paulie yeah. K. <laughs> Later, man. All right. So, Paulie K, <coughs> that was nice. Nice guy. 
Nice guy. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Fun love it goes with the, goes with the punches. That's the way it should be. That's the way it should be. All right, let's get we'll uh, we'll finish the show up with some more stuff. Uh, let dirty thirty. Oh, the dirty thirty. And we haven't we'll, done we'll, this in a while. We'll go to break and then we'll come back. I got I, I got a good talk topic. I think we should go into. See when we come back right after these words. Okay. Come on. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. They have been told that they will never succeed in this business. They have been dumbed down. Called one of those type of shows offensive. 20 billion people were offended by this. Thrown out by their peers. They have fought censorship, shitty radio, and the pacification of America. They are done waiting. It's time for the hand to rise and the kings of reality radio to take what is theirs. There will be only one ham radio. I might give the dubious distinction. Blind Brent, he won't see it coming fucking at all. <laughs>2014 will be our year. Facebook and Twitter.com slash ham radio show. The ultimate experience and adult nightlife has just moved up to the next level at Monroe's of Palm Beach. And don't miss this month, Monroe's of Palm Beach presents Leather and Lace, featuring the beautiful Russian triple X porn star Nikita Von James. February 20th through the 22nd, she's blonde, busty, and guaranteed to warm even the coldest Siberian night. Monroe's of Palm Beach, 1000 North Congress Avenue in West Palm Beach, Florida. Check out their website at Monroe's Palm Beach. Beach.com. Monroe's of Palm Beach, the only name in elite adult entertainment and steakhouse dining in West Palm Beach, Florida. Surf Duck. Surf Duck. Get your game on with Surefuck Cologne. Surefuck University's team of scientists, known as the Unfuckables, developed a clean, manly scent of warm spice, uh, fresh fern, lavender, and refreshing citrus, uh, and gave it a badass name, Surefuck. Surefuck Cologne is a novelty gift, but with the high quality of a brand name men's fragrance. The quality makes Surefuck the perfect gift choice for bachelor parties, divorce celebrations, and for serious holiday and birthday gift giving year round. Surefuck. <laughs> Get your game on with the Surefuck University Dating Tips blog. Shop the new Surefuck clothing line and don't forget to pick up a bottle of your own at surefuckcologne.com. Buy three or more bottles and get 15% off your order. Nothing's for certain, but one thing's for sure. Surefuck. Surefuck Cologne for men is available on amazon.com and through surefuckcologne.com. Hey, Paul, I saw those pics you posted on your trip to the Big Apple. Looks like you had fun. Yeah, but what I didn't post is what I saw at Cafe Royale in Long Island. Really? Dude, I had the best night ever. There were over 200 entertainers. My boys and I finished off three bottles that were on special. And we got to see the A-Team featuring dancers Christina Agucci, Lacey Rain, Simone De Lustrous, and Phoenix Fires. Wow. Where did you say it was located? Long Island, New York. I'm definitely going next time I'm in New York City. Look it up at Cafe Royale. L-I dot com. 
Tell them Polly sent you. To honor Black History Month, Ham Radio recognizes great African Americans. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up, live out the true meaning of its dream. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. A black man is supposed to have no feelings. But when a black man strikes back, he's an extremist. He's supposed to sit passively and have no feelings, be non-violent, and love his enemy. No matter what kind of attack, be it verbal or otherwise, he's supposed to take it. But if he stands up and in any way tries to defend himself, <laughs> then he's an extremist. Do you believe in UFOs, astral projections, mental telepathy, ESP, clairvoyance, spirit photography, telekinetic movement, full trance mediums, the Loch Ness Monster, and the theory of Atlantis? Um, if there's a steady paycheck in it, I'll believe anything you say. That's a big point. Tell them about the point. Hey, Gar! I want to make a phone call. Yeah, just work with these guys, man. I wasn't even there. Hey, wait a minute. Hey, 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 hey! Hold it! Now, we're actually going to go before a federal judge and say that some moldy Babylonian god is going to drop in on Central Park West and start tearing up the city. Sumerian, not Babylonian. Yeah, big difference. No offense. But I got to get my own lawyer. I'm uh, Winston Zettimore, Yana. But I've only been with the company for a couple of weeks. But I gotta tell you, these things are real. Since I joined these men, I have seen shit that'll turn you white. That was Ham Radio's salute. Hey, where are the white women at? To Black History Month. <laughs> I've seen shit that will turn you white. Uh, crap, it's the Ham Radio Show uh, celebrating Black History Month. I believe it's the last uh, time we're doing Black History Month, right? Yeah, yeah I hope so. Yeah, because next week starts our new venture on uh, PlanetPlanetPost.com. White History Month. What is that? Yeah, he hopes so. Wow. No, I didn't say I hope so. I just, uh, Joe's a big old racist. No, it's not. It's not uh, just, you sir, are a racist. Well, first of all, why do they give them February? There's only 28 days it's in February. Short month, I'm going to tell you why they give them only February, because it's boring. Oh. Well, the music's it's right after the January white cell. Yeah, yeah well, there you go. But all the cuckoos going to get their new outfits on uh, January. Joe is uh, the, he's our, uh, we've appointed him the head of black relations. Get our sheets. Here on the uh, program. The views of Joe are expressed solely of Joe's and don't reflect the ham radio show. I Planet am Platypus. not a racist. You sir are a racist. Already sane person known to mankind. No, it's not. It's, it's, it's just that, you know, they, they over-exemplify like... Like, where's the White History Month? Where, where, we where, have all the other months, yeah, asshole. Months. Korean History Month. Where, where is there the, are days. the Spanish History Month? There, there is, are days like that, you know? Name me a Spanish day. Billy, can you look up all the freaking uh, the, the months, please? Because Hispanic History Month is coming up. I know that yes. for a fact. 
I know that that's actually for uh, a fact. It's like Valentine's Day. They just do it to sell Christmas cards. All right, we'll get back to that in a minute. We need <laughs> yeah, to. Th- that's right, Joe. We, we need to talk about what's actually going on in the world. Uh, in the Dirty 30, I want to speak of, since we're on race, okay. let's finish out with some racist shit. Okay. Uh, in football, by the way, the NFL wants to crack down on the use of offensive language on the field and is reportedly considering a new unsportsmanlike conduct penalty. So there. do. Yeah, for any player court using the N-word, that being nigger. I'm going to say what it is, just so you understand. You, you said it. I'm saying it, so it's I a 15-yard penalty for me. That's it. But uh, the funny thing is the NFL Competition Committee is a, is proposing the rule that would penalize a team up to 15 yards for using the racial slur. A second infraction would result in, e- in uh, eje- uh, ejection. Sorry, Baltimore Ravens general manager Ozzie Newsom, who sits on the committee, says they also want to uh, the same penalty for homophobic slurs. Now, my question to the group is: since we yeah. we were tied up with Hammy in the beginning of the show and all this stuff, and we really didn't get to our Q and A of the day, uh-huh. so let's make today right now this is the Q and A of the day. Is Hammy back on the line? No, he's not. Oh, okay. uh, the question is: he's probably jerking off or calling yeah. other people at more like radio. To tell them all about us. Yeah, Crescent. By the way, they're going to be on next week. Planet Platypus Radio. Shh, don't tell anybody. Yeah. Um, the question really is: this opens the floodgates in the weird respect because yes, I I get what they're trying to do. Billy will explain because I know that Billy's chomping at the bit to say exactly what I know Billy's about to say that. They're doing this so it cuts down on the, you know, you know, yo, nigga, what up? And all that, all that shit that happens on the field. You're talking about any racial remark, and, No, right? no, no. But see, that's the thing. They're not doing that. That's my point. If I, my goes, point if is, I go for somebody a chink, that's not the... Uh, that's that's, that's fine. Okay. That's fine. Not a 15-yard penalty. That's my oh, point. That's five yards. Or so. Mr. Goldstein or whatever. You know, yeah. and, you, and you say kike. Oh, or that, you say, that's not fair. You say heeb. Or whatever. whatever the, I'm not going to sit here and list racial slurs because that would take all well, day. That, that's That'd a, be too enjoyable. It's reverse race. Because, it, it's not reverse racism. It's just racism, Joe. It's not reverse racism. Well, it's racism in general. Yeah. They picked the hot button word. And, and they're they going to try to abolish that. it. And then when, like what Ozzy Newsom was saying, yeah. who was the general manager on the Baltimore Ravens, he's saying that now they're going after the uh, homophobic slurs. So you can't say, like, faggot. Or you can't say, like, oh, you queer. Can't say nothing like that. But here's the problem. You're dumbing down only two of the words. You're making it so that athletes now have to worry about what they say on the field. They have to worry about what they're playing on the field. But it's okay to say whatever you want on anything else. Like, I can walk around and use whatever that buzzword that was prior to, which was uh, when everyone was saying about the N-word, that thug was now the new way of getting around saying, you know, the N-word in society. So what the hell's the difference if I say that? If I'm like, you know, Tupac and I do thug life or whatever, and I call it, oh, you're being thuggy. What's the difference? I can call him a spook, a spear chucker. It doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, you're only eliminating one fucking word. You're not eliminating all the other words. You're eliminating one word. Now I want really at the end. That's even if you and isn't that stupid? We're going to have fifteen rules for the fifteen words. But that's what I'm saying. It's it's beyond stupid to even try to eliminate it. Yeah, I, I like you were saying off air. We were like joking around, talking about this. Are they going to go when somebody gets the uh, has the penalty for it? Is the ref going to announce it over his little like you know microphone thing? He said, "Nigger." That will be fifteen number, yards. We have a penalty number twenty-two on offense. Use the racial sir. He called the black gentleman a kikey heeb spear chucker. He will only lose 15 yards due to the fact that he said spear chucker and not the heebie kike bomb does not matter. Delay of game for me talking like this throughout the game 
And that is an extra five-yard penalty. And he's been issued a yellow card because the next one yeah. ends up with... It, it doesn't make yeah. any fucking well, sense. It, it should fall under the heading of unsportsmanlike conduct. Right. Uh, everything should be... That's considered. what it should be called. Uh, yeah, That's just what it unsportsmanlike conduct, uh. bing, period, no, uh, but kick even, your ass But back. even that, what, 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 it, why are we dumbing down yeah. and pussifying athletes? You tell them to go out there and kill each other. That's what you do. But they're not if allowed to hit played, each other now, so you, they have to use bad words. Yeah, but if you've ever played sports a day in your life, and I'm not talking about on the professional level, just in general, if you've ever played sports in your life, your coach, I do. we used to play soccer, and in soccer they used to tell us to go kill the other team. It doesn't they matter. They let you on that girl's team? They did. I had yeah. the right D-cup bra. But talking shit to another player is like it's part, part of, of the sports. game. Because yeah. that's like your objective is to get underneath the other team's skin. Right. So they do something stupid. Like, you know the master in hockey, Avery. Like, if you have Sean Avery, if you watch him. Like, now, he's Danny, sitting we're there. not allowed to talk about hockey. And no. look what happened. But look what happens to him, bud. He's sitting there like he, he'll be on the red line. A puck's about to drop. And he's talking shit to the guy in the other team on the freaking on the thing. Right. And, and then that guy does something stupid, gets the penalty, and it works out in that I team's played, favor. I played in one game. It was a chance to get into the playoffs. The team we were playing, they were around forever. They were like the defending champs. The game started off, it was chippy right from the start. It was a lot of trash talk back and forth. It was just a dirty, nasty, oh, you're, you're vicious game. You're blowing your nose into the mic again. The ref just blew the whistle, stopped it, called the captains over and said, look, next person who curses, that's a penalty. Sure as shit. Ah, Billy Curves, penalty. Yeah. It, it sure, sure. One guy had a breakaway. He's going in. The puck jumped over his stick, so mm-hmm. he didn't get a shot. He went, ah, shit. Ref blew the whistle. Because he but, laid the law down. It was boom. That's it. I, but it's the, part of the game. The chippiness and the garbage stuff went away. It was still a hard-hitting, fast-paced game, but the chippiness and the garbage went away. To me, it's, so, it's still part it, of the game. It's still part of the game, yes. Billy. Your story, but, your story, your story is now dumbed down. Your game, that no, night. not at all. It was still a good game, but now it wasn't filled with uh, stupid shit like, "Oh, I'm gonna fuck your mother tonight." You yeah, know, but that's, that's useless. Th- but it's it's useless to you because you didn't care. But if someone used that, "I'm gonna fuck your mother" line against somebody and they screw up with the puck and you steal the puck and you score on them in the in, in your net, you're automatically you're automatically succeeding at the trash talk and it worked. So why what 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 is the point? The is, whole point of it was to actually get control of the game because it was getting chippy and nasty. A lot of slashing in the back of the legs, just above the ankle, sticking to the groin, all that stuff. Once like the trash, do you walking, think? Do you think? Do you think the once NFL, the trash you, talking went away? You didn't get all of that. It was think, now hard hitting and just. All right, we got you, we, we get your point. Do you think the NHL though was going to take this fucking take this and take this ball too, no. and run with it in the NHL? No. Hockey, you're not going to get rid of that. There's always talking. But that's my point. So if, you, if you're not going to get rid of it in hockey, and you ain't going to, you shouldn't get rid of it in baseball. And you're not. Why? Why would the NFL deliberately? And I understand this is to get press and be like, "Oh, look, we're doing something. Look at us, we're exactly doing something." Exactly what but, it is. But nothing's going to get accomplished. All they have to do, they they want to ban things. You know, make it presentable in a happy work environment for everyone. 
Yeah, thus dubbing down the product. Well, see, then don't but, hire the people you know, that can't be. We talked about this it. on tattoos and touchdowns on Sunday. How they how they're actually uh, making these rules so much and changing the game immensely. Like in football, they want to get rid of the point after. Right, you know, which uh, is stupid, do which is very stupid. Or they want to move it back to to the uh, 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 to the twenty five yard line, which would make it a forty three uh, yard uh, right point after, which is basically a field goal. You know, yeah, it turns it into a regular field goal. And, and then, now, if you commit a penalty, it means something. Yeah, and there's another thing that they wanted, uh, like the three point shot in basketball. They they wanted to, the further you are away from the goal, the right the uh, you know the more more points you score on a field goal. Right, they, uh, they have that in the Canadian football. Okay, yeah. but my point is this: this what it's doing though is. It's freaking, you're, you're walking that tightrope of bullshit. Absolutely. Because what happens is now you're making them def- different. You're making black people now different. Yes. And you're making the, ho- the homos that play football and ba- and basketball. Like we have the brand new guy who just joined the Nets. Yeah. And we have this kid that might get drafted. We don't know because he runs like shit in the combine. <laughs> but you have, all the, you have all these things going on that now you're thus making different. You're making them not the same. You're making them different. And that's stupid. That's yes. stupid. Have you seen the bill that they've proposed in Arizona? What's that? What, with the no rights to, yeah, you can't serve a gay couple. The only, the it's only, the oh. same thing. You're creating a segregated society. Okay, but, he, but here's the thing with that. How is that enforced? Unless I'm walking in and tongue-fucking, you know, my uh, boyfriend in the face, how do, you, how do you know that that couple's gay? Well, because of what they wore into the fucking establishment? If they don't walk in with a little chinchilla puppy and fucking a feather boa, <laughs> how do you know that they're queer? I think that's what you they're don't talking know. about. Though. I think that's what right. they're talking yeah. about, the feather boa and the chinchilla puppy. Yeah. If you're walking like a normal couple, then uh, who's going to know? What what do you got a sign? Yeah, but see, Joe, how are they not normal? You, sir, are a sexist, racist pig. Right. Uh, my whole thing is that we're, we're dumbing down society by even even creating attempting a creating this society. fucking rule Absolutely. where the NFL is now going to deem, oh, uh, I heard him say nigger. Yeah. I heard it. That's it. Penalty. Well, that's only if yards. that's only if it's heard. No, but that, but it does. If you say it now, now also I've I, I've posed this question. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, no. Are you getting? Are you doing the gur version or are you doing the ga version? Doesn't is matter. Is it gur or No, it, ha- it absolutely yeah, does matter. Sure matters. It absolutely one is a racial slur. One is not a racial slur. Well, both are racial. No, slurs. they're not. We've, well, we have totally said this on this program. But both are racial. Gur is ga is not gur not ga. What if a black man says? To another black man, that's you can't. You can't. According to the NFL, you can't say anything. That's my point. How could you be racist against your own race? That's genocide. Uh, Whatever, you know. No, but how? How is that? You tell me. Someone explain to me for real. Explain to me how. Gur is the same as ga when they're doing it as a sign of freaking compassion and accept, uh, um, uh, not com- uh, no, uh, exception, uh, acceptance. Excuse my, uh, excuse my vernacular today, folks. Uh, uh, yeah, you're you're saying it like, yeah, that's my nigga over there, Danny. You my nigga. You're my nigga, man. Man, you my nigga, man. And Billy, you my nigga too. And you know, Joe. Yeah, you my nigga. I'm the one. What is, that, that? It was doing nothing but being nice to all three of you. Now, according to the NFL, if I sit on the field, we're going. If I'm saying I can't catch that nigga, oh, oh shit, oh shit, fifteen yard penalty, yeah. right there. That and that's stupid. And the second time you're out of the game, but ah. that's stupid. That's the whole point. The whole point is it's stupid. 
Well, because it, it opens you way. up. For, why not every other let's racial slur? Why, why not every other racial slur? Because this is the trigger word for right now. Trigger? You said sure. trigger? Did you say Boom. trigger? I said trigger. Did you say trigger? Yes. You better say trigger. How about this? One of my best friends spent many times, many, many gonna, long. You, was many he a black long, guy, Billy? Is that many long road trips. We did a lot of wrestling together. Yeah. Magic. Known him, known him fifteen years, give or take. Can you just say magic? And he's black. <laughs> Never. Have I heard him use any version of that word? He doesn't have to. You know what? Don't you have to? It's that's what I'm. That's what they're trying to get to. The point where you don't uh, use these words. So, Hammy, when you skip using them, you move on with life. No, but it's not the point of whether or not you have to use them in life, Billy. We understand that you want to have the the tea and crumpets and teachers etiquette. We get it. We know that you're not supposed to use it in life. My point is, ger is different than ga. So if you're going to be the NFL and say point blank, that's a racial slur, then they're both racial slurs, then then everything's a racial slur. But I spent 15 years with this guy. Yeah. Never once did he use either one of them. You hung out with Why? one black guy in your life, and now you're judging all black people. Far from it. Far one, from it. One black dude 15 years in a car. One. Also, you need to just think of something else here. The, the, the so-called progressives that are... That that go out of their way to not be racist are still racist. Yes. Because no, and I'll explain why. The yes. the people who say that the people who are so quick to throw out racism to, to everybody are probably the biggest racists of them all. Yes. And the yes. reason I say that yeah. is the people the the so called progressive tolerance are people who, who like let's say Muslims in an airport. You go to them and be like, oh, I know that people associate you and your kind with terrorists and i'm thinking that but because i'm somehow better than all these people i'm not going to assume that you're a terrorist that's still racist and honestly football players say it all the time come on now if it they're never going to get past their one yard line if they do this 15 yard penalty for every racial slur it doesn't make any sense quite frankly that's my whole point at Zero the end of the sense. day. It makes no fucking sense because no matter how which way you want to look at it, Billy, you want to teach me that there are black people that don't use that there, word great. If you want to look at it from the perspective, there, there are people, people that, that use it. They know what the word means and they don't use it. it it's just for them, it's not worth it. But that's not what it's we're talking about. Word. We're not talking about that. We're talking about the people on this fucking field that do use the word. We're not talking about the ones that can separate yes, the two. The highly educated well, people that we guys. set through our so school system. Yeah, obviously not you because you can't speak. What Those people that went through the school systems that don't always fucking actually might not have graduated or got through on a fucking football scholarship might not know the difference. Exactly. Okay, but then don't beat around the bush and fucking get to the point. So the point is, those are the guys that are on our fucking field. <laughs> yes. All right? The laundry list lesson that you're trying to beat around, we have four minutes. I got to explain it, Bill. So I can't beat around Go the bush. Go on. Take care of it. You got it all. Thank you. Those people say the fucking word. So then what do we do about those people? We make one thing that they can't say, but yet they can say all the other words. That makes no fucking sense. Well, well, it doesn't so matter if they fucking... It doesn't matter if they say the word in their public life or their private life or whatever. They... Sure, you're taking away one racial slur and leaving it open for every other racial slur. But when have they used all the other racial How slurs? How the fuck do you know? Are you on the field? It's How do you know if Marty Goldstein, who's working the fucking camera, doesn't hear, hey, oh, look, that kike holding the camera? It's possible. 
Do you know what I mean? It's my point is they will say something. Or stop being Jewy with the ball. Or if they say, hey, what about if there's a Spanish guy on the team? How do you know that they don't say them? That's my point. You're, you're, you're answering for them. They're aiming for the big trigger word. No, they're, the NFL is aiming for the big yes. trigger word. Those people can use any fucking racial slur they the- want except for the big two. Right. Is what you're saying. How is that fucking smart? That's how they set it up. So this way when people But how come is in, that smart is the question. Not, so you that's don't how get do. any more of these Richard Martins going, well, he used that term on me. And that's what they're aiming for. Look, see, we cleaned it up. We don't use this terminology. We should that's what they're aiming words. for. That's all. They're just going to invent. Joe is absolutely right. They're going to yes. invent a new racist fucking term. Yeah. And that's, what that's how these terms come about. It's funny you mention it because for some reason. It's funny you mention it. Hammy did. We can't say Mondays anymore because Mondays supposedly has a deep-seated African root. Get out! I'm dead serious. <laughs> oh, well, that's God. because because no, because there's a racial joke yeah. that people would instead of saying uh, nigger, they would say Mondays because they would go, "Oh, I really hate Mondays," and that's what the joke is. Oh, wow. I'm, not, I'm not saying that. What the fuck? You know, I agree I, with I it. I never it's heard that. Very that's stupid. So cool. I'm just saying that that's probably where it comes from. Wow. Even though Billy will tell you those Something people, out of that. Yes. They, they went to schooling and don't use that word. You see, that's what will happen, though. You know, people will still be say that racist thing, but they'll sneak it in there, you know? My whole thing, though, is bringing this up. Does Yes, okay, yeah, it gets you in your good graces, and you can turn around and say, look, we did something. Billy, we all that's get that. That's exactly what it but is. But we all get that. But the thing is, it's stupid. Stupid. Can we all just say it's fucking stupid, stupid. and move on? Because yeah. it's fucking stupid. It's stupid. Because it's it opens, hard to it leaves, out. but it leaves everything. It leaves everything open for everything else, which makes no fucking sense. Yes. Like I literally, there are other races. People, Spanish people that play football do call each other spick. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. Like, it, like, oh, look at that wetback. They fucking say whatever the, you know. They say the racist slur. There is no real racist slur for white guys except for honky. And I'm quite sure they probably do say, oh, look at that fucking honky through that fucking ball, motherfucker. Yeah. And somebody probably says it, because somebody watched the Jeffersons in their fucking life, <laughs> and somebody probably said it. it. It's the point of opening up. It, it, you're not... You're, it's doing more damage. Can we at least we agree on this before we go? Until we get the fuck out of here, it's doing more damage than it is doing any fucking help. I agree. Can we say that much at least? I can totally Billy agree. actually? Let's see if Billy can agree with me without making it a can. face. It, yeah, say totally doesn't agree with me. Son it can. He can't say, you know any, you're right. No, he'll go, it can't, maybe if we know, I don't know. What if people approach things as educated people? Who the fuck approaches shit as educated well, people? Well, anyway, anymore? Spanish, the Spanish History Month, it's so good, they take over two months, September 15th through October 15th. There you go, asshole. Wow. Uh, that, that include the Puerto Ricans? Spanish, you moron. Well, Hispanic. All right, listen. Free speech is never silent. Always speak the fuck up. The Ham Radio Show returns proudly on Planet Platypus Radio on PlanetPlatypus.com. First live show next week on this platform. Remember, AMF, my friends. Adios, motherfucker! Yeah.
Ham Radio Show is broadcast in front of a live studio chat room. Ham Radio is a production of the Unfiltered Radio Network in association with the Planet Platypus Radio Network. Uncle Eddie is your host along with Billy, Danny, and Hammy. Joe Cardinale is our engineer. Danny Anzalone is our editor. And Eddie Finocchiaro is our head writer. All material is copyrighted on the Ham Radio Show. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or reproduction on the Ham Radio Show's material is strictly prohibited without the written consent of Ham Radio and its affiliates. So, asshole, that means you can't use this without our permission. Fuck you.